0: Yeah
1: the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm America's Sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 525. Uh, I'm going to have to take that ending off of that. <laughs> it's you
2: off there. I, I'd I love it because <laughs> that's our, our new theme, and we have plenty. And I'll tell people, I'll let people in on the joke that what we're going to do is pretty much each week, we're going to have the same theme but different genre. This is what me and Eric were messing around with a lot. In the last couple of days, more me, but still Eric was. He saw some yeah. people were, some people were kind of making fun of me about these songs and it. things like that. And, uh, when me and you were on, you saw how addicted it gets. It gets oh, very so, It gets so addictive to to mess around with stuff. But with all of that, Hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. I want to apologize to people Thank you, Horace. preemptively. Thanks, horse. Uh, that I am exhausted and at a oh, point yeah? where usually I'll say like, Oh man, I don't feel good. Oh my God. Now I'm this tired. is where. I'm in like emergency mode where I'm like slapping myself while that thing's going to try to glide. And I know you hate that. Like if I would slap myself right now it's on the, the mic you would like see it. anybody yeah, do. Yeah, You hate that. But I am really if I end up saying wacky things, blame me. that's what I say. Though Obviously, if you listen to the theme, it was funny. I, I sent the theme to a couple of people to see if they liked it and they go. I forget who it was, but somebody ended up like, Oh man, Eric's not gonna like that. I said well what do you mean like you say that he's a mess I'm like oh no no you no, have to listen no. to us I'm actually saying I'm a mess Like I couldn't end up saying bad things About I'm you I threw it at Yeah I know you didn't like that one Oasis song <laughs> I said you were an asshole Or something but I said we were all assholes uh, But yeah that is uh, The first part of the theme We'll see each week you'll have to wait and see What genre could it be crunk Eric could it be mumble rap Could it be old no, time big band like that, right? Yeah. Maybe it'll be a new Jack Swing. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with something, but thanks everybody for tuning in. And let me tell you, before we get into this, we have a bunch of books. We have some big books too. And I mean, who could ever not want to see the end of that Joker year one, right? The Joker year one. Yeah. Did, did it end there? Yeah. Did it end? I don't know. But before we get into did that. Start? I don't because that's the question, too. Uh Well, I'll tell you where you can find us on the Internet. You can go to our website, com. see some uh, reviews from Sus Gabe. We can also have you go over to the Twitter at Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go over to our YouTube page, Weird Science Comics. I'll tell you, a lot of people there don't like the songs. Eric, I put the songs up, people start running.
3: <laughs> I ended up
2: where I was going to do a bunch of reviews And this week got so wacky And then I got obsessed with songs It didn't seem that people signed up for that I guess they kind of scattered But hey, maybe they'll get used to it But also go to what our Patreon com slash Weird Science Where you can get a lot of things Even songs there, Eric But pretty much especially songs, apparently, a ton of Breeding clubs, podcasts, things like a year one podcast that me and my man, Zach, are doing. And we are going through almost done the background year one, which has been very interesting. Kind of reminds me some of it that and the Robin year one have a little bit of a feel of what that Joker year one is. And not in a good way, though. But, yeah, we do a lot of things over there. But one of the big things that we do each and every week is a two book spotlight, two books picked by the badass level and the badasses themselves of the Get Fresh crew. And this week, they picked Wonder Woman number six and Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong number five, which me and Eric erringly said was the penultimate issue. Didn't know Look, that you there
1: have was too many series that come out and the idea is confused. the majority of them are six issues long. And when you have something that comes out that's seven and it's not like necessarily in my mind, like to spell it out to you how long it's supposed to be all the time, sometimes I get a little confused. Eric's not I always to. right about everything. No, but six issues.
2: Is it funny that it's seven? And at one point, that was just your bait. You put
1: a line in the sand. Hyper time, boom, (laughs) Elseworlds. And that's what it is, right? It makes sense. It It actually makes sense. It's either Hyper time, Elseworlds, or an event. Yeah. Yes.
2: Seven's weird. That is like the weird one. But reading that number five, uh, at least we could see that there was, you know what? We saw there were problems. I guess Kong finally got involved anyway,
1: right? Just have it on the cover. Number five of seven. Something along those lines. Is it, do they do that? Like not they do, do not. it because
2: they don't want people to see, oh, it's a mini. I might as well not get involved. Who the it has the hell to be that. So? Right? Justice
1: League versus Godzilla versus Kong is an ongoing. Oh, that's true.
2: <laughs> and then I was going to say, well, they wouldn't want you to know you're almost like that far, but you you see the number. You're still at yep. five no matter what. Though I'll tell you, DC won't do that. But yet they constantly have editor's notes about an issue that you read last month. It's drives me nuts. Or like two issues before. Hey, see this issue number nine. I'm like, we're on issue 11. Why are you telling me nine? It drives me nuts. Also, do you love when we get editor's notes and you know for a fact the thing that they're talking about was bullshit? It's like, yep. see the fantastic
1: there. You're like, you're not going to convince me, dude. Then they give themselves nicknames like I going to do, but you're an editor. You don't give yourself nicknames. No, you be they should be serious. serious. We are caretaking serious. these characters. You stop it. You stop it now. I'm America's sweetheart. That's okay. I,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I say
1: that.
2: Who was that one? I, I wish I could remember the guy. He had. Funny, I don't remember. Like I know thing. you're talking about. Yeah. Remember, it was like continuity kid Johnny or something at one point. And yeah, then it, was it was like an back editor in during the day.
1: A, it was a, a
2: Suicide Squad editor. Yeah, and you know what? He that was okay, but now it's like you know. Hey, the fabulous, good-looking PK. I'm like, I well, don't agree. I, unless I see, you. I'm not. <laughs> well, t- take your is, wins, we you can get them. I guess. This isn't grinder here. I can't swipe right on this comic. So stop with your nonsense. But like I said, if you want to go and listen to that, it was about an hour and forty minutes. We had a good time. We we were talking about the Wonder Womans and the Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, and and we we're talking about some other things too. Having a joyous time talking comics. But before we go into this week's books here on the show. We have to give a bit of a shout-out. I like to call it the roll call. Badass roll call, Eric. Oh, hey. I, I ended up, I legitimately was going to make a new song for the hey. badass, but it was going to be fully so I could just rap the whole time. Because <laughs> oh, no, that's everybody what everybody that. wants. D-Man I don't know what they want anymore. I thought they liked me. This is what happened, there. D-Man 3001. <laughs> yeah, I really Tanya says stuff. I'm gonna have to hit this. Tanya, F points. I'm like, I have to do this. Oh, they'll understand. I'm like, no, they won't. <laughs> They're slave drivers. <laughs> Demon 3001, David Fink, Brian Trevitt, Dead Nation, yeah, yeah, Eric K, Omega, Bam, Man, which we'll mention nice. in a little bit. The Annihilator, Ted Probst. I love Punchline, Stork, Michael S., Cam, Matt Razor, Niels T-Wart, Stephen Baum, Jason Kobe, Sue42, to you and me. Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom Brocky The fragrant Main Man. I should have That's a sound right. effect. Mark uh, Jager, Bill of The Bat Pod. We're going to be doing a podcast with each other. Ruben, Carlos, No Wolf, Mark, or Ray Pierre. Ray Pierre. Luke Hollywood, Simon. I lost my spot, Eric. I was doing so good. Luis, Manchip. Oh, yeah. Andrew, Belfast, Swanee, Anthony, Jeep, Josh, Jermillion, Batman, Beyond Mark, B. Muir, Brandy, Murray, and Buffalo. And you have Doxing His Ass. In the Minnesota's double A run, huh? Maybe I should be tired more. I was going really good, and what happened? I went to scroll, and I I clicked in the scroll wheel, of then it went, you every time. it went wacky. It went wacky. Yeah, they will. You got to watch out. They they pretend they're like sexy ladies, is what I hear. Well, if but, you want to be oh, derelicts, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Well, it, it, the lower class derelicts, right? We'll find that. Well, out. So you got to so, watch out for? Well, that is true. That like. The lower class girls, do you
1: consider them like they're probably like Cajuns? And I
2: know you don't like Cajuns. You're against. I I
1: imagine they're the ones who look kind of like the oods where they're all tentacle mouthed. Yeah, probably. That, that Which is work. funny because I say that the idea of the higher class and lower class, like the, the Durlins that we've been getting during the like the United Federation of Planets and stuff like that, it's different than any Durlan I feel like we've seen before. Because you had different versions of Durlins and you have the one that would be like Cabillion boy in the Legion of Superheroes, and they don't look anything like any version that I've seen before. And it's so weird. Like, okay, these are the high class. We've just been seeing scumbags recently. It's the high class. These live in the penthouse, the apartment in the sky. It's like the Jeffersons there. Why wouldn't he walked
2: in like George Jefferson? I love that well, that'd walk. That would be amazing. That, that walk great. is so good. I actually sent you a thing where they redid the Jeffersons and Jamie Foxx was George Jefferson. And I'm telling you, Jamie Foxx is a gem, right? He he does so Sherman his work. Hemsley. He, he does his homework, though. He was Sherman Hemsley for that hour that he was doing. It was so good. It was so good. But that's not here nor there. We have a bunch of books, as I said, I believe seven. Right. Is that right? That's my count yes, right yes, there. Seven, seven right. books. Seven, seven. Who's got the heavens? What they say. Who's got the down heaven? is what the, they say. Down, down at the docks. I told you, Eric. Is everybody
1: drug addicts down there. At the, is that the heaven? That that might be. Yes, that's meth heaven
2: is what I'm talking about. You go down there. You got to watch out for explosions. But seven, we're going to go all that. Got
3: the heaven?
2: <laughs> See, now you're picking me up. See, Good. that's what I need. What happened at this? I just want to let everybody know. Just to tie it into what we just said. If you look at the podcast, you, at one point, you're only going to see two footprints. That's when Eric was, he was carrying me. You <laughs> were carrying me. <laughs> oh, yes. Footprints. But that is it for the beginning. Thanks all of the badasses, but also everybody on the Patreon. Again, if you want to get involved and maybe boop, boop. have me butcher your name, you can go to... The old Patreon.com slash word science. I did want to mention the Omega Band Man. You did hear that he's going to be making a return visit, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that Zach wanted to since. tell you. Yeah. I, I keep waiting for it too. I'm like, oh, Eric's going to love it. But
1: we Omega have some books. Omega Bear Man versus Lobo, the frag and main man. Yeah. The frag and main man. You have it there in in the deal. So well, honestly, I just don't know how anybody can compete with an Omega Band Man who could take on the. What was it, the anti-monitor Freaking uh, Mr. Adam And uh, who else was there? Oh yeah, Titano at the same time Oh yeah, he was pretty big He's like the Hulk Hogan's, right? A, a little
2: less Most soft Most powerful
1: being in the DC Universe for some reason Yeah, I,
2: I don't get it I don't get it, but what I do get Is that we're going to go off now And we're going to start off the next section I can't wait for that I can't wait to hear you love that, that Joker year one But we're going to go to that right about now <laughs>
0: All back in the zone, I'm not a clown I'm on the phone, claiming Gotham as my own From the gutters to the penthouse I rise with a wicked grin Laughing at your demise From the streets of crime to the halls of power I'm the chaos you fear Every second, every hour I play mental suicide, but I'm not a squad Kill Jason Todd His mom sold him out, yeah, she the boss to the O, to the K, to the E, to the R 1, no, there are 1, so 3 A to the O to the K to the E to the R R. I'm the clown Prince and this is my song. With my jokes and riddles I'll never be tamed In the game of chaos you don't want to hear
2: I don't, know where, I don't know how this one ends, Eric. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking like, does this end with a fade out? I don't know. See, now we're back. Eric, it's as bad as Ska. Sure, it's <laughs> not as bad louder. as Ska. How dare you. This guy won't stop. <laughs> the worst is, I, rem- I mean, we might as well talk over the ending here. I don't know when it ends. It may never end there. I remember doing that. And I, I made sure that it raised the volume again. I'm like, now it's going to scroll me. Now we're fading. <laughs> now we're fading out. Eric. There you go. Awesome. Uh, new original. So hard, though. Original deal. And it, the funny thing is you really like that part with the three jokers. And in oh, it, yeah. you could, I almost make it in my mind that I actually say there's four, Eric. <laughs> Cause you mentioned the one, then the one, two, three. There you go. Next four. But yeah, there you go. And it, uh, kind
1: of ties in to this here. It totally book does because. because- Jim, Jim, look. That is J O K E R spells pain, and nothing spells pain better than Joker Year One right now. That that is true. I mean, where, where is the Gray heard that and says, "What does
2: Zdarsky spell?" And I said, "Crap, that's what he spells. Ooh, that's some shade. I tell you, i I started that that song out as a thing just for this issue, and then I'm like, I'm going to make it a little more universal, so we can play it down the line anytime the Joker shows up. And doesn't he just show have up? To remember all- what it ends? The t- yeah, maybe I'll have to edit it to kind of fade out a little better, <laughs> kicks in a little bit more. But here we are. We have three books in this section. This is the big book of the week for GC. And it is one of those things when we ended up having the first issue, me and you were like, oh, cool. This is, you know, weird. I didn't expect to have a future story, but for some reason we were more intrigued with that. And Original, maybe it's because yeah. we didn't really want a Joker year one. And we're like, oh, this is a little different. How are we going to play this out? Then we get to the second issue. And then we didn't want anymore because all of a sudden the reveals and having the everybody Jokerized, including the the Bat family and things, it just wasn't that much interesting anymore. And we wanted more of the year one Joker because then we're playing this kind of multiple personalities. But it everything ends up like tying in the Zerunar, Yeah. And then I'm going to get the hell out of here. Like, I'm going to give you this little hit and then run. And then we're like, OK, well, this last issue, this either has to tie in both of those things or, you know, center on the year one Joker deal. And it's more
1: of a Gordon issue than anything and it's so odd three stories that we're telling during the Joker year one you have the origins of the joker like being trained by a former mentor of batman to be have the Zurin R kind of things to give you the three jokers even though it should be four for the way they described it here you had gordon taking down the corrupt cops who were part of the red hood gang and you had the future story with the joker apocalypse going on and it's like okay we needed more of this the joker year one bit and they really stem like started going heavy on the future stuff. And I'm like, ah, it's a little too much for me. And this issue is like, all right, let's watch Gordon take down the corrupt cops. who are part of the Red Hood gang. And somehow we have to tie all this together for the finale right now. And it does not really feel like it does anything. Again. No.
2: And there's a couple things that bother me. First off, you know, it might bother people that Chip Zdarsky at the beginning, it seemed like, okay, why are we doing this year one? Well, what would we be doing? Well, he wants to tie it into his, you know, Batman the night. And yeah. then to tie it into Zoranar. Zoranar yeah. fail safe stuff. He didn't really do that then. So it, people were, like I said, people were like, ah, oh, why is he so pretentious, make it his own? But at least that would have continued on in his book, but it still might still tie in. But even so, it didn't do that. The things with Gordon in this issue, and I'll give you the credits after this, the thing with Gordon, I've seen this. Anytime you go back in time in and got and have we even well, had, had it in it the Joker in, you know, deal. We had our, it even recently. the idea of
1: year one. Going yeah, against year the one Crump was all First, against yeah. Gotham and stuff like that. Yeah. And now we have to do a combined idea of not only are we doing, like, yeah, Alan Moore's, like, you know, killing joke, origin mm-hmm. of the Joker. Yeah. We're tying it into Snyder's zero-year bit that we had with Batman. And also we have all the stuff of Frank Miller's year one with the ideas thrown together, and it just makes a mess of things in my and mind. And
2: that's – I was just going to say it, and you, that's a perfect way to say it. Because usually when somebody does this, they've worked it out enough Where you end up going, okay, well, maybe we... I didn't think I needed to tie Alan Moore's stuff with Scott Snyder, with Frank Miller. But you know what? You you figured out a cool way that it works. And oh, my God. And then you added your little... It's, it's not that clever. There's nothing going on. It's a mess. It, it is, almost especially like... especially
1: by the end, one of our big mysteries that we're working towards is the future apocalypse story. Like pretty much felt like thirty years from now, the like the final confrontation, Joker's last laugh, essentially when he takes over the world with a you know Jokerized like thing that affects you through the hearing and stuff. You have this going on. Batman desperately needs to figure out how to stop this and finally end the Joker once and for all, or die trying himself. And that only has the idea. It's like, and in this, he's going to give you a little clues to the mystery of something that happened in Joker year one, but it doesn't matter because it's 30 years from now in a hyper time scenario that nobody will ever reference again.
2: And it's not even that clever again. And the weird thing is, I mean, maybe these years have been hard on Selena. I almost got the idea because they, they ended up sending. Looks beautiful. You're out of your mind. They (laughs) ended up sending McLeod to jail for 10 years. And you would assume that what he got well, maybe the experimentations that were done on him, but. It seems like it's not even that far, but because of the, you know, things going on, it did seem more distant. Then I'm thinking, oh, man, we heard about Duke. I want to say, oh, you you just kind of wiped that clear. The the, the light's back. I'm like, what? they go and just flip the switch? Yeah, it's Batman 144. I did have a theory, though, because I've been talking in the Slack a lot about the synergy of books ending. And not books ending, but creative teams ending. So I sat there, I'm like, oh, Ram V mentioned he's going to this number. Oh, that ends in September. Oh my God. Look at this. Tom King said that the penguin, that's getting close. And also, uh, who was the other one? There's somebody recently that also, oh, the, uh, the Nightwing with Tom Taylor. That's right. September. So then I, I, my whole thing of that was not working because I said, oh, you know what? This, the Batman's not going to end until like December, November. Oh, wait, these three in a row it, it, weekly. Now it's in September I'm like holy shit I think that maybe I'm on to something Because I think that Maybe they just said You gotta do something For three issues To get this in line For the book To get I to 150 yeah. And it's 150 then And that You would think That that's the big You know You wanna get to that If you're gonna do it So yeah. it's very odd Joker year one Here we go And it is Batman 144 Written by Chip Zdarsky uh, Art by Giuseppe Come and call Leandria Sorrentino Stefano Nessi Andrea Sorrentino Again on the inks, Alejandro Sanchez Dave Stewart Clayton Coles, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of people were giving Andrea Sorrentino, who I, I used to like, I guess. I don't know. Do, do, would you get mad if you found out that somebody was a tracer?
1: Would, so, would you again, you say the idea of tracing. Yeah, I, I don't want anybody to trace, but when you take inspiration from actual like live action Batman to try to make your artwork look like that, I think that people would appreciate that personally.
2: Well, what they are saying, it's, it's not quite tracing, but what the, this is what I hear that he might have said it or somebody said it is run through an AI filter. You know, I love the AI. So I'm I know you, you do. Other people do not. I am one of those people with that sort of thing. I just say if it's available, and you fuck it, do it. Uh But if you're already like- a great artist, it, it kind of is weird. But, yeah, I think that maybe they're just going, maybe it's just too good. And maybe that's the play. Bunch of haters. That's what it is. I, I think it looks, and it definitely looks different when you get in the future. It looks darker, it looks more realistic. So I think it plays out pretty well in that. And then when you get like individual things, when you have those bats going around with Batman and nonsense, when you see that, it really does. Okay, there's Audrey Sorrentino, the art I yeah. know and love. You hate it. You are never a fan uh, of the. That's fine. That's, that's fine. The I think he he likes say things. that.
1: But I like the way he yeah, portrays you like this. all this stuff in this. So I don't. know. You didn't like that Green Arrow. I
2: didn't tell not. you that. I loved it. didn't but like we, the story either but when we loved, get it. so it's it i'd like to go back and, and see how this works out because i really hope because when we get into this issue you start out in the future which is the thing we didn't want to see and they're like ah but then i didn't even realize at that point like let's go back to the future when it's all gordon because we do see that at the you know the farthest part of the time but in the future the idea of all of the Bat family—they're infected. Batman's running I mean, everybody's life. He's tried, yeah, he's everybody almost the Omega Man at this point. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess because you want to have the aesthetic, you end up saying that deal with Duke is only—he's almost a prop. He's never yeah. like—it's just oh, he's sucking in the leg so it's dark, just so you can make it look horrific. That's the only—you could have just had this happen at night, but there I you would go. have liked to see it. Yeah, so yeah, I I wanted to have it where. At this point, how are they going to help Duke? I really thought there was going to be a personal like deal where he goes and helps him, but no. You know how they help Duke? You get some bats around him. He's cured. Yeah, yeah. The bats. Did you think the bats were going to try to hump his leg at first? I don't know why you. Would, I would think that, Well, because of the Batman and Robin, you know, they're they're already they already got a taste for him back in the past, and now in the future, oh, yeah? they, they you know they want to get it some more, right? These are the things that happen when I'm tired. But you end up no, where you don't really get not. it. Most of the stuff in the future, you get bad stuff, but you're like, most of the stuff in the future is kind of like, well, it doesn't matter. Like you said, it really doesn't. Well, the, I get thing it. Thing is, thing the whole,
1: the whole point of the future bit is to find out the clues that the Joker is leaving behind and trying to tie it into year one somehow that we have going on where it's like jokers leaving me clues here's a capsule but when you break the capsule in half you have what looks like two red hoods what could that mean oh my god you have a cop's ring from a certain era that disintegrates when i like you know when i try to take it off and examine it what does that mean ultimately it just means that mcleod who's the commissioner at this point in time he was the second in charge of the red hood gang, the new leader after the joker became the joker and he is the catalyst that the joker eventually would use for his apocalypse in the future once he got out of prison that's your mystery and i just sit just sitting back here I'm like you started the story off with the idea that this red mask character from another universe went through the multiverse, created all the Jokers that we have, and for some reason in our universe that we're dealing with, he triplicated it. We had three Jokers. Who then the Joker killed two of them, leaving us one Joker. But then he went met one of Bruce's mentors, where he put on three new personalities. And I'm like, well, that would be four fucking Jokers. What is the <laughs> point of any of the clues you are leaving here, and what, where are you taking me on this road? Captio, Dr. Captio, when, when you do that,
2: you don't have to be coy about this. Like, he's kind of like a little bit of like, well, yeah, but the idea that we're going forward, Wait, and I, <laughs> I want to know more about, like, what that means, and how this works, and how this is going to tie into the Zoranar stuff, and is this... Uh, a
1: play. He, he, he's got mental things, like Batman now, that's I, it. I'm, I'm telling you, but I... what. <laughs> He he says it runs. He's just like, hey, get this. Because even the idea, our whole thing in our year one story is Batman is holding a gala right now at Wayne Manor, hoping to bring in the Red Hood gang, use all the billionaires in that freaking place as bait. Hopefully that's not the case. Like he can save everybody, but he needs the Red Hood gang taken down. He thinks this will draw him in. But ultimately, they are going after the uh, GCPD with all these drugs that they just seized. But the Joker's also at the GCPD trying to kill as many people as he can. Mostly the Red Hood gang that, you know, he used to be a part of. And it's just like, okay, then Batman's not there. He has to make his way there while the Joker just kills people in the GCPD. That is your main year one part of the story.
2: And and then we get hot mic <laughs> you end up where you end up having the you know hey and mcleod's there nobody knows that i'm this and that and he's like i'm
1: gonna kill you gordon and nobody's ever gonna know that i'm the leader of the red hood gang Well, i have this hot mic over you son of a bitch you i'm son gonna of a kill bitch. you
2: i like he's like yeah get this gordon i turned off all the surveillance cameras and gordon's like well i turned them back on oh shit you got me that's and <laughs> when you have that like The thing that makes me laugh is that kind of is where the oh, gotcha moment. But then in the future, where we have like you have, like you said, Batman is going, oh, he has a ring. It's disintegrating. That means that the commissioners, they're not commissioner that long. He says in that, well, the Joker, he's not really fancy with his play. He's not the Rhythm. So I can figure this out. But I'm like. You're not really figuring things out. You're just telling us, especially when the Joker just hands the bag. Here, have the bag. And he opens it up. Oh, this is just – a. it looks like one of those devices that would be an adult. Well, that's the thing.
1: It's, as he calls it, the German toy known as the laughing bag, which is just the bag that Jack Nicholson had on him at the end of the Batman 89 movie. Here's a. A ha-ha laughing bag that has the ha-ha-ha inside of it. And the ha-ha-ha, the sonics that this thing emits draws all the bats. And what the bats do is they get there and they cure the people of the Joker, like an intoxication the Joker has done throughout the world. So now the idea is what combats the Joker? Well, a bat does. There is your finale to your Joker and Batman story. If, if you were hoping to get any detective work, I mean, Batman just pulls it out and he's
2: like, oh, I don't hear anything. Ooh, that's it. I don't hear anything. Well, it's well, even I, the idea of the quiz.
1: J- Joker tells him everything for the most part. It seems like it hands him the, the answer to the <laughs> antidote to everything that we have. So the Joker just gives up pretty much by then. He just wanted to test Batman. Did what he wanted. Like here you go, Bruce. Fix your fix my mistakes. Yeah, it, it was weird.
2: Like at the end, you at, I I don't mind like something that goes for it. Like it's trying, and at the end it it doesn't quite get there, and you're like, well, at least you didn't need for effort. I mean, you really tried. In this, it almost feels like at the end, Chip Zdarsky's like, hey, everybody, really didn't have shit to say or do, so here you go, and I'm out. It's just so weird, because even back in the deal, and I I was waiting, and like you said, there's a bunch of little wink-winks. I mean, it's more wink-winking going on in this deal than anything else. He's trying to say, oh, look at this. This looks like the killing joke. Oh, look at this. This is from Batman 89. But you're not doing anything with them, and I kept waiting for this... Eureka moment of oh my god that's cool like that It's worked and Never Something never, to tie never in happened. those threads
1: that we had going on in the previous issues. It's just, we were done with those and we're moving on essentially in a weird direction that ultimately doesn't matter because even after Joker, you know, terrorizes the GCPD, it's Gordon who takes that everybody down. Everybody gets arrested and you have the future story. But once he's done doing this, he like, you see a few little bits of him. Oh, I perfected my Joker toxin, a year one story, and I didn't have enough antidote for the rest of your crew, but I got you. And this is the guy I tested out on. You remember Red Hood number 22. He's a good guy, but he or had to die, and now You have to die. And now, If you remember from the previous issue, I got into a fight with a bunch of people at the bar. I'm going to go back to that bar and kill them. Now Joker, (laughs) Joker, everybody Joker. It's almost like Wally later. Wally, you end up where
2: this uh, stuff going on. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like, this going and you have McLe- even McCloud. It, it starts out he's there oh my god all this shit's at, happening
1: I at least wanted something clever with the idea of re- the realization and like you know uh, the like the creation of the Joker toxin or something but no I, I just did it and it, it works and I, okay. I thought I thought what was going like afterwards I thought back and I'm like why didn't
2: he say like McCloud's there and McLeod gets the antidote hey I didn't have any m- fr-, but it wasn't an antidote he actually, that was the start of him working on things and he kind of checked, but it wasn't. It was the it, nope. it was nothing. And I also like the idea that McCloud says, Hey, the, the cameras are off. We're just going to waltz in here on Monday. Like they ain't nobody's business. Ain't no fang with the chicken wang. We're going to come in. But he already opened up a thing that said Batman knows what he's doing. He knows everything. And whether or not that's him or that's twisted and that was the the Joker, that I don't know. I
1: I want to say that Batman left in the note the idea that we know you're behind this, but also it's a mass vigilante who dressed up like a bat. Who gives a shit what he thinks?
2: But him coming back in, this isn't like like he's saying nobody i'll have no problem you still have a batman problem then. also
1: it's a batman problem but at this point in time he thinks he's about to give the killing blow to jim gordon all his problems in the gcpd will be solved so he's got to talk big at this point in time
2: i know that i thought you're gonna say that because because even then batman he he knows the connection i i he would be a, like, oh my God, and we're going to get rid of Gordon, but that Batman knows this. I think I'm afraid of the Dracula's, Gordon. And he's like, oh no, <laughs> it's so funny. When he's looking at it, there's the picture of Batman behind him. Oh, look at this guy. Look, <laughs> look at the Dracula's. I ain't no afraid of him. Uh, they call me the Batmans. Uh, but yeah, you have this. You, we see it all the time. Anytime you're going to, there's nothing clever about Gordon showing up at the GCPD saying you guys are all a bunch of assholes then them saying back you but watch yourself gordon we're going to take you down no you won't yes we will and that's what we always get there was nothing different or clever in this last and then gordon took down the clown. i mean is there anything in like I, I guess he says hey we're gonna go out to the bullpen here so i can kick your ass in front of everybody it's nothing No, so you you did have that clown say Hey, I was at a kid's party and the kid bit me because he wanted to see if I taste funny. I'm like, there you go. Great Eric joke. got his joke. He finally got his joke. I also actually, I'll give Chip Zdarsky that credit. That's, that's an old joke, but it still yeah. works. But also, but when they come in, it's like, okay, come on, sit down. And he's like, sit down. Sir. I'm more of a stand up. I'm like, that's pretty good. That's <laughs> a pretty good joker joke. That was pretty cool. And then you see, you know, the bombs going off and it just, it's a weird one to talk about because we actually already talked about everything. It's just
3: where not you have good. the
1: Joker in disguise. is just a birthday clown wanting to like you know have a, an assault charges raised on a child who bit him to see if he tasted funny. He's holding balloons stuff like that. He's in disguise, and the balloons they go off and explode. We're like oh my god, what was that? It's some explosion above us. What's above us? The armory and the jokers. Arm. I'm like, did those balloons go up, blow up a hole, and then weapons fell down? Is that what I, happened? I, I don't think so. I I don't know. I don't know.
2: It, it, they're actually, you say. There were a couple of progressions that I thought were a little off. Like I, I couldn't quite get it. But again, you're going to have even like a Dark night kind of play a bit with the, the death. There's just everything seems to want to say, hey, remember that. Not even that good a thing of things like that.
1: It's like, OK, I could see he's kind of doing that. But see, it's just it was weird. It, it well, even odd. the idea when we get to the future, because we've already seen the Jokerized Bat family who get put out in the streets. He's hoping that they don't hurt anybody. And when it's the end game between him and the Joker, you see Jason Todd show up in a red hood slash Batman looking uniform in the future. It's like, Jason Todd, my greatest failure, my son. But you know what? The Joker killed you. Like, yes, you, you hit all the points on Jason Todd. You, you could have even said, just said crowbar for no damn reason. <laughs> just throwing <laughs> that he in. Did. He's
2: like, after he's like, Jason Todd, my, my biggest failure, my son, Joker killed you. By
1: the way, crowbar.
3: And then he just walks away.
1: You have him say these things. He just, you know, sedates Jason. He goes out. That's all you have for Jason Todd. That's it. I don't even know why he needed to be here.
2: Yeah. Well, just to get that generic thing. And I think that what you have, it's a little removed. But Chip Zdarsky did did that, you know, urban legends, Jason Todd story. Is this supposed to be like, that's the, we finally ended it, Eric. The story is over. Finally there. For some reason, when you were saying the crowbar, I was going to make a really Crazy joke about a bar that Edgar Allan Poe, and I'm like, oh, that's the Raven. That's a Raven. <laughs> that doesn't make sense.
1: But I wanted the Crow bar. It'd
2: be pretty cool.
1: Pretty cool. Maybe, maybe it's the uh, the bar that Brandon Lee hangs out in. RIP. Oh,
2: yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's shooting blanks yeah. all the time. Stop that guy, it. Right? Shooting. I was. See, you <laughs> took it too far. Uh, he he was pretty good. That Brandon Lee, the Crow. I I didn't like. I was one of the only people. I didn't like the Crow. I was like, man, this is what a little too. I thought it was a little too dark here. I mean, I'm I'm talking like visually, like I was oh, I Like I can't see shit like there. And there. why it sting was in this edgy
1: mid to early '90s, Jim. That's what everybody wanted.
2: I meant sting for the police. Eric. I thought he I know. was there. I meant I thought it was Constantine You end up where all this going down again. Like we said, that we talked about it, and Gordon fights that lasts for a while hot mic of the security camera deal, but we never will fight. We don't know anything about that. We know he got arrested. Then we go, the weird bookend of those assholes in the bar and he just had the one, like, put on the game. And now, now we got to watch the news. I'm like, I kept thinking to myself at first, like, who are these? Like, I I, think, oh, those are those guys from before. And then Joker even shows up in a Rorschach type of deal. I expected him to say, uh, you know, you guys are now trapped in here with me when he locked the door. Like why really, not? Like, yeah, why not? Really, I mean, probably. I, I do think, too, that Gordon's uh, – I hope he has good dental insurance because McCloud activated his <laughs> dental planner. <laughs> At one point, it looks like he's losing a tooth, but it's going the wrong way. But he's – he got the – I'll tell you, he takes a, a licking and keeps on ticking. But overall, it was a mistake. Oh, one last thing because there's not really that much to talk about anymore. But I love where Gordon does beat up McCloud and then Batman is outside watching it. I wanted him to give the thumbs no, that's up. that's the thing.
1: Did you take it as Batman was actually watching him, or do you think he was just like, if the image of Batman was there, like he was present, like, you know, of the mind? When it says, and I don't think I'll have to do this alone, and it, if you see the panel that I'm talking about, oh, I'm i like, saw the panel, like with the, him through the window in the rain and stuff like that. I feel like it was just like of the Gordon's mind knowing he has a partner I now. didn't even get that far. What happened is this,
2: I, and I, you have to look at the page, and I don't think I'll have to do it alone. I'm like, Who's this Chadwick guy? I mean, maybe this guy's a stand-up <laughs> because it's right under the pedal. Oh, Batman out there. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's probably up to mind, but I still want to be Fred Savage and give him the thumbs up. Because even all this, I assume that like yo, Bruce is still at the manor and is hobnobbing, waiting for the Red Hood gang to show up. Yeah, but then if you look, it's like it, Batman's kind of a, a broken mirror thing there. Maybe that's you know foreshadowing, Eric. I, yeah. I don't in, know. In twenty In 20 years, Gordon will become the Batman. One of the things I did, I liked Bruce at the beginning when he's there hobnobbing as Bruce Wayne. And he, I got to see why my butler's not butler in. Like, in, in my mm, mind, yes. he's like saying that. And it's like he's trying to do the lingo and he's getting it wrong. But I do like when or, or Gordon, when Alfred says to him, so you're going to go downtown. He's right. At least Chip Siddarsky realizes that <laughs> Batman set up all of them to die if he leaves. And he says, listen, I would never leave anybody. To die and go, you know, to a beach and dress up like Magnum P.I. I'd never do that, Alfred. I'll never do it. Yeah. Uh, though I did like that that scene. I thought that was pretty cool. But overall, I, Chip Zdarsky, I, I had defended him at points, you know, saying, they well, do. he's doing the back God. Because people don't like that. But I do. I, I know your, your play and it almost has kept going. And in this, those wink-winks almost was the multiverse deal. And when you jump through the multiverse and you just have, oh, look. There's that Batman and that Batman. Like in this, it's like, oh, look, there's the bag from Batman. And I don't need that. I wanted a story yeah. and I wanted something that would prove to me we needed this year one. I,
1: I didn't think we did.
2: And I think I was vindicated Eric. I was right on I, the money. I'm just
1: saying, somehow, the like the story that everybody hates, Jeff Johns, the three Jokers, still is the top tier three Joker story. What you say? It's gone now. They they went, that the, gone. That's the worst. That's,
2: that's my the worst. Yeah, that's true. There's, your heart is so big. There's a lot of stories that can fit in there. Just crawl inside and do it. I said too, like, I figured by the end, we were going to get an origin. We were going to, even in year one, we're going to get more ramped up with the thing. And, but at the end, it's always ambiguous. That's what always drives me. I, I would have liked him bigger. <laughs> good
1: well, good just shit. imagine this. You know, if somebody was able to ask uh, an omnipotent kind of question, like Batman was able to do, what's the name of the Joker? There are three Jokers. If somebody had the same kind of thing, like who is Batman, would it say there are two Batman because of Zoranar? May- yeah,
2: maybe. No. Yeah, because they do call Batman of Zoranar. I thought he'd, y- you never can trust that Moby's chair. You didn't realize he's real big on the monkey pulse. <laughs> oh yeah!
3: But again, yeah, you still lined yeah, up in my mind shit. with four
2: jokers. Next thing, you're eating your, your own intestines and then shitting them out, and eating them again, shit like that. It goes wrong. But I'm rich. It's and, fine. Well, that's true. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're you're a basketball player, but you don't have a big penis. You know, stuff like that. Brandon Frazier. Yeah. Uh, it's weird though. Like, I really was that What Was that, bedeviled? It. What was that yeah, called? Yeah, but that, I was going to say bedazzled, but I think it's <laughs> bedazzled. <laughs> I think, and that's uh-huh. a remake too. But uh, that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, what would you give this? Uh,
1: I would give this a 5.5 out of 10. I think the art is fine throughout. It's just the story pretty much feels like it goes nowhere and doesn't really add anything interesting to the zero hour remake of a zero, a zero year (laughs) remake of Frank Miller's year one Batman story. Yeah. uh, What does Sammy say about
0: it?
1: Should I give
2: it? I just, you just showed me that we wasted three weeks of doing nothing and it Did it at a point again. the the whole thing we didn't even say we usually do when we talk about this book, especially in this in this year one that it's been disjointed. You end up Night terrors with a K, I don't know if you know that also Gotham War now this every time and it seems like at points you're kind of like well, even, okay, that. Okay, even what's the next? multiversal story
1: threw me out, and then we had to wait through night terrors and then Gotham War to get back to the story and now joker year one. but what I saw
2: as I was perusing out in the you know the the Wilderlands. Is that most most people, even people who were like, "Oh man, I didn't really love that multiverse shit, but yeah, you know what, the Gotham or that, but ooh, this failsafe, it's and then he does it again. Like I actually saw people finally getting excited about the book, and people were even arguing with me that I was too low on some of that and we haven't had that in a while, and I'm like, "Oh man, why'd you do this, And then you do this, and it's nothing. It did nothing except maybe, like I said, get three issues in so you could get that 150 because I do think something's going to happen after Absolute Power, Eric. But we'll move on to the next book, which I'll actually have something to ask you about about the Absolute
1: Power in this But What are we talking about, Eric? Superman number 11, written by Joshua Williamson, with art by David Baldion, Rex Locus, and Ariana Mayer. And we're continuing our story now that Batman is back from the Old West. When he goes to Super Cool to find out that the Lex Luthor Revenge Squad has taken over everything. And Alita Luthor's like, you got to run, Superman. You can't be here. They're going to hurt you. And with that, we have a bunch of flashbacks to when Superman was in the Old West to try to get us back up to speed here. And figure out what's going on and why we have a Superman Revenge Squad with some mysterious person in Lex Luthor Power Armor. It's his mother. Oh, no. The only other person
3: it could be. There's there's somebody else really in the book. What is it, it's the thing, it's,
1: there, there is nobody else in the book, but even her turn to where she hates Lena, it feels just so forced Fuck out of know. nowhere. It's yeah, just, I,
2: I, I, I love Lena.
1: Yes do you why. like her? Lena's, Lena's one of the best parts of this book, and the one thing I do appreciate in this, which feels like it should have been something in the first issue that she was introduced, is you get the backstory in Lena, because we've been so far removed from Lena Luther that they felt like Joshua Williamson, I think, finally realized, oh shit, I gotta tell people who this is and why she got brainiac
2: shit on her head. It's fine. Now, I will point out, because, and not to throw shade, Eric, it, it's just throw out because people, will say, you did say Batman in the Old West. I don't want people, you just, oh, did I? You I'm sorry, Superman. That, It's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to mention, sometimes, I usually just let it go, and then somebody will, go, why did Eric say that? I'm like, because he's a dummy sometimes. But uh when you get into this, I want to ask you about Lena, because what we have coming up, Brainiac story, right? That's yeah. going to be the big event in this, a crossover in these books. But did you see the team of the absolute power, where you have, like, Sister Brainiac, and I'm afraid. Oh, I didn't. I didn't I'm see afraid, all. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a like a girl brainiac, and I'm i I'm afraid it's Lena.
1: Well, the thing is, I'm afraid it'll be Lena too. But also, I think this could lead to some great stuff with Lena in the future. The idea that she was the avatar for Brainiac 13, but Lex had purged her of all the Brainiac stuff. I still think that she has the ability to be a conduit for Brainiac, given the, his technology and stuff. So when you have her introduced again, I think he'll be able to take her over from what she was previously. And,
2: and here's the thing: it it will. It makes sense story. And it really, when I saw that, and I read that description of that. It was it driving me nuts. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, I hope it's not Lena. And then when I read the issue and he specifically holds your hand finally to tell you that brainiac connection, then, yeah, I mean, we knew something was going to happen. Well, when I'm telling brainiac you, think shows it's,
1: up, but- whether it's going to be a connection that you needed this information for people, because how long has it been since Lena luther has been around? You know, you, you needed this.
2: And you know what? I can't throw any shade, even if it's a little late because I'm still waiting for it. And the birds of prey to tell people who sinners. like, th- again, <laughs> another character that people are like who the hell is this? Everybody loves. Oh my God. But what I, I, it, this is the thing with Lena, when you have this and if she becomes, I, I want to, I don't know why it's that sister shadow that now I want to say sister Brady but mm-hmm. it will make sense in the story of, Oh, Lex, you screwed her all those years. And I think that, before that, as we get towards that, he'll, you know, show that he really does like Lena, but it'll bet. But I, I like Lena personally. I don't want it to happen because then she's a big baddie. She a baddie. And I don't want that, but it would make for sense for the time
1: but. being during absolute power. Cause I feel the idea, if you have her be a part of Brain, I get her all brainiac up again. It gives her something special on top of being a Luther to where she could be a part of some kind of younger super team. She's and be a
3: awesome. brainiac
1: brain. I could do that. <laughs> we, we've
2: been wanting to do that for about 10 years. Definitely. Uh, so. When you get into this issue, there, there are some cool, th- like things do tie in, like, Hey, there's Parasite. Ooh, we were experimenting on, on Bizarro. Bizarro. That, that stuff was like so quick that I do like seeing that. Like, oh, we did, but things in this, like really ramp up to like push forward in a way
1: that I thought was a little bit. Well, everything for the most part needs to be on the nose, very specific, which will point you in that direction. It be, almost becomes a paint by numbers in the storytelling, because even the idea of Grafton Farm using all of these things with Parasite, Silver Banshee, Bizarro, who was his physiology, to figure out how to specifically make synthetic kryptonite to how they want to use it. it's like. And then Superman, we heard that one point, even though red kryptonite has a different effect on you every time, at one time it made you angry. So this one makes you angry and i'm like all right no and
2: i i'm glad you brought that up because i specifically that's one of the one things i wanted to don't you think they should have said in this whether or not because it's synthetic you can actually say it's, say the red kryptonite t- is different for each person so i already know that you get angry so you're angry that is like a set thing even though and i'm saying it's synthetic that he but now he's like it could turn anything but i think it's going to make you angry because you're angry before. Be, yeah. i'm like yeah, well, why would you do that? It's why why, would, I why can't even say I suppose, that?
1: Why even pl- pl- turn that up? We learned that red kryptonite has a different effect on you every time, but we specifically made sure that this version makes you angry. Yeah, say
2: something like, but they just say, eh, we'll throw it out there. Maybe you'll get angry. And you did. <laughs> but and again,
1: I, you, you have these characters like Grafton Farm who feel like they've been plotting shit for decades at this point. Actually, I say that, I think they were relying on in the Old West time, so over a century, I'm guessing, that, but they've been plotting things for a long time. But the idea, when you put all the synthetic kryptonite together, they have all this, all the smarts in the world. They're just as smart as Lex Luthor, as far as I'm concerned, with what they're doing. They never had the idea that Superman might be angry at them too once they infect him. I'm like, you're a bunch of dummies.
3: And you know what?
2: It's funny because when you get that reveal, it almost is like I think that Chip, uh, Chip Zdarsky, uh, Joshua Williamson, like it's on him too. Like he thought this was going to be a real big deal. Also, at the end, just to spoil, and then we'll go through it a little bit tighter. But at the end, the big reveal of oh no, Lex Luthor was evil in the past? I can't believe it. He, well, oh my God, the- he was doing bad things. So I'm like, yeah, that's what he did. Even this would be reveal. no surprise.
1: I I know that we have to try to take Lex Luthor down with all the things he loves. He loves Metropolis. They're going to kill all the people in Metropolis using synthetic kryptonite because we've made sure to make kryptonite so it doesn't hurt superman it hurts normal people with like more than ex- like long-term exposure like lex Luthor had previously i'm like why didn't you just use poison because they're people i don't understand why it has to be synthetic kryptonite that kills the people because when people are almost, not superman. and that's the
2: weird thing the idea of this is almost like a normal people version of why every time you get tracks. the flash like you have the flash every villain has to either be fast or slow like, really? And then so in this, it's like, well, I have to tie it into kryptonite. So what I'll do is, and th- I love where Joshua is. Really? Well, he thinks this. It's going through his head. And he's like, well, I could say that these people will get cancer, but I don't know if I'm going to be around in 30 years when they do. So I'll mention that. But then I up the end, like, why even, like he mentions things like that red kryptonite. All you have to do is like, haha, red kryptonite and absolutely men get angry because you're referencing something. And now it's a wink wink. You don't have to say, Oh, I think this, and then when he says that, it's like three steps to get to
1: gassing people, which you said, it's just What's poison, man. It's the thing, like, what, why does it have to be kryptonite? Just use poison. They're people. The only, the only thing that you would it say. It came from Super Corp. You could say it's from Lex Luthor. The yeah, end. Yeah. And, and the, the only, I guess the
2: only thing that would be, but they don't say it like, oh, and guess what, Superman? You can't stop it because it, it affects you as well. But this seems to be like a, a, a transmutated let's backwards engineer. Like it might not. I don't know. I don't know for weird. some reason, when I read
1: it, I read it as it doesn't affect Superman. It just affects yeah, that's people. that's what I'm saying. So it makes it even worse. Like you're
2: gas. Guess. Gas. Guess. Let's uh, just say that Lex was doing this, and then you throw in the chain. To the chain is kind of a cool deal, but we don't Kinda. know too much. And the kind of is, hey, I want to kill that Superman. No. Oh man. Hey, I want to fly. Come- no. At every how every, every time I don't? see
1: the chain though, it looks like John Romita Jr. drew him. It, is it weird. always looks like a version of something that John Romita Jr. would draw for how like, you know, square and lanky he is. Yeah. It it looks like
2: uh what's his name? It did that Spider-Man Rain, uh, that it was Doc Ock. The dead Doc mm-hmm. Ock looks exactly like him too, but it does look like John Romita Jr. Maybe that's a little shout out. I don't know. Also, I want to mention that I did like the look of Farm back in the day, and the old Wesley looked like Nelly from <laughs> from the old little, little house in the prairie. And yeah. every time I see him now, I'm like, you ain't so tough. You used to look like Nelly. Like look at you. Uh and really, uh do you do you go with me that farm he he needs to up his game? He he's the dud of the two because Graf is so in your face with his craziness
1: and you know all that. I don't know. That, that that long white hair on Farm just standing around the, like in the background, like he's almost like uh Dr. Satan from House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm like, you know what, he don't need to say shit, he just gotta stand there and be menacing looking. You have Graft be the hype man. What is the deal going like at this
2: point, you end up having the the gas like at the beginning, the gas, the kryptonite deal. And Farm has a a gas mask on. But Graf uh-huh. doesn't. You see, like fuck it? the thing is, Farm always has that on though. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, that is true. I I swear I saw his face, but yeah, I guess that is. I I just thought it was that graph's like, ah, I'm fucked. He's got up the anyway. asthma. Like I'm <laughs> fucked up anyway. Yeah, th- these kids had problems. I do think it's it's weird. I get scared for Graph when you see the. I don't know why they did the one panel where it's like the chained and then form a graph on that pl- like so far away, just in that one deal. I'm like, you better watch it, Graph. You're gonna slide. <laughs> you're gonna roll off. You're gonna be holy rolling right off, right out that thing. It's weird uh but they get
1: superman they want him on their side
2: lena well, even, was trying to stop that with
1: when they were trying to like, you know, lock down the building because Graft and Farm are coming again, then we have to make sure that the chain doesn't get released. We have Letitia Luther in the power suit, making sure that she blows away Mercy Graves and make sure that nobody can activate the fail and stuff like that. It's just like, you little bitch. I was on an aisle with you for all this time. You still go back to your father. This is my company. I'm like, this, this heel turn of Letitia. You can kind of see it coming because obviously as we talked about before. She's the only other like newly introduced character to be in that power suit. It just, it feels out of nowhere. Like I, she kept talking how much shit how Lex with didn't care about you. He sent you away, but in the long run it's like, I don't care about you either. I'm yeah the power that's to that your was weird now.
2: And I thought you it My you'd company. be you'd be better served where both of them love Lena. Now, Lex, at the one point, you have Lena asked L, you know, L L O one, the crystal yeah, Street deal, and say, Hey, what tell me about myself. Basically, what she's doing is a lot of people when they they google themselves and like oh there's oh, yeah. nothing there like I, i'm not yep. i'm a nobody i'm gonna jump off that bridge but you end up where she does that i love where she gets upset because what is in the system does just feel like a little more even actually Daddy but more, gave
1: me away
2: it's more of just a like a, a basic bitch type thing she's like oh that's all i am to him and you know the grandma letitia's there to yell and scream about it but I was like, what What else did you want him to say? Did you want this, you know, thing to go, and he loves you so much? Like, it's so <laughs> weird. But what I thought you'd be better served is the idea where there's Lena. Lex actually does love her, but he was, a, you know, all this deal, See put her away because he was afraid things and he was he felt bad, whatever after he gave her away for power and so he didn't want to have anything happen but i also wanted Letitia to love her too that was like the kind of tug of war well especially Letitia with all this yeah and it, it isn't she just ends up and I, I don't know if Joshua williamson thinks that oh that makes her really evil but it just didn't feel right it, it felt like I don't know, like dirty.
3: I I don't know. I don't know if it puts more
1: of a chip on her shoulder later on, but I do like from what we have with Lena Luthor's background, where she was given away, became an avatar for Brainiac thirteen before Lex got her back and like you know took all the stuff out of her, sent her to that island to keep her safe and out of comic books for like you know twenty years. I just want this to be one of those things where, like, Lex Luthor, he knows he done fucked up. At the time, he was all... Like, Power Man didn't care about his ch- child and stuff like that. But now, in his older age, she's all grown up. He wants to be a father to the point where she becomes a Jason Todd, one of the, like, you know, his greatest failure because he wasn't there to be the father he needed to be for her. I want that for Lita. But, you know, with that less, you know, crowbars and death. Loved well,
2: yeah, yeah, you know, but now it's going to be brain- crowbars and brainiac. But you end up where... <laughs> In this, and also she's got the Beats on, pretty cool, I, I actually Wanted it, to see her, it's pretty cool I wanted to see her interact with some of the other characters I thought that this would be really cool, especially Like you said, Lex trying to do good Especially because he's trying to be good I would love the idea of Lex Having to actually go to Superman And ask advice, but it's, it's like Father advice, like and, it'd be great, he's like Hey, what should I do? Superman Says whatever, and then Lex goes Why am I listening to you? You left
3: your kid in a volcano yeah, And the walks thing. away
1: that's the thing it's like like i need some advice make sure she never goes on a like an outer space jaunt with her grandfather yeah that, that's end. it
2: the end uh, it'd be great she, hey my daughter she wants to go and hang out in a volcano no i say no, no but i would have liked that i would have like i would have loved to see like
1: when we have a well, we character. can still have that
2: well we can but i think they're gonna end up making her bed. and the picture i saw I don't know if there's any coming back here. It looks, and we it st- looks we bad. still have
1: a few months until that and even after that I things hope can we always do get it, that. because
2: uh, characters like Alex, where I he's even a little more you know crazed up uh, like a Damien Wayne. People don't oh, Damien I don't like him because he's just miserable and he's evil and he's bad and he's this but you, they haven't read where when Damien shows his true feelings of his heart it makes that much better and I think Lex is definitely that kind of guy when you actually see definitely. especially where we were playing at one point in this which I wish that they would have continued at one point, but the idea of Superman not thinking that Lex was on the up and up. And I like that idea where Lex just kind of kept showing I'm on the up and up. They were doing that actually at the same time. It kind of both of them kind of fizzle up, but the uh, Norman Osborn with Peter over in amazing Spider-Man, it was cool to just keep seeing. And then you do get that buildup of, are you ever going to trust me? And it, it kind of, Actually, reminds me of an argument me and my wife have all the time about certain <laughs> things. I, I want to see more of that. And it just I don't know the way this is going and the way that you push forward here. I saw the thing with the sister brainiac. And I'm sure that if I think about it, since it's Joshua Williams, he, he, he thinks he has some crazy, clever name. That's probably bullshit. That's like an opposite thing. Laniac. I don't know. But I think that everything pushing Liniac. forward. But yeah, what? Leany Lena yeah. And like, that's what she was called yeah. before, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that how as we're, things are going to get left behind and some of the things and some of the reasons why we've enjoyed this book are those little things like a Jimmy, which he's, you know, right now, but dating silver banshee. Yeah. But we had to push that aside. I think that that's probably and hopefully why they're going to have him go on action comics after Jason Aaron's Pizarro story. Then maybe we will have a little bit more room for these, but I really want more Lena. Even in this, she's great. She ends up i am he's just so alive.
1: afraid though when alex with her tells superman after he cures him the red kryptonite by stabbing him in the chest of the green kryptonite to counteract because he's like i hope it, i thought that might work but it did good but like the idea is like oh we gotta stop them like no superman see this the thing is i have to apologize this isn't their plan this was my plan from decades ago where i created the whole idea of using kryptonite to kill people i just hope that the idea once we finish this and like save the day that like superman looks at him, like you mean to tell me you've been a bad guy all along? How dare you, Lex! I hope this just doesn't put that wedge between them. You know what would have been really cool if you would have
2: done it. He in feels a way sorry where for this. Lex kept doing so; like he'd slip away, and he was doing something. And and in that Superman after the sees like surveillance or Lena, maybe fine. And it looks like oh my god, this isn't from a long time ago. Lex has still been trying to do something with this, but then we find out later he was actually realizing. This might be a problem And he was trying to get An antidote or something You could twist it around But it would have been A cool play But I, I at the end When you go Oh my god Lex Luthor was fucking around With some kryptonite shit From, but Yeah Like really yeah. Like well, what's going on I wanted Superman Like listen I'm angry right now But I'm not dumb Like this is normal stuff You're not wowing me With this And it was weird I do like where When I, I, I Pictured when he's gonna Stab Superman With the green kryptonite That he's like I guess it was Patricia Arquette In Pulp Fiction when they're going to they're gonna get a Thurman with the thing, oh. and she's like grinning and all exactly. Like and then I, I thought you could have played a little better Was it Patricia Arquette? It was. Was it Patricia? It was one of the Arquettes. It wasn't David okay. Arquette. I know that. But when at the end, I thought you were going to get more of that humorous deal of, oh, my God, that was so awesome. When did you figure out that worked? And like Twisted into a real uh-huh. joke, he's like, uh, uh, today? Like I was today years old when I like something like that. It would have been pretty cool. Uh But yeah, Letitia's bad. She yep. sh- she shows up and Lena's looking. Lena's the one who looks in and sees the kryptonite. She's on the case. One thing too, Mercy when you have all this shit, she does realize Superman shouldn't be around. So when when they break into when Farm and Graff get there, she says, "Oh God, they can't be." There. But also, she starts activating her Lazarus Rain deal, and then it just gets kind of pushed aside. I'm like. Yep, that's about the most we've got. That,
1: that Lazarus yep. Reign. It's a good thing that we turned nothing. freaking Mercy Graves into a, I don't even know what you would it's call it. Voldarian cyber- DNA, right? Essentially, it's Voldarian DNA. I was even thinking about the X-Men character random at this point. It's like, yeah, we, she could have weapon arms if she wants. Lazarus Reign. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we have so many things. Joker. That's But what, and even the idea of that, and then I like I, I get to the end of this issue where it says, next issue, Lex Luthor versus the truth. And I think to myself, is that the DCYOU version of the truth or Brian Michael Bendis' version of the truth, or is it a new truth?
2: It might be a new truth, but at least
1: it doesn't oh, boy, say new truth.
2: next baseball. You know, I couldn't take that. But yeah, uh, like I said, Lena is showing her smarts. I, I yeah, do want to say great. I'm looking at it too, when Letitia shows up, Mercy's hand, it's not really Well done of what's happening there It looks like she's holding some like Avant-garde art piece type deal It's like a bunch of mangled fucking metal And shit, I'm like, well, oh We call man. that her body, Jim, don't body shame people She still has like fingers protruding Nobody's reacting, then the blowing up goes And she has the gun arm, but then it disappears I'm like, oh shit, I wanted to see gun arm uh, But yeah, I like where they're like, daddy Don't do this, and I'm like, I'm not there That's <laughs> somebody else Oh, It's, it's, it's grandma and then yeah, and she starts talking shit. So there's the idea of one other thing when Superman shows up and he died. I like that. The progression where he, one panel zoom, zoom, he goes and grabs Lex and brings him back. And he's angry. Lex says,
1: I'm angry, Superman, because of the red kryptonite.
2: And then, and then Lex goes, nobody likes an angry Superman. I'm like, oh, somebody was on Twitter. <laughs> that made me laugh. So I, I almost took that you tell me if you got i don't think you'd get the same feeling because i'm wacky but i got the idea of him saying that also the next line is nobody likes a good lex Luthor," and i'm afraid that we're going to not really have this for too long either and i like
1: it we, we had it before where it's like let's turn lex Luthor good and you know what? It was fun juxtaposition to where we always have with Lex Luthor, and they ended it way too soon. Here we are, so many years removed that we get to explore it again. If they take this away from me again, I'm going to cause a riot.
2: Yeah, and just to tell everybody, and they may cancel us or get mad at us, we like oh God, why we a canceled? good Lex Luthor. Because <laughs> <laughs> we like a good Lex
1: Luthor. Isn't that cancelable? Well, the idea, not even a good Lex Luthor, but a Lex Luthor who is on the side of right, but also like, you know, he's usually on the side of right to a degree for what he feels is right, but also is willing to work with Superman is not is doing more than just holding a freaking lifelong grudge against the Man of Steel. I want that. I want them to be able to work together for a better tomorrow. And it's awesome when you get to see it.
2: And I think if you did keep this going, which they never do, it's weird. I don't think that I don't really hear that many people. Oh, I don't read that Superman book because Lex is good because he's still kind. he's still Lex. I mean, Joshua yeah. Wilson is doing a good job with Lex and if you did this long enough, because they always pull it back, if you did it long enough, you do end up running into some, you know, things where Superman might think they should do things one way and Lex says no this other way, and they could butt heads, but that doesn't mean he has to go back to being evil then. You yeah. know, it's and like we said, Lex, the reason why we like him so much. It's not just that he's a villain that thinks he's right. A lot of times in the real world, us looking in, he kind of is. I mean, usually I'll tell you why I know why Lex is. Hashtag Lex Luthor was right. You know why Lex, I know he's good and why he actually means it. This is the prime time where Lex would be. He'd be on TV yelling about them titans. From here to Sunday. Oh, look at these aliens. Like, he'd be yelling about aliens and, and I I can't,
1: I can't even say that the time frame is correct for how I'm going to describe it, but this is how I remember, at least. We had Super Lex going around doing cool super stuff until he realized that Superman still don't trust him and treats him like a baddie. Now he's mad. And all of a sudden he goes and becomes Apex Lex and turns with the mother of freaking, like the, the mother of creation. Like, uh, what the hell is her name now? What was Perpetual. her name? Because I was, Perpetual. Perpetual. I was, I was about to say Pandora for some reason, <laughs> but I got stuck on that. But no, he teams up with Perpetual to destroy the multiverse. I'm like that's a bit of a that's a bit of a leap from where we were. I don't <laughs> know like why you jumped idea. from this to that. I love the idea,
2: man. You don't trust me that I'm good. I'm going to be the worst then. But that's what happens. It's always leading to that. It always ends up being well. You don't trust me. You don't trust me. I, again, I hear this a lot in the house, Erica. I'll tell you later. But you end up where it, I don't want that. I. These characters, and when they, when people talk about the stuff, yeah, we want to have the characters be within, you know, A, write the characters as the character. We don't need exactly. to have Power Girl show up page and she's punching fucking portals and reading mocks. Like, that's weird. But the characters do have to progress. It's something that you have, it drove you nuts with the Titans. It drove uh-huh. you, know, like, at some point, even if they, if, if they're not allowed to grow older, and I'm not talking like Connor Ken, I'm just saying, you know, editorial type deal. They still need to progress a bit as characters And this is a good progression for Lex And I like I said, you can still butt heads But I want to see him Fatherly advice, I want to see him Eat dinner over right there I want to see him trying And I I do like a play too Because remember how much him and John Were going at each other And because and Take LX. Even, Remember and he threw it down there But what I liked then was It was almost like, you know, you're not my superman, <laughs> Get out of here, but I would like to have, maybe John doesn't trust him as much as, like, there's some fun things you could do. There might even be a I, thousand I, I, I stories. Still, I still want Lex to be a mentor of John at some point. Yeah, yeah, maybe Lizzie he can mentor. Uh There's a lot of, that would be great to have this idea where you think that Lex is, like, so evil. But he actually is, like, on the slide because he thinks that Superman would never approve or whatnot. And he's actually helping out, like, John and Damien and all of them. It would be really neat. Giving him some cash, right? Some candy. I don't know. Some Bibbo's there. Candy? Bibbo's there with his van. Sus is out. Tired Jim's back. People are starting to get on. This tired Jim never left. Uh, people are getting on the Bibbo train. I got two messages in the past two weeks. The terrible <laughs>
1: train. About Sus. Get off that train. <laughs> I'm like, it's working. It's, it's just working. Jim talking about touching kids. Why are you want to be a part of that train? You know train? what
2: else up this deal? I love Bibbo so much. I just say it to get you mad. That and so fucking Penguins. Uh, but yeah, at the end you have the big reveal. Oh no, Lex! Lex used to be bad. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, he was bad! I can't believe it. I, I don't understand. There
1: are things in this book that I do enjoy with Leon Luther and even some of the ideas of synthetic kryptonite, just because you can do different cool stuff with it. And even the idea of a Lex Luther revenge squad, I think, is cool. How we get everywhere by the end feels very forced, though, and it's just it's not the greatest issue overall, even though it looks good. And there's still some things you can enjoy from it. So we have the six point three out of ten.
2: See, I, I'll give it a 6.5. Uh, what I was thinking then is, because the, the basis of this, the kind of like, hey, what's the clever deal, is, well, what what is most important to Lex? If you're Lex Revenge Squad, what would be the thing that you would try to take away or do to him? And you kind of gave me an idea, and you could have used the red kryptonite, because Lex, really, one of the big things is, at this point, he wants Superman to trust him. He wants Superman to be nice to him, and, and they're working together. Maybe he could have worked that red kryptonite to be a deal where do it on the sly. And then Superman goes off and like, Lex, you piece of crap. Like, I never try. Like, he might say some crazy. Stuff saying, and then
1: if you, if you get to that point and this is what makes Lex Luthor go bad again, I'm going to th- throw a riot again.
2: I would have loved it, though, where you have that. Like, that's their plan. Like, they they want. Uh, Let's get him mad. He'll go to Lex. Lex, that's a big thing. And he'll lose he his mind. Don't. And then what happens then? In the plan, I'm farm your graph. The idea, Damn right. then he, Lex goes, he tries to get bad. It didn't work the last time. Apex Predator, I saw his ass crash into the earth when, when that, but Superman would then be after Lex. And now you do your fucking shit on this. I think it works great. It would have been a really cool idea, but it would have been here in my play. Lex then says, No, Superman, I know something's affecting you because I know we're besties, right? It <laughs> works. And then you're like, Oh, we did it. But yeah, 6'5 besties. besties, BFFs, Eric is what the kids call it. but. Yeah, that, it's it's not, it's one of those, we talk later, we'll be talking about Nightwing and the Titans. It kind of fits in that mold as well. Like, I, I want it more. We got some okay stuff, but at the end, I'm like, eh, you know, it's better than Batman Joker year one. I'll tell you that, but we're going to move <laughs> and on. And a lot to- of
1: it feels forced to get you where you need to be and feels a little bit too late for the explanations that you needed.
2: Yeah. And, and usually when that happens, we, we'll see it at the end of a mini series, like we're like, yeah. Oh, like. Ram v starts throwing things because oh shit i didn't know you know a lot of people but we know that so i think it's all to get to this
1: it it just kind of feels though like a joshua williamson story where he's put too much together and realizes oh shit i have to put like i have to finish what i'm doing right now and i have to tell people what's going on because it just gets away from him
2: yeah i i said at points i'm not throwing shade at joshua williamson yeah it might be shade but i recognized when I see his writing any of an in interviews that how I get to like, I got this week where I want to do one thing and I'm like, Oh, that would be neat. And I'll do that. And then you kind of run out of time and shit. And I think that's how he writes his stories. He, he thinks of neat things, but he's got to put those aside for maybe the next arc or pace them out a little better. But at this point, he is definitely setting us up to get to that brainiac story, especially the exposition on, on Lena it just kind of came out of nowhere. But not out of nowhere because we needed it. But we'll move on to the next book, which uh, is... We just did... You've made the joke. We did Batman. Then we did Superman. Now we're doing Batman and Superman. World's finest. I was wondering... I'm really going to lean on you on this one because a lot of people really loved this and said that it has no effect on anything so i want to see what old eric it just James feels says. so
1: weird for the idea though for everybody being together like under a gog spell at this point in time where superman after this would just go and for like you know pretty much just like say he, he's gonna give up it just feels weird for everything that we had to, for this but i know that you could say like specter made the people forget about this but the older superman he Superman
2: didn't get to tell him. He walked in. It's weird. It's it's weird. We'll we'll do this. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Batman Superman World's <laughs> Finest number twenty four. Doesn't seem like there were that many issues. Mark White writing. Dan Mora. Tamra Vallone. Steve Wands. And that's it. was <laughs> the, the oh, people no, here. Yeah. And so here we go. And Kingdom Come story coming to a conclusion. When this week was coming up, I'm like oh shit, this is a big week. We get the end of the Joker Year One. We're at the end of this Kingdom Come deal. I kept saying, "There's." You even said, "There's no way that Mark Wade's going to do anything that's going to ruin his Kingdom Come deal. That's the money maker. I don't think it would anyway. I, I have a feeling that uh, you know most people are going to get Kingdom Come. They don't really care what's happening in, in World's Finest at, at this point. That would ruin it, but it's still kind of a weird play. But when you go into it, it does feel a little weird. Looks great, and I that do amazing. like a lot of people uh, pointed out, like. Dark side has become a little bitch. Like he—he's not very imposing anymore. When he shows up, this maybe it's over saturation. He is fucking evil.
1: Who is being the dark side with his hands behind his back, walking, doesn't give a shit about anybody because he's the motherfucking dark. Side. Like, yes, this is the dark side that you want to see, and maybe it is. He will become a little bitch in the future because this takes place in the past. <laughs> I, just, I actually thought that. I'm like, what happened there? Who broke your heart? Uh, we need
2: your groove back. When he's when he's doing it too, that's the best. Like. Maybe some people would, you know, almost want to have him talking a lot of shit. You know, hey, I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys up, Dark Side. And also, like, hey, Dark Side is, you know what I'm saying? Like, but no, <laughs> Dark Side in this is like he shows up. This is doing the events podcast with Dr. Matt. We've had a couple of the events with Dark Side, and this is Dark Side where he just walks around. And even when he joins up with the heroes, even like, you know that he's going to go bad and he doesn't even pretend that he's not. And he just walks around like a badass and doesn't he doesn't have to say anything. And that's how this isn't it. It works out. I love this dark set. The story. I, t- I just thought you were going to get more of a
1: spelled out conclusion. I, I Do really you have thought dark side show up at the end of the last issue. I'm like, oh, my God, shit is about to get real. And dark side does show up. And we spend the majority of the issue. I feel. Well, that's it. There's two majorities in my mind. Either we're just saying dark side just take everybody's punches and just throw them aside like they're nothing. And then at the end, where Spectre tells us what Kingdom Come was. Those are the two majorities of what it feels like. Hey, you want to have a quick recap of Kingdom Come? Well, that'll be the end. The beginning will be dark side looking all badass, which. He is badass. But the whole big catalyst of like pretty much everybody giving up on David, who has become Magog, is because Darkseid, he wants the anti life equation piece that's inside Gog's mind. And we got to make sure that he can't get to that. And everybody is failing. Everybody's getting thrown left and right, can't do shit against Darkseid. Two Supermen can't do shit against Darkseid. So uh, David Magog does the only thing he could think to do at that point in time. He uses the power that God gave him to kill Gog. And then, oh my God. What have you done David there's always another way and everybody just looks at David like he just shit the bed and Darkseid's like look I don't even give a shit about you I'm going back to my planet fuck this place and I'm like the resolution to it is so weird because we have to get David on the path that he will become it's the like god thing. we know in kingdom come and it's just like even the like the 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 way that everybody treats him like shit at the end it's just such a weird way for him to go up and say look my ends justify the means and I'm going to continue to do this like by the end do you think that David remembers any of this that I, you, uh, transpires? I guess because it, it's such a weird idea.
2: If you were going to have like, what's something background with the specter, you would think that Batman would say, well, uh, because they even go, like you said, when, once they have, it's a wonderful kingdom come and start going around and looking Hey, well, what's going to happen here? Well, let me show you. And they're going, I just kind of rolled my eyes, but in the deal, I think he would know, but it's just, weird. It, it's weird by the end. I, I think it looks great. And I'm telling the one panel where Darkseid just like is backhanding People as he's walking around He's barely even looking at him like boom And then he's talking a little shit and then he goes But the idea after I thought was forced Where there's David and he ends up Realizing okay I gotta kill Gug Now he is hiding at one point Which Batman I don't know why he has to Throw that much shit out later but When he does this and then Darkseid Says well you know I'm not, I'm not Here to fight anybody Like This is bullshit I came for one specific Thing it's not here now I'm gonna go home David starts like, "Oh, really? You're not so big there." And he's like, "Listen, d- don't <laughs> start talking shit because you know I might you change are my shit mind." Underneath my yeah, shoe, yeah, get he's the the like, hell basically, like, don't look at me as, and he says, "Don't take anger as you know respect or thing." I'm mad that this, but why the fuck am I going to waste any energies? These omega beams—they don't come cheap. I'm going to get out of here, and later on, watch yourself because I might come and get you. And then he leaves, and then David's like. Whoa, suck it, bitches I thought he was going to do the DX Like, hey, look at me And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa And it's like sort of like to get him to be like what he'll end up against, It just felt forced It felt weird At that point, I thought that maybe you just play the Oh, man, you know, he wanted praise He thought they were going to come and say And they're going to talk shit Of course, it's Batman screaming and yelling at him But in the meantime, it just felt forced Because we're almost at the end there I'm
1: like, okay, and then Superman with the Spectre and things just pop because Yeah, the Spectre shows up and it's like, all right, time for you guys to go home. Didn't need to intervene because everything did exactly what need to do. But what about David? Oh, let me show you the kingdom come timeline right now, boys. Let's go to the future so I can show you the images of the of the future. And then even by the end, am like, I will take you to the furthest bit of the future where David is mourning his decisions at the big old, like, cemetery for where everybody died in the Kansas explosion. He's like, they just made me a weapon, just like the Superman said all them 50 years ago. And then, Superman? You're my Superman. You don't got to be a weapon no more, David. You can be a better you. Yes, I can, Superman. I'm going to lead the next generation and not be the Magog that I was. <laughs> but he already was. Yep. So weird. So weird. So but there's never, it's never too late to change, even if you kill thousands of people. He's like, really? Really? Yep. That's what I said to Lex. But he's a villain
2: again later. Even when they're doing, I do like when the Spectre shows up, because I swear to God, the only reason it was is it's like Mark Wade says, OK, what you have to do is make him look like Alex Ross when he shows it. Make him look like From the Kingdom Come. And he does. It looks great. I don't know. Like, holy shit. But me and you were talking and it was weird because you weren't really spelling you were mentioning it but there was never a real push of how the fuck are we going to get back to our like they seemed to just like yeah things will work out we'll we'll figure it out by the end and so when the specter shows up i'm like oh okay i i guess i can appreciate that mark Wade knew this was going to happen so you're not going to waste too much time doing other bullshit but still it felt weird like the idea of like Oh, shit. Hey, Spectre, can you take somebody Spectre to me isn't a guy who's going to give you the... Okay, like they sit down and he's doing a slideshow. And then this happens to the old old Superman goes over to the the farm. It
1: just felt it's weird. It's such a weird thing because I'm actually paging through right now because I think I still have it in my mind that Spectre made everybody forget because it's the only way the story worked in my mind. And I'm reading really, like... No, I don't think Spectre actually did that, this issue. I think everybody remembers everything that happened right here, and that being the case when, like, you know, Magog goes and kills somebody, even the idea that they let Magog still be Magog after all the outrage, they killed this god, this first world god that was taking over everybody on this world, like, why would anybody not keep an eye on David or even the idea of what they experienced with this multiversal Superman and Batman who of their world, I just don't see how we get to the kingdom, come at this point in time for what they understand from this story yeah, alone. And,
3: and, and
2: like you said, at one point, Superman is trying to tell old Superman, like, you know, what's going to happen because they know that shit goes bad. They, you know, yeah. they don't know. They want to see the particulars and the little, you know, like fill in the cracks that they know they were at a cemetery. And everybody was dead. And they know, you know, McGog, David, and he's going to say, and then like, no, no, I actually would have liked this idea. Maybe this does make things weird, but yeah, Specter can everybody's mind. It gets wiped right, and then you have like Batman wakes up in the manor, and then you see Superman's getting out of the shower, right? Sexy, right next <laughs> to him. So you have that. Yeah, the Bobby Ewing <laughs> thing. But yeah. in in this deal, I would have loved to have had the idea where Magog, David, he everybody's mind. They don't remember. Somehow we find out in a way Old Superman does remember And he still ends up going off to the farm because of him thinking that he's, you know, not needed or wanted and you, so then you still have that I think it makes it stronger then I, I think From it be all cool. the talk
1: that young Superman gave him the idea, like, you're not doing your job, you didn't do things right, you feel like that would stay in the background of his mind going forward, knowing that this other version of him talked about some terrible future because of something he did, then even the idea, like, you know, not only just the old Superman of Kingdom Come, but our Superman, knowing that in the future of this timeline, which is so similar to ours that the Joker will one day kill Lois right? You think he'd want to stay on top of what the actual Joker's up to to make sure that shit never happens, so he never becomes this version?
2: Yeah, you're right. There's weird things, and like I said, it's it's funny because Superman wants to tell the old Superman himself in that, and Batman pulls him back. But really, the only thing like he doesn't know any at that point, he doesn't know that much. He just knows things are going to go real bad. And I think Superman was just going to say like, keep an eye on things, like make sure, make sure David, like make sure David is is okay. He needs Agreed. somebody. He is a guy and say to him, he is a kid. He's a little needy, but we're, we're not going to be being here. He needs, con- he needs somebody there with him constantly to give him encouragement. He, he's one of those kids. Especially that he- now. If yeah, and if you go off for a hot weekend, he may think you you were abandoned forever. <laughs> like you can't th- do this. But deaths, that's but, the
1: problem then, because if we have him do that, we'll never get Kingdom Come. So I'm I telling know. You, I I just feel like everything when is written to a, a corner. Back,
2: it's weird. It's, it, it doesn't work like a for him. Yeah, and that's where it feels like that's Mark Wade. Like whoa, whoa,
1: guy. <laughs> we have Kingdom Come still Like, he's be funny. You look at the art, I'm like, and don't forget the kingdom. We already forgot the kingdom. Shut up about the kingdom. Yeah,
2: really. Nobody cares about that. That A lot of people were saying to me, well, what he's going to do is he's going to keep Kingdom coming away, but get, I'm like, you can't do that. Once. It doesn't work that way. You can't get rid of the kingdom, but it's, it's all going to happen. So, just weird. But
1: yeah, it looks great, but it's weird. It's amazing. I'm telling you, we just, get, that's the thing is, I'm tell, a lot of the issue, it looks great. If you want to see something that, and I say that because I'm like, hey guys, it looks great. And then you get the whole recap of what happened in Kingdom Come. I'm like, but I'm like, does it look as good as Kingdom Come though? What do you think about it in that little regard, because Kingdom Come had a very specific Alex Ross style, which looks amazing. That's why it's a standout series. And then it's like, well, you get the recap of the story, which I hope you would understand before going into this, because what do you think you're even doing here if you don't know Kingdom Come, which is so weird, but like, oh god it's such a weird thing because the book looks great but the majority of what you get is you can know by the end Kingdom Come still happens whether it works or not in your mind personally it doesn't work for me very well but you get badass Darkseid walking around kicking the crap out of people with his hands tucked behind his back and that and that is the real part of the story that is the stand out in my mind I'm like is that enough I don't know because I don't want to give it a bad score because it, it, it feels cool when you have it but the majority of the issue it doesn't do much for me so oh fuck me 5.5 out of 10 That's-
2: I'm a seven. I'm actually a little more than you. Uh, it is fun. And you say. I didn't you,
1: need David to have his, like, you know, nice moment at the end to say he'll go on and do great things in the future after everything goes terrible. Too late, dude. But like, I, giving an origin to Magog is fine. Giving a happy ending to Magog feels weird and tacked on. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know what's weird is at the end, what I wanted. I don't know if this is going to make sense, Eric. I'm a little tired. But what I wanted at the end was to show that. No matter what they did, David was still going to end up being the bad Gog and end up, you know, Magog, all that. But instead, they pull it back to say, oh, we can't change. (laughs) Like, it's a different angle. It's not that they tried their hardest and yet they still couldn't stop him. It's that they couldn't go that far because Batman pulls back. Superman, we can't do that. He can't know this. Spectre shows
1: up and then boom, it's, it's just done. And if people want to be mad at me for giving us such a low score... Don't rely on the idea like, man, this is such a good story. You know what's a better story than the Spectre telling you about Kingdom Come? You reading Kingdom Come.
2: It, it is. And actually, most people should. If you are a DC fan, it's one of those that you should have read or should go and read. Now, Uh like I said, when the Spectre shows up, it looks like it's trying to get that because you have the shadows. And, you, and yeah. when you said it, you're not saying Dan Mora is a bad artist. You're not no. saying that he isn't as good as Elgin. They have his different art. styles. They have different Agreed. styles. Dan Mora is more of a. I, I don't want to say cartoony, but it's more of a comic, more of a comic book. yeah. And I'll tell you there was way, way back. I don't I wish I knew what episode where I argued with you and Reggie about how I don't love Alex Ross's, you know, panel to panel deal because you don't get a lot of mo. but it, it is epic when you want to tell an epic story. like. Him. But I, I've since then read a, a couple of, other- <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> he's really good. The, you know what? He, he, he's the one guy or not the one guy, but one of the guys who, really realized like, boy, I could bust my ass for three years on this art for one book where I could just do three covers a month and rack in the dough because his covers are amazing, yeah. they are so good, and they are his art really is that he he makes a he could be on the craziest night thrasher book he could be on. And it will look so epic because of that cover. I got to get this is the event, isn't it? It's so good. But, yeah, they have different styles. So you're not throwing shade either. But people are but still going to be mad at your score, though, I think. But with all of that, we're going to go off. I do want to tell a bunch of people, including Eric K. out there, a little shout out. Uh We do have some mail this week. But we're going to do it next week because I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I, I really <laughs> was. I tired. wanted I wanted to do it beforehand. I'm like, I'm, I and I meant to mention it in the intro, but this is where we would have went to it. I even have it on my outline. But I, I apologize. I am tired. I, I said, but I'm tired. Uh, but we're going to go off now. I believe we're going to have a Tom Taylor section. Sure. Uh, is that a little little time travel? Right. You know what I'm no. saying. <laughs> we're going to have <laughs> is it? it. Oh, we're going to have it, and then we'll be back. I don't even know why I'd say we'd be back, because I'll say it later. So we're going to go off to that right now.
3: Tom Taylor
0: came and saved us from Rick Grayson. But not much has happened since. Don't understand this pace. And it's so.
3: And
2: that's it, Eric, and here we How are. and we will be you talking give me ska of, that never of, ends. <laughs> that's, you know, that is the biggest problem with ska, that they end up like, yeah, it's like five missed stops. You're like, all right, and then all of a sudden you're
3: dancing
1: again, Eric. You I came am up. ready to jump in. I unmute yeah. my mic, and all of a sudden it starts going again. I'm like, what is this nonsense? I did nonsense? see you Now,
2: this is the thing that's good about that song. It's that it. it's a Nightwing song. Obviously, that's a book that I always, you know, do the thing, so I know when to jump in. But I even jump <laughs> in at the wrong time. Uh but Eric, wait till you hear the polka version later. That that is oh, the yeah. best. But with all that, we're here and we have two books. We have the Tom Taylor section. So I mean, set your watches. This might take five minutes. Uh Tom Taylor. We talk about all the time. His issues are very quick, and mm-hmm. I think that in this section. We say it all the time. It's not that the books are bad; it's the pacing. It's it's all this stuff with it. And it really hit me this week with these two books because there's some kind of neat things. Yeah, there's well, there's some neat things going on, or you're you're gonna have big nothing happens. Like it never happens, and I don't get it, but. We'll kick into this. Well, What were you going to say?
1: Are you going to say well, something? I more? was going to say the idea that in these two issues, though, we are starting something. We are delving in. we got to build ourselves up a little bit to continue on. Well, that is true because you're coming out of Beast World, obviously, especially in
2: the Titans book. But the Nightwing book, if you haven't heard, it is starting pretty much the stretch run of Tom Taylor's run. He's going to be ending his run coming Better up. Better build in a- it.
3: Build it big.
2: He's building it, and it's funny too because what he usually has to do when he builds it is is re-associate us with
1: the old heartless. Thank you, Tom Taylor. I appreciate that. We
2: always end up. It's the craziest villain that you have to keep on, keeping on. Keep, you it have on. To keep on, keep yeah, on. Yeah, you have to keep on telling people who it is. He does it a little different in this. He does it in that twist of, oh wait, this isn't heartless, so that he can explain what's going on with who heartless. heartless but, is. And and then we even see. You know, flashback of young Heartless. And Shelton? it's
1: crazy. You know, Shelton. The Speaking thing of that, the idea, look, I'll, I'll defend Nightwing to a degree. But even me at this point, like we have a flashback to the death of Ed Haley Circus of the Grace and stuff like that. And you have young Shelton. There, I'm like,
3: who the fuck are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <The funny laughs> oh, Heartless.
2: Is, I, I did talk to some people this week. They didn't know that that was Heartless. Who, so why do, And they're like, why do you see this random And I'm like, that's, that's heartless. That's heartless. Like, oh crap. Uh, also when you have this though, we've been bitching and moaning about Nightwing. A lot of people have. He's just letting heartless, you know, go. And what Tom Taylor also does in his books are uh, try to defend that concept in, in this, the idea that a serial killer hasn't really killed it a little bit. So it almost is like he's trying to beg you to say, Oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. He, he isn't we have really into no the leads, Jim. Right.
1: What are we gonna do?
2: Yeah, well, they they might have. Well, I don't know, but Batman is well aware. That, it actually shocked me that Batman's well aware of Heartless and hasn't done anything. But you want Batman into just
1: to go diving deep in the Titans Nightwing territory of Bloodhaven? Well, I would like them both to work it out together. Maybe I it's, maybe this, this whole
2: Heartless is is kind of ridiculous, and I like where they also in this try to play. Oh, you know, this might be a copycat. But then I think when Tom Taylor's writing it, he's thinking, oh, I can't have it be. Or somebody else. Because if it's a copycat, then Nightwing's really to play again. But it's Nightwing. It is Nightwing number one, one, one. As I said, Eric, the number of the least. Uh It is oh. written by Tom Taylor. Art by Sammy Bassery. You have two inkers uh, Vicente Safuentes and Adriana Lucas and Wes Evident Letters. So we jump in and at one point you can tell there's a change of something when you go and have the, the art kind of has a weird switcheroo, but it's okay. It people were upset because this run ending Tom Taylor's Bruno Redondo hasn't been on the book in quite some time. And a yeah, lot of yeah. people, yeah, people were saying, I guess yeah, yeah, was saying it's like been once in 10 months. It's been that crazy. And people are like, oh, man, I'm going to miss Redondo Sard. I'm like, I already do because we (laughs) haven't had it in so long. But you start out this issue and, it's again, it's okay. I mean, the, the things that go on in this issue, like having Alfred and these are tropes that Tom Taylor does all the time to get the. We are trick. trying to
1: pull. Exactly. We're trying to pull the heartstring with this whole idea, even the idea where we start off in, with Batman and Gotham City trying to take out some guy that's being attacked. He gets there too late only to find out that a, a child has witnessed his father's death and because Batman was too late to be there. And the idea like, is this or is this not heartless? Better get Nightwing involved. And because of that, from what Bruce experienced, what Dick experienced. We just have all of this thing tying together with what Heartless is doing, leaving random orphans all over the cities.
3: Yeah, and
2: yeah, really. And with all that, you even had this scene in the Beast World when you had the the thing going, and and Nightwing and Dick or Batman save that kid, and like, hey, is Nightwing your kid? Yeah, he is. You know, it's, it's like the same. He keeps, and not not even just that was him, but in this, he keeps going to this, and we need to have progression, but it ends up being fan service stuff. Even when Nightwing isn't book, like Nightwing hasn't entered the book and we're already doing the there was a child. There's a child. There's a child. And that's fine. A child. But, yes. A child. Uh, you need to have some
3: progression, though.
2: And what you end up doing in this is kind of giving the, hey, remember Heartless? I think most people do. But. Oh, this isn't quite Heartless, but we'll, like we said,
1: we'll use this to explain Heartless. Beast World is done now. We can finally get back to our regularly scheduled program. We have to get back to the idea of Heartless, especially with Tom Taylor finishing his run up here. So we do have the flashbacks. We have Batman, like, you know, experiencing the idea of this boy just witnessed his father's death, just like he did, just like Dick did. We have a flashback to the idea where Alfred's still alive after Haley's circus, uh, like, you know, um, the Graysons died and the idea where this young kid, Shelton, there, he's like all enthralled with the idea of this seeing these people awesome. dead. The little kid is a psychopath, him and his butler who's gonna train so him to be a who he does kind of look like Bruce a bit, but he's gonna train, mm-hmm. you know, Shelton here to become Heartless, a cybernetic monster man. But in this you just get the reintroduction of the idea, the background and how these two are connected, Nightwing and Heartless, even though I wish they would have let you know because it's been so far removed that this is in fact Heartless.
2: Yeah. And I mean we get to nine, ten pages, and that's kind of all we got. We're we're not There's a bunch of things going on in this book Like what is Dick Grayson going to do With that crazy footage That showed that Tony Zuko Ended up killing his parents Like, you, You have that, you have Melinda You have all these things going on and here we are in Gotham. Even the idea of that where weird. Zuko
1: and Heartless teamed up to go after the hold and rob it blind and kill B's father and stuff like that. You have this stuff in the background that's like, well, we're done with that. We're not dealing with that anymore. I hope that stuff comes back up, especially with Tony Zuko's you know, supposed daughter being a having, and having everything wrapping around
2: itself. And I, I have a weird feeling that they're just going to end up, oh, my God, now we have evidence. We'll put you in jail. Which they had already done. Right? Yeah. That's
1: what I'm saying. It's weird. Like Depending on continuity, what I guess. That means.
2: Or is it something he'll use to try? Yeah, it, that is a wonky thing with it. But maybe it's to show Melinda. Maybe at one point Melinda's going to get upset and say, I don't think that ha-, but She doesn't like him anyway. And so all these no, no, things. She going- totally
1: said, look, I'm not your daughter anymore. Yeah, I haven't changed yeah, my name to Grayson. she doesn't like him anymore. So
2: it, I don't see that angle. But You also have maybe, you know, a marriage, maybe. And then you have that Dick Grayson can't jump or leap. It's so weird.
1: (laughs) He can jump to conclusions, though, is what he does. But look, I've watched enough Quantum Wave to know that you have to do some extraordinary stuff to make sure that you leap by the end. That is true. That is true. But he never got home, Eric. I hate to tell (laughs) you.
2: So having this non-heartless thing and setting up, oh, my God, a kid, you know, that's very sensitive to them a child but a seems child. to be involved in a dupe but doesn't want to be it's like you're adding weird angles to this then as you go to be reminded oh you get this back in the day alfred taught bruce how to be a good father and read to young but dick not, grayson
1: but not only that jim because they were dual fathers it was my two dads up in wayne manor they both raised dick grayson to be the man he is today so you're saying Alfred's the one that wore the sweaters,
2: the artsy one. Of course, fun, he's the Paul Reiser one. Oh no, no, no! He's the <laughs> yeah, Paul Reiser yeah, one.
3: Yeah, Paul. <laughs> it's so
1: funny.
2: So you have this. Again, it's it's nice enough. Like I said, anybody reading this, or anybody even especially like, especially
1: because you get Dick and Bruce together doing dynamic duo
2: stuff in Gotham and if City. And they say like, I'm going to check this out, and they get it, I think that there would be people who, if they listen to us and then – check. They would be wondering why we bedmount, you know, why
1: we're down well, they on this would thing. Until they get to the backup, then then they understand.
2: Then you know, I'm I'm just saying. Also, if you get five issues of this, and it's, but again, I it kind of hit me in this, like I the heartstrings, they're there. You have Alfred, that's cool, but it's like it's going back to the well over and over, and then having to reintroduce.
1: This is a thing too, the idea of having to reintroduce, but it is a breath of fresh air because we're getting out of Beast war and stuff like that. And before this, we had. Pirate Nightwing. So this is <laughs> completely what you want out of a Nightwing book as far as like what's saying right now, even though it is at this point, pretty much, Hey, let's just recap the stuff that we've done previously. Have a nice, you know, heartstrings moment for the book.
2: And you're recapping like stuff you didn't even really do. Like it's so weird, but there's some nice moments is all I'm saying. And, and Bruce ending up calling, trying to find out like when, uh, Hey, Oracle, you know, have you seen the Nightwings? And she's like, Oh, he's in the shower. You were a shower. I love the idea where I wish that was in bold. Like, he's, he's throwing shit in your shower. What
1: is he well, doing? All of a sudden, he's overprotective religious parents. Like, and you're not married yet, and he's in your yeah. shower? Exactly. Yeah. Bruce is like, we didn't know you he was Here, here thing. we are. The, ide- the idea of the world's greatest detective, it almost seems the way they put it down here, that he didn't know that Barbara and Dick were back together.
2: Well, and this is where Barbara has to say... Well, you realize you married us in death metal, so you know. No, they don't say that, but I wish they did. It would have been funny, but it, like you said, it's it's weird that Bruce is so taken aback. Like he's shocked of all things. Like why would this be a shock? He's like, oh, I better go back and take that pres, that wedding present I had for Starfire. Better take that back and go. Here. <laughs> so, and he's beating up some guy, and I even end got up my awful
1: friend to help me with the present.
2: Yeah, and at this point, yeah, <laughs> he has. Batman's trying to get a hold of Nightwing. He needs some help, and I thought, well, maybe at this point he's also trying to find Alan Scott because right? he's down at the docks and he's beating what guys up. You? So I thought that maybe that was what was happening. I, I don't know, but he, I like what. Are you down at the docks? I like that Barbara can can sense that with the idea of hearing. She's like, oh, are those goons? Yes, they're goons. Are you at the docks? He's like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> Let's keep that on the down. I don't know
1: if she's sensing at this point as much as on her laptop doing Oracle stuff and being able to pinpoint his location. Maybe
2: it's it's kind of weird, uh, but yeah, it might be a location. It's kind of it funny, but it's
1: odd for me the idea that the Bat Family just like they hear some noise in the background. It sounds like goons, and Batman's response is, "It's goons." I'm like, is that what, is, is that what we just call people now? Just goons? I uh,
2: yeah. I want to go even further than what you said then. He, she says, you're Goons on the docks. Are good enough.
1: Isn't that what Cindy Lauper told us? Goons are good enough. She did. And now I want a baby
2: Ruth. <laughs> you know, where Batman's like, wait, you're on the docks? And Batman's, yeah, bitch, you see it on the computer. Why are you asking me? I, I don't have time to chit chat. Get me Nightwing out of the shower and, and possibly with no clothes on. Please have him come down to the docks. I need some collateral. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why those docs
1: make me giggle. You know, don't even want to get involved. funny to me, though. You know, why would I want to get involved with the idea? Like, Alan Scott has sex with men at the docks. Let's talk about <laughs> it in weird ways. I'm like, no, I'm all right. I can stand, I never I can said stand that. back I, here. I thought maybe he had an office down there. Is yeah. That what that's what you thought. I don't
3: know. Yeah, that's what I was going. I,
1: I think that Batman is slipping not only in his world's greatest detective idea, though, because he is fighting goons while Nightwing is in the shower. Nightwing then has the, the chance to get out of the shower, get Nightwing up, motorcycle to the docks, and continue the fight with Batman against Goons.
2: Goons, yeah, goons. They're gooning Eric. That's a thing.
3: Which is crazy too, because he's too, you know
1: he's there early trying to like so the police are on their way. He wants to minimize casualties with the police by taking them out before they get there. But Nightwing is still able to get there ahead of time.
2: Yeah, he just gets there. I, I, we, me, and Zach have been doing the row year one, and in that you end up having a young Dick Grayson smooching. He he ended up the last issue he did he smooched Barbara, but. He also keeps giving Such her motorcycles, person. keeps giving motorcycles They're to her. like motorboats. And then, oh. No, no, no. Maybe that later. But she ends up where she keeps crashing. She keeps crashing. But why? she? Cra- That's she, what happened to me. She's doing exactly what he's doing. What is this asshole doing? He shows up like I, I don't need him to really like parallel park or anything. But these things cost money. He's a billionaire. Yeah. But Bruce isn't. And he comes and just slides that he's like Tokyo drifting. And just destroying Bruce his have motorcycle. Bruce
1: like has cycle. This is the night
2: wing cycle. I'm telling you, up until he was a billionaire, we saw it. He had a CrossFit
1: thing and he had to borrow money from Bruce. That shit's Bruce's money. But look, that's the thing is if you have a billionaire in the family, you can expect to be taken care of to a degree.
2: I just don't know why, because look what he does. Like a lot of times what happens in these scenes, and I think that they're trying to have fun with this, you'll have him jump off the bike. The bike will slide into five guys, knock them down like you're bowling, and then he'll leap and kick or punch a guy when he does it. He slides the cycle to just take his
1: helmet off, walk up to a guy and hit him with the helmet. I'm like, he he does take out two guys, though, not five.
2: Yeah, it, it's just funny that he walks up to the other guy with his helmet. Uh, but, yeah, they're back to back, and it's not. Nice. This is how you take care it. of
1: business, Batman.
2: And they're talking about, you know, Heartless, and, hey, I think that your trouble has. Come to Gotham, and and it makes sense as they say through it, you know. maybe oh, what I should they should have said is Bruce, you done slipped. We, you were talking about it. He's been losing the city. Heartless decided it's easier in the Gotham's because Batman sucks, but
3: it's Ooh, it's not it's burn. not
2: it's not heartless anyway. But no. they are trying to figure it out, and it does kind of make sense. Hey, we'll go, and then once they figure out that it is a dupe. They, again, start trying to figure out, well, maybe this is a ploy to get the heat off. It looks like it might be just a money play. I I don't really know exactly what is going on.
1: It's it's definitely a money play. But even when, you know, Batman and Dick are talking about the idea of of the possibility of Heartless has moved to Gotham, because it makes sense because we've been talking about the idea, you know, why isn't Nightwing going after Heartless? Well, with, you know titan's tower coming in and all this. there you got as Batman says, people flying running in the sky around and yeah. teleporters and a man who could move faster than sound would give most serial killers pause and i understand this so if there's no killing going out there what is Nightwing supposed to do with the idea like oh i gotta go find this guy who i have no idea who it is but the weird part is as they continue talking it was a good call for your city it's not something i ever would have thought of for gotham oh no you know what as i read it out loud for some reason up until this what point, did you I think he said he, I thought he's talking about the idea of a serial killer coming to God.
2: Now that'd be great. He's like, I really need a serial killer. And I
1: read this three times to myself and it still came up. Now, now that I said it out loud, I'm like, Oh, I'm a goddamn idiot. That is Titan's how he's talking about. I'm glad you brought that up because I might have forgotten the idea where again, this is
2: Tom Taylor seemingly patting himself on the back. Like this is what happens in, in a lot of books now, but it's Tom Taylor doing, we had it before where when Nightwing was elevated. You have five characters, including Batman, Superman. Went, oh, that Nightwing, he's great. He really did great when he really didn't. But the Titans Tower, I don't know. Is anybody complaining that it almost feels like Tom Taylor wants Batman to say that so it convinces us as readers that it's a good thing? I don't really care where Titans Tower is.
1: Yes, Titans Tower is a Nightwing's home turf, right? it's yeah, it, it felt like more relevant, I guess, to the idea of what it was in New York City. It, like It felt bigger than a, just a blood haven.
2: Because And you're right, because what Batman points out, too, actually goes along that line of it now feels like just a local shop. Like, you know, it's just now for Ble- having it in a little littler place like and It does seem like it's just there. I just for imagine Bloodhamen. he
1: took over Trump Tower. Now it's Titan's Tower. Well, I think that what happened. Because I was associate Atlantic City with Bloodhaven. You mean over there? Well, the thing is, remember, it's the old prison.
2: And I think that's where yeah, it is. I think that's where. You have maybe Tom Taylor's trying to justify that. But the, the weird thing is I took it as Batman's like, you son of a bitch. Like you could have had that shit in Gotham and I would have been free and clear. I could have went and dressed up like Magnum P.I. I could have went on a vacation, but you have to put it in that goddamn cesspool <laughs> people die when it happens. Yeah. So uh it, it was just a weird thing of like him saying that, but what does he really mean? Because. You can do whatever you want. Like, build some tower then, Bruce. Like, I guess not now because he doesn't have money. But-
1: Obviously, he would never have thought about for Gotham, at least recently, because if it really felt until this issue, for the most part, we've had some backups that are going on Ram V stuff. Everybody in Gotham were against Mass. You weren't participating with Mass up until now. That like you know, him and Rene Montoya are still not great, like not a Jim Gordon kind of yeah. connection. But oh, Nightwing yeah, and yeah. able to enter the police station. Nightwing's able to like talk to the victims' kid over here, and all this stuff. Sort of, like we are completely dumped the idea that the vigilantes have to freaking stay in the night. Yeah, that's fine. It never works. It's this.
2: It's like lights out with the. Why do you always hamper things like that? I will tell you though. I'll give you a little continuity, or at least past deal. Maybe what Batman's like, got to get that JSA headquarters back again. Like that, that kept the the people on their toes here, but you know, it's not here nor there. But you end up where they're going to go and check out this kid. They get the heartstrings again. It's okay. The kid, though, little little brave soul loves Nightwing. And when Ico starts, I have to say, there's a couple times in this that I think that Tom Taylor and I guess Stephen Scovy, when they're doing this, they, they are thinking ahead. And I like it because at one point I'm like, this kid, like, I guess the kid's dad did die. But he, I don't know. Did, it's yes. weird. Had his heart ripped I, it's weird, though, if he can because suddenly he really doesn't seem to care that much. He, he is really swayed off putting on video a games. brave
1: face for his hero.
2: Well, you say that, like, but I'm guessing that maybe there's some other things and that's why it's not hitting with them. But also at one point when you end up having the kid hug Nightwing, it's so good. He, he hugs Nightwing, says, you're on my pencil case. And then Nightwing's like, what? I didn't feel like I stepped on anything. But then you go in and Renee Montoya is smiling and Batman is still, <laughs> Batman is so cold. He's like, but I think that Batman's already on the case. I think that Batman's watching this thinking something's off here. This, that, that's how I took it. Like at the second time reading it, that Batman, not that he's just a visible prick, but he's watching this, but you do have that. And, and Tom Taylor's good in the heartstrings. And then tying them around with that whole idea of Alfred telling Bruce, hey, you should read to him. And The boy's old enough to read for his own. Yeah. And, and yeah, and Bruce thinks, yeah, why would I read to him? He's a good reader. He likes the Tolkien. Oh, my God. It's about comfort, compassion, Master Bruce. And at one point, you have this uncle show up, and then <laughs> Nightwing starts really getting on with, like, well, I want you to do this, and I want you to do this. The guy just wants to leave, but he says, and also – Read to him. You don't know. It really, really helps out, and it's good. And you know, Batman realizes, okay,
1: we did the and right a, thing. But it's a weird thing, though, too, because you have Batman, you know, the grim, like you know, guy that he is, the cynical guy. I need Dick to be a little bit more cynical in his life. You yeah, obviously we want him to be the like the, the bright light of the Bat family. But when we have the uncle come in, the idea, like you know, maybe after we realize that the body that was killed, you know, the person who was killed wasn't done by Heartless, but a copycat killer. When we have the idea that he's talking to the uncle about the pick of the kid, like, have you got enough money to support him? Oh, his parents were loaded and wealthy. I got, like, the idea, I'm like, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, you just killed your brother. You just killed. As soon as he says this, I'm like, you did it. I knew actually before
2: that because out of nowhere, Dick Grayson goes, you're not close. There's nothing from that. Like, you end up where the kid and he goes, hey, you know, and the kid's dad just died. Uh, you know, even if he loved this uncle, it's like a bit and he's like come on we'll get your
1: things see a nightwing see you, ico you're not close it's like immediate and he's like well not really i want to think the idea of that even with the like the guy having his hand up on his head he's overwhelmed and Nightwing can see that like oh like this is not something that he would like be used to because he doesn't but even know his nephew but very well even
2: then it's like you would be overwhelmed anyway i mean even if you're he seems at this point you think he's doing the right thing till he says his brother was wealthy well he's gonna take care of but that's even like if you really thought of it and he's like no i don't have anything and then they find out later, oh, they're rich. That, then that would be even more sus. I did laugh though because I swear to God that this guy he, he reminds me of that luscious hair of Ram V right there. I think that there there's something. But you end up where Dick has luscious hair too though. Hey, and, and read them stories. I want this guy to be like, Okay, dude, like God. Get off <laughs> like, my job. Like you're you're telling me this. I have to Racist kid now. I am a footloose and fancy free single man. I gotta go put some loose sheets on a couch
1: for him tonight. Could you calm down? Exactly.
2: Like, please, we'll get to, and by the way, I'm rich, bitch.
1: And he (laughs) (laughs) runs. He's like, oh, he's like a Scrooge McDuck. Money flying oh, that would be so great. Definitely we get the idea though by the end of this issue for the like, you know, when the uh uncle is away from Nightwing and stuff like that and Batman takes the kid back, like, we're not staying here, pack your shit, we'll get down here. Like and he's like, What's going on? You shut up and wherever we're going, you just keep your goddamn mouth shut. Why do we gotta go? Because you got Nightwing involved, Now I don't need that kind of heat. And think is so I just wanna see for the idea, because I don't know how much of like, you know, uh description has gone out in Bloodhaven, Gotham and the surrounding area of what like Heartless is. But Iko was saying the guy was wearing, like, a fur coat or something like that, or a big coat, and and a mask. And the thing is, also, I just wanted to see this guy who's just, like, salivating over the idea of murdering his brother for the money, what he is using to instantly cut this guy's heart out. Yeah, it's, it's a little jagged and not, like, heartless style, like, clean and, like, and talking to him beforehand. I wouldn't know what he did to instantly, before Batman could even get there while hearing the scream, take a heart out and get the fuck out. I need to know what he did
2: I, it it doesn't seem it i what pops in my head is that drill insert that has like the big what you make holes in wood, oh, yeah yeah, 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 that's all I could think of, but like you said Batman yeah, even it's a says big this. yeah, this is a weird thing though, because Batman says like I hear a scream and I'm there in eighty nine seconds, like the way that this guy does it it it's like I expect him he's like chiseling shit out like <laughs> he does a decent enough job, the worst is is when they talk. And they're at the, the morgue and they're like, Oh man, there's still bits of heart there. That, that's yeah. disgusting. But also just to point out, uh, you have Ico when Nightwing and you even see where Nightwing says, I'm telling you, the art does some little bit of the lifting here because Nightwing says, Hey, I know it's hard, but can you tell me what the person who did this look like? And when I first read it, he's like, Oh, he wear, he was wearing a coat and a, a mask. But when you look at the art, he's side eyeing Dick. Like he's like, uh, uh, a coat and a mask? Like, to
1: make sure, because it seems like it's something that he's been told to say. See, I don't even know about that. I, I don't think he would have gone with his uncle, though, if he knew that his uncle just murdered his father. Yeah, but then then you're
2: going to have to tell me that the uncle showed up dressed like Heartless did some way—I I don't or know. Or like then, something. Something in a coat and a mask. When— the uncle starts yelling at this kid that it, it's a dialogue to me that seems like the kid knows that they were in this weird thing when he says get up get in the car we're getting you know i don't want you to talk and you mess this up like mess what up if i'm a kid i'm like mess what up my dad's murder like what are you talking about you it seems weird involved and and when you <laughs> when you have it all I, you know he's an innocent kid. He's, if anything, he's forced to do
1: this. But we'll see. I'm going to be very upset if this kid is involved in any way or knew yeah, anything about this. I mean, this. you would
2: think that Tom Taylor he doesn't usually do that, but I don't know. I and he when Dick Grayson says, "Well, what did Heartless say?" Because I love hearing all this. Well, you're going to lose this, and, you're gonna, and he says he didn't say anything. And again, we've had, I believe that at one point we could have even had a TV like they had his picture. I think that the uncle. He doesn't know the real particulars of what happens when he does. Right. He just thinks people get the hearts out. So that makes sense. I mean, that there's a pretty good deal going in here. It's, and I do appreciate that it's, it's a weird, it's not a mystery because we know that this guy did it. But like you said, sometimes Tom Taylor leaves behind some details that I need to know how this guy figured out how he's going to get hearts I know, out of right? a body that quick, and what he did with it, and what's going on.
1: When I was talking before with the idea of the kid saying, like, oh, he wore a mask, and I couldn't think for what it was. He says a big coat, but I said fur coat, because when I was reading this, too, when he says a big coat, all I could think about, this guy was dressed like the designer.
2: The thing is, when you first said fur coat, I almost said, what are you, what are you talking about, the designer? Then I start <laughs> thinking, maybe Macklemore's in town. I don't know. He's, he's doing his deal. But I did think of the designer as well. <laughs> he's like, did he have a letter print D. On his <laughs> word. Is there a D? And he's like, no, no. He's like, he had the D. But Do you not want that. one? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Down at the docks. Oh, Eric, you are funny. You're- <laughs> Do not include so, me.
2: So we end up where it's like again. I'm going to ask you. What is the overall play? Is this just to reintroduce
1: us to Heartless in a different yes. way? But also get Batman involved because who doesn't want Batman and Dick Warren? No, yeah, together he's in involved,
2: but in the oh, this is what I'm talking about, the overall story. We're kind of on a not a wild goose chase, but kind of we're not going after Heartless. Maybe they're gonna play Heartless is gonna hear about this and get angry? And and do that. I
1: don't know. How it's disappointing weird. is it though that a big concept of the story leading to the home stretch here? Of you know, Tom Taylor finishing run. A big aspect is that Dick Grayson cannot leap anymore. He's afraid of this whole thing and de- can't even describe it properly to Batman to the point where Batman said, "We'll take the stairs." I'm like, "Look, yes, that- that's nice of you being nice, but like we should get to the bottom of this shit because he is the leader of the Titans, effectively the Justice League at this point, and you know your sidekick and stuff like that, or your former sidekick, but your protege. You do not want a Batman light out there who cannot actually jump. And it's it's weird, like you said, he's having.
2: Troubles even sing, and Yips. It does. That's what, a, you know, what a, and he's like, I'm scared. of ha-. So what is it? Is because at one point it seemed like a almost a supernatural thing that was making him not be able to jump off that boat. But then after that, he jumped off into the ravine to get B, but now he can't jump, but he can't leave. And it leap. just felt
1: so out of nowhere
2: when it showed up in this pirate story. Why are you doing this? I said it points to people that uh, the big leap of asking barbara to marry him is this like kind of a metaphor that we'll get to i just think at the end it's gonna be that i realize now that i finally have two Haley and barbara two things things a dog and a a person obviously the same thing right i never was (laughs) both dogs where the idea Uh. that i was never really that close to somebody and it's in the back of my head that i you know and but i think that that's how Tom Taylor's going to play I
1: just out. don't understand when you're trying to show the best version of your character, when you constantly keep telling me how great Dick is, to say, all right, let's handicap him for no reason whatsoever and just have to deal with that till we can overcome that for whatever reason he's having. That's what we were already talking about, the idea of no
2: masks or lights out. You have an acrobat. That's his thing. He has two powers, being a hell of a guy, an acrobat, and now he can't jump. Why? It's weird. And is it because he saw that footage again? of his pen, like, what would be the thing? He doesn't
1: well, seem to understand it. I, I don't, I'm not saying that it happened instantly either, because I feel like, you know, and again, it's an emotional thing, a psychological thing, so who knows how it manifests itself when, but it, it felt like it was actually too far removed. I know it was like maybe an issue or two for when he sees the footage to when he's a pirate with B, but it still felt like it was so far removed from like when you'd have any kind of catalyst to make it happen. I don't
2: know. I, I'm telling you, I'll give you a little sports reference. People like it. He's the Steve Sachs of uh superheroes now or if you want a little upgrade chuck knob there you go both second 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 basements he to get the yips because i guess it's because it's such an easy throw and when you and that's the thing if he's going with the yips it's thinking too much about things it's thinking Mm -hmm. okay instead of doing it as a reactionary deal and i do think that him maybe seeing the footage also realizing oh my god like I hope I don't die because what would happen to Haley? What would happen to Barbara? And
1: even Honestly, the rest of the deal. If you're going to get deal, the yips at any point, it should have been when you had Titans Academy going on with all those kids you're putting in danger. Uh, he should have had the yips when
2: <laughs> half of the fucking Bloodhaven is in a goddamn tent city because their fathers are dead because they're heartless. So, yeah. But, again, it's a weird thing. But it think, got nuked. <laughs> I, I wish that the – remember when they stole his wallet and that was, like, the big thing. He was so good that he let them – have the wallet until he didn't, and then he got yeah. the pizza. Yeah, no guy. I wanted this though. If if I was doing the art, it'd be so funny. where you have Nightwing says, "Listen," like he goes, "We're gonna swing over there." Ah, uh, I can't. I can't jump. I need like three panels of just silence of Batman
3: staring, at staring. Like, oh
2: yeah, I agree. What the fuck are you talking about? And then he describes it. Three more panels, just like. Shaking his head like, okay, the stairs it what, is.
1: There was an old bitten family guy when Brian the dog says something and Stewie just takes a good 30 seconds to start t- twisting his head up just to stare at him. And I need Batman to do that.
2: He ends up when he. Says my favorite line from I'm going to get you Sucker." we'll take the stairs and then They go and take the stairs (laughs) that's your favorite line huh Yeah it is it's an early I think Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans both of them and they Just get thrown down the stairs constantly in that (laughs) Movie but we'll take the stairs. like just Imagine you're here and I'm like hey Get this Eric. Batman and Nightwing They're hanging out they're trying they're taking down Some goons they're investigating A heartless deal that kind of seems like a Copycat possibly money deal And then at the end they have to take The stairs
1: (laughs) he can't jump it's so no, we're good for them because i still would have taken the elevator yeah that is
2: true I, I, if i was batman i'm like you made me there i'm swinging <laughs> away uh but yeah then at the end like we said you have hey get your stuff and when they do leave the pencil case is left behind there will be the clue that they left in a hurry and hey i don't like the the feel of this and We'll see. but yeah that that uncle's He's got sus behind closed doors.
1: We're watching you, Ramsey. Yeah, it
2: It's Ramsey. And then we get a backup. Right, this backup we, is, uh, Do you know, we get it? I mean, like, we, we I did didn't get, get it over our head. <laughs> I didn't get it. it. It's nonsense.
1: It is nonsense. It. We have talked about the idea where he haven't been a big fan of what Ramsey's been doing in his Detective Comics run. But one of the worst things that he actually did in that run that just drove me nuts is when we had the introduction to the Orgums back in the the 1600s when they're first introducing the Thalamus engine to Gotham and crazy stuff happened where there was a Batman back then, there was a freaking scarecrow and probably a penguin crazy things that like, you know, mirror what's going on today. And this is why we have things going on with the Thalamus engine, making things always like go in this order because it got screwed up. Apparently in 14th century Normandy, we have like a descendant of a uh, Dick great or an ancestor of Dick Grayson who uh, got caught stealing. And then these, Church knights came and killed all his Romanai family in retribution. And then this son of the gray here goes and kills everybody else in retribution for himself. And you also have a cardinal or a pope. I'm not really hip on the, or just jive to the idea of like, who's who in in the church, but he's the joker. So 14th century, Normandy, you have a joker cardinal or something like that, and you have a Dick Grayson ancestor who's pretty much doing some Nightwing stuff. Here's your backup story, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I like his patchwork
2: quilt type of thing there. Do you like, and, that? Uh, you like patchwork quilt? I also like that when you were talking. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was going to mention Jane's Addiction when you said been caught stealing. But when you're going through this, like <laughs> what would play here, we talked about this with Ram V and how I explained it. Then I'll do it again because I thought I was on the money here. These writers, when they do this, they play it almost Wizard of Oz-esque. You don't have to have a play of, okay, and you were there, and you were there, and you were the Joker, you were a, like, that's what it is. It's the dream. It's any sitcom where somebody gets knocked out while they're doing a report about the Founding Fathers, and everybody in the show is a Founding Father as they're dreaming. You don't, That that's goofy. That's stupid, and
1: I just it it doesn't this do anything. This book for does me. not need a backup, and if it is going to have a backup, have a backup that matters.
2: Yeah, I mean, play it like the backups in some of these, where the actual, like you know, the have Tom Taylor do the backup. Yeah, the different artists do something that means something. Maybe even show us what Heartless is doing, with Tony Zuko right now. Agreed. Or Show us what Melinda's been doing. Show us Agreed. what he has been doing. I I'm do take tell where
1: though. I'm so burned out on all these backups. Me. Me being me would even take a Ventures of Haley the dog fucking back up at this point. I I actually would love that.
2: And in it, Haley's just going around in circles because she's only yeah. got three legs, right? She's just going around in circles. So in this, though, all in all, it, it also I did want to bring up Batman, like he starts to try to stir the pot at that one point. Like, oh, B, are you seeing B? <laughs> I guess to go. Well,
1: what? No, me and Barbara are fine. Oh, oh okay. I, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, though, you seem shocked at the idea that Barbara and I were at least in an apartment together, but you knew about me and B's relationship. A relationship?
3: <laughs> His relationship. He really
2: wasn't that involved. When no. Rick Grayson, he no, really it was didn't get involved. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not Grease Pink It'd be funny. What happened if Batman's like, oh? You, you talk to B, because that comes up with the heartless Tony Zuko deal. And then, hey, B, she killed B's, you know, hey, that's the other. They killed B's dad. And then Batman's like, oh, send my condolence. I'm like, Do you even know, B? That's weird. Wait, did but you know that she's
1: a pirate princess? You know yeah, that, Batman? I, maybe.
2: I want him to then say, and by the way, if you if you see Zach." Tell him I'm rooting for him. That guy's always injured. And that starts going down all of the side Let's night. That's touched up, too. <laughs> like, hey, tell Hutch that me and him, we had poker night the other night. He didn't show up. I'm worried about him. Uh would be hilarious. But that backup sucks. Uh, but overall, again, it's a nice issue.
1: Agreed. It doesn't do much, but
2: it, it doesn't. It sets things weird. up, though. It it's,
1: feels it like it's it's getting a Nightwing book back on track to actually be a Nightwing book. Sans Titan Sans event. Is this going to make sense to you? Sans Pirates. Sam's, we're here.
2: We had Beast World, so we were doing a side thing, right? Yeah. So when we get back to this, you almost have a little reset and realize that Tom Taylor's books—you just end up getting tired of them. But when it feels fresh, you're like it's—it's it's not bad. It's actually no. decent enough. The backup sucks. The I'm not even going to put in. It. I'm not I even going to. Yeah, it's tough though. See, I, that's why I, I, like when the backup's done by the guy or girl who does the main thing. Cause then you could really, you know, Hey, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, but yeah. Michael W. Conrad's going to come and
1: ruin anybody's part. So, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, you know, like hurt the score tremendously because of the backup, but it definitely does hurt it. Cause I'm giving this a 6.5 out of 10. I had fun with this issue. I just think it's a, a decent issue, which the backup really hurts. And like you could still have fun with it though, as long as you don't read that bullshit at the end. The backup is, it's such a,
2: like, we were talking beforehand because I'm giving it a 7 But I would have been probably a 7-5 Without the backup, you're right But when we were talking about it earlier before we started it, It's one of those where Michael W. Conrad He's like desperately trying to find Any sort of way he can write competently People and Like that V? He, he's not finding it, like now he's grabbing V And it's the weird, like, he's the dude Who wants to be the dude who's trying to be the dude Because V seems to be trying to grab A Grant morrison type thing You know, and then you go and now you're trying to get the, the thing. Oh, it's, it's bad. But, yeah, seven up for me, 6.5 for you, but we'll move on to the next book, which
1: is what? Titans number 8, written by Tom Taylor, with art by Stephen Segovia, Annette Quack, and Wes Abbott. And this is the aftermath of Beast World, where we have Demon Raven talking to her daddy trigon, wondering what the hell is going on. The idea, is the world going to burn? You going to kill the Titans? Not yet, daddy. Not yet. But on top of that, we have the reaction to how the world now sees the Titans the heroes that they should be or are they monsters that the people perceive them to be and not even melinda grayson with the mayor of bloodhaven is able to calm people's nerves down because you also have sarge steel on a panel saying they're monsters they're gonna hurt you because it's such a weird idea too because you have this panel on this news right you have melinda grayson and you have sarge Steele. one is the uh, the bureau of sovereignty and one is just the mayor of bloodhaven where the titans are like you know pretty much cherished right now she let them in do all this other stuff you were she brings the point you were gonna kill a million people who they then saved. yeah but they went against the government baby and do you want people to go against the government
2: and it works because i've seen different debates and things like that and it's like it's so clear like oh my god these people are doing this and they want to do that awful thing and then you, you hear
1: reaction from their followers and they're like Oh, man, that's what we need, some, some tough justice. The, the Titans so I get seized it. military power. They took control from elected governments. I was in the field when the Titans took our drones from us. Our people were left to fight monsters with no air support. Who are they to do this?
2: Exactly. I mean, some people would be very scared, obviously. Uh, I would be scared that the person leading this debate seems to be like a puppet. The guy looks like a mannequin. He's so off on that art. I don't like it, but he's a muffin. This this whole deal going, it is kind of that weird thing. Because if they really dug in, if Steele's like, "Hey, Linda, like, why did you let?" It didn't seem like she ever was involved. Like there should have been more paperwork of making this tower, and it was just kind of like swept under the rug,
1: and they just did it. But that's what happens when you're a billionaire and the brother of the mayor.
3: That is true. So politics. Am I really?
1: Again, maybe he. Should have
2: dug into that. Like he really, but then again, it's secret identities. So he wouldn't, uh, really know, but you end up where. Which is
1: such a weird idea because Amanda Waller will know who everybody is, who's pretty much the head of the Bureau of Sovereignty, but outside the sovereign at this point in time. But if you really want to like, you know, strike at the heart of the heroes that you're trying to take down, why not go on thing, and just out their like secret identities? Cause Amanda Waller would know them all.
2: And even if you did it here where you have steel, that would be a huge thing. Where, And oh, then
1: you throw it in the faces of all the American people that not only is she trying to say the Titans are great, but she's biased because it's her brother who's the leader of the Titans. It's over then.
2: I mean, he brings that up and they prove and really what they could do. And if you want to go with a reveal, you have it where when he because oh, his mask was coming off of domino deal with the president and beast oh, world. Yeah. They, they could have had cameras everywhere. They might have they been able to see it. In the and they of used office? yeah.
1: That feels like something you wouldn't have. I don't
2: know. I think they might. I mean, you don't want people doing weird shit, right? They have, I don't know. but still, I whatever. Weird but shit, huh? but again, it's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yes. Lewinsky shit and stuff. I don't know. So you so, end you? up where all this happening though. That and if they don't, if somebody says, "Oh, you idiot, Jim," they don't. Doesn't that make it even more nefarious with Amanda Waller and the sovereignty deal that they did? And so I think that would have been a really cool play. And and Nightwing, he screwed himself. Then Melinda. And Melinda would then be like, you, you screwed me. Like, she can't deal with that either
1: because we are having the ramifications here which i wanted to see but i wanted to see it hit a bit harder like again i don't know where we're going with the big event amanda waller's overall plans and what we see of that but i really wanted to come out of beast world for what they did like taking over the the military like that and have a titans wanted where the government is going to come down hard on them for what they did whether it was good or bad If if i'm melinda going your point i would say well if they're if they're so bad
2: why are they walking around? I mean, you know where they are. They're in Titan's Tower. They're in Bloodhaven right now.
1: Why aren't you doing
2: anything? And maybe it's like, oh, you know, Cause because we
1: just put all our ducks in one basket to take on Wonder Woman. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and I was going to bring it up. And when Tom King jumped do on you put Wonder ducks Woman, in a
1: basket? I funny?
2: don't think you do. Maybe if you're We're walking, not. if you're walking them around. Speaking of which, though, I saw this video and I don't know if you, saw, it seems to be a little older. It is the funniest thing I ever saw. Do you ever see where this girl and I—I I can't remember the name of the duck, but she takes this duck to this river <laughs> and says, "Oh!" And it's like George the duck. Oh, George is going to take his first swim ever. Be careful! I and the thing saw takes this. thing takes George! off. And it, George, no! And oh my! I sat. And, it's only like. Eight seconds 30. long. Yeah, I, yeah. it's real. I watched. I was that, gonna say thirty. But yeah, it's like fifteen, yeah, maybe. Telling, I don't know. It's so I watched that for an hour. I laughed, and laughed, laughed every time. Got better the each time. I am. I'm, I was doing other things, right? Not really. I'm Where you? like, I'm like Where George? You? What are you doing, George? And then just the comments of like that lady. Is so annoying in that video that, you know, George wants to get the fuck out like he was waiting for this deal. But in this whole time, I don't even know what I was talking about now. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's the Tom King. When I'm when I'm reading this, we often talk about Tom King where, oh, you know, he has a certain story and then they assign a character. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Supergirl, it's true grit. We go. Never thought in my mind that that's what was happening in Wonder Woman. Cause it seemed like he was coming on. Now when we're doing this, I, I don't know why I, I'm a dummy. It dawned on me of like, wait a second. This is just setting up all of the heroes being, you know, outcast and being wanted, like you said. And, and so now I'm like, I think Tom King, they did it again. They just said, we need you to do this. And that's why the story, like he doesn't seem to want to write that story. We talked about it on no. the Patreon spotlight. Maybe that's why he, he really didn't have a story. And they're like, well, we, we need you to have Wonder Woman get on the. Opposite side of the law because of all these things going down. He's like, yeah, I think I might be able to do that eventually. But yeah, it's it's weird. Space mall, this is stupid. Uh, but yeah, with this Sarge Steele, actually, I think and this is another thing. If if I if the writers were listening, any writer, when you do this sort of thing, please go off to and it, the best thing is to go off to a bar. One one panel have a bar and have somebody saying man, that cyborg is sus, and then have somebody else go, no way, they saved us, just so we know that there are people out there, you know, Agreed. how they think. Instead, what you do is later, you have a, a t- might as well be Noah's Ark going down in a flood, and this guy doesn't want to be saved, and his kids are going to die, which we'll get He's to in is a minute. He's a monster, like, come on. His kids, they are, if you look at that house, I mean, they are two inches away from drowning, and like, get out of here. If I was well, a awesome. I'd be like,
3: screw you. I don't out,
1: know what you prefer if you are a scared father and stuff like that, especially if you're living through a beast world. But what would you prefer your kids to have a nice, calm drowning death or be <laughs> mauled
2: by a beast boy? Uh, I think that the mauled by the beast nice, boy might calm, be it. Might be drowning quicker. A, drowning has to be the worst, and so they're there. But he just like I don't know. But we'll get to that because then you end up where I like where Sarge Steele even like turns to. Us and Beast Boy himself, because he's watching and points it out. He's On like, TV, he is yeah. a scourge. And then you have where Cyborg actually said, "Can I turn the channel?" I can kind of do that. And Beast Boy says, "No, I want to hear what people are saying." But Dark Raven ends up turning it off, which is it's funny. It's like a nice thing, but she's it is playing. Nice. But I, she's I a said character. to you, I said to you last night. I think that she's going to realize the one thing she had missing was a heart, Eric, and she's going to fall in love with him all over again. Don't tell heartless. And, yeah, well, that's maybe that's how you end both of it. That'd be pretty cool, uh, but yeah, I think that she's gonna end up liking them a little too much, even Trigon, you know he says, just flay them right now. She's like, no, What's no, I think I'll is, use look, them. I'll use them as my She minions.
1: wants to play with them and use them to, like, you know, against them. Like, uh use things against them to make them under her control to be a, her personal army. And honestly, she might even be the Dark Raven Demon versus Raven who still wants to overthrow her father in the end, that she will need an army to do that. So, right now she is playing nice, but we're still seeing the ramifications of, uh, like, Demon Raven after Beastwork. But we... Don't have time for that right now because Oracle has been monitoring a tropical storm moving towards Florida. It's been growing in speed and intensity. It's now a Category 4 hurricane and has shifted direction unexpectedly. We have to take the newly introduced T-Jet there now. And the thing is, you you were telling me about this last night, the idea of the T-Jet. I'm like, oh, that's cool. They brought the T-Jet back. And you're like, oh, why don't they just do this, this, or this? I'm like, well, T-Jet can get you there faster. People don't have to exert any energy. And I'm like, that's cool. I read this issue. though. And then he boom tubes, right? He boom tubes. You can just boom tube. Just boom tube, yeah. motherfucker. What I are guess you the only thing you why could do we say here, check?
2: The only thing I can say here is he might boom tube and he'll fall in the water because there's this hurricane, but why boom to, Like, that's... Y- you should at least, as anything... It should have its own deal. You press a button. But it's no, it's uh, like he boom tubes. <laughs> he could have done that. It's, and I'd love it if they're like, well, I'm going to boom tube halfway. I have all this you argument us. for
1: you last night before I even read the issue. I read this. I'm like, oh, I have no argument. It's stupid. I'm sorry. But the thing is, it's cool to see the T-jet back. I just don't know why we have to boom tube the T-jet. We could just boom tube ourselves. I would
2: have loved if they go in and it's like basically it's got Nightwing symbol on it. It's like Nightwing. It's well, like, this like, the thing this, is like oh, no, this doesn't make
1: sense. <laughs> Everybody get in the T-jet, like a cyborg's not here, don't worry, Raven will open a portal for us to T-jet Yeah, jet that's what I'm
2: telling you,
1: I'm, su- I'm surprised they're
2: not jumping like, I'll halfway, then Raven, you portal us, and then when we do that, you do this. <laughs> it's so stupid, uh, but yeah, I guess well, when we
1: need to get there faster, and Raven and Cyborg aren't here. Well, we have a cosmic treadmill hooked up to it. We'll make Wally. We'll make it go faster.
2: <laughs> that would be pretty. Funny. <laughs> that, I mean, and Beast Boy, I you got nothing. I don't know. Turn into a pterodactyl. I don't know. Yeah, fly that bitch. And then all of a sudden, like Corey's like, I have Tamaranian technology, and Nightwing the I, whole time's like, I don't get shit.
1: I don't know if she's strong enough, but she might be able to fly that thing herself. I'll I don't, don't know. It. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it's it's weird that he. I don't think she's get, that strong. It's weird. They get in
2: then to only have cyber boom tube. There's a lot of extra steps here. And just see, yeah, like, I would Again, think that cool to see the T jet now. You got to warm up the T jet. You got to get it out there. You kind of take, you're wasting time here, especially if you're just going to boom tube, but they do end up boom tubing off. And there was a weird play of, Hey, Beast Boy, do you want to come with us? How do you feel? People aren't, you know, so hot with you. And he's like, no, no, I've never Yips. been there. I want to go down there. Yeah, I, you know, Nightwing can't jump, so you have this. But you end up. That's the other thing. Luckily, Tom Taylor does this as well, and we'll have to keep an eye on. But it's going to be one of those where Nightwing will show up in some other book, and he'll be jumping off a of shit and all, and it'll it'll be off. But when they get down there, you end up where they're trying to get the people. Oh my god! And they said it was a weird. Hey, the storm diverted. It went to this. There's also this fleet that's, you know, in trouble. These boats, but they have Tempest there to give us the little, which is cool Tempest. for the
1: idea too. Because everything after Beast World, now I don't know if he's just helping out old friends or does this confirm that Tempest is now. I part think of the he's Titans part as well. of it.
2: I would think he's part of it, but it is weird because he's just there. Uh And I, what would be the reason why they wouldn't have him on the team? It's kind of weird. I mean, before it was to be Duke.
1: The thing is, I, even the idea of being like under control of Brother Eternity and stuff like that, it did still kind of feel, to a degree, that it was Tempest's choice not to jo- rejoin his old yeah, friends. Yeah, but why would it be that? It just felt weird. But
2: yeah, whatever it is, and maybe it'll be like I said with Swamp Thing, like he'll it, be kind of a, a side member that could come up. But Beast Boy says, "I'm going to go and check out some things. I'm going to use echolocation. I'm going to see people trapped in I'm their homes." Back he's going to be a bet, so he's going to go off.
1: Not, not. Let's just take away this, the the Garu the Conqueror thing to turn everybody into beast freaking people that rampage throughout the world and stuff like that to really cause us a uh, uh, a heart murmur. Okay, something terrifying inside you. When Beast Boy realizes there is a family inside a house that's being flooded. He goes down there and is the least subtle possible because he turns into a gorilla and rips the wall apart to get inside I'm him. Like, yeah, that's not what terrifying. you do. Wait, like, again, if he was never Garo the Conqueror, didn't do all of Beastful stuff, if he did this, I'm coming at his ass with a bat. <laughs>
3: it's so funny. You're just going to bat him.
2: Uh, so maybe they should have had a talk with him. Like, he's watching TV. He's, so, you know, channel surfing. Maybe they should have sat him down and said, listen. We don't really want you to beast mode it up that much because people are going to react to that. But if you do and you have to maybe like do it down the street, come over, do whatever. But don't turn into a giant goddamn King Kong and and rip the house apart because that's not even
1: when he does get batted upside the head by a very scared father who doesn't want a beast boy coming after his family, even in a hurricane flood. Beast Boy goes to the ground and starts wolfing out like he's a lichen from the Underworld series. At this point, I'm like, I'm just continuing to bat this motherfucker in the head because I'm terrified. There was a
2: weird thing, and I kind of wish that we saw, but you don't. I wish that because you see his eyes. They're glowing green. Mm. It doesn't seem that different. But if they had a little tint of the purples, because when Raven comes in then and she's there to play the role. She can't help herself a bit, And this is the beginning, I think, of Beast Boy realizing something's wrong here because she ends up yelling, he
1: can rip the world apart again. Somebody needs to talk if they think this is Raven. Do you think it's intelligent to call Beast Boy names? You obviously fear him. Do you think it's wise to beat a man who could tear this world apart? I'm like, thanks, babe. That was a good pep talk. So
2: ridiculous. And what, you know, maybe she should have said, wait, time out. Like, can't we just say, like, we, we got to get out of here? You're going to drown? Like, don't go about ripping worlds apart. You know, especially in that. Do you but not she,
1: fear the sweet changeling.
2: And I, I, I think that what we're gonna see is there, where even with her playing the part, she is kind of angered at this. Maybe it would be because it is these people who are just going after like a metahuman thing. And when I think she's going to flip out like this a lot, like you're going to have things and she's just going to start yelling and then try to, Wait, pull, is, Oh, it, I'm just, you know, I'm just
1: tense right now, babe. It's kind of crazy though, because you think that might be a tell for them to realize something's up with Raven. But even during Beast World before Demon Raven took over, she was so intense because of what happened to her love, Beast Boy. So I, she would, she was acting like this in my well, mind. Please say that we thought
2: it was weird, but maybe that maybe what again, this is setting up things maybe beforehand. When she's when she sent Brother Eternity into the Phantom Zone and they were like, Hey, uh you shouldn't have done that. And she's like, We're not talking about this. This happened. Uh-huh. So maybe that's how they're like, maybe you'll have it come up where she's acting kind of aggressive like this, and then somebody says, Remember, she you know, don't say shit. We'll be in the Phantom Zone. This bitch is gonna step no, us. This is like, maybe that's pretty cool. Uh setup. But you have Wally show up. So Wally comes steaming in and then you r- realize here too that everybody's against the plan of amanda waller is working because they're not just mad or scared of beast boy all these other people are sus too and the dad is arguing too much or at least this one little family well when wally and i i would love to think because at one point you've had different things going on but one of the things was night terrors remember at night terrors it was done and that kid got up and grabbed it was like the uh There goes my hero moment. And he ripped the poster down off the wall and threw it away. (laughs) Like, I'd love it if this was that kid. He's like,
3: I knew you well, guys were no. bullshit. You
1: know for a fact that kid woke up, tore his freaking of poster off the wall, and was out there playing baseball with Hal Jordan the next day. Oh yeah, that was him. He's out there. Hey, pass it up, Greenland. Oh, if they a bad had dream ship last up. night, I overreacted. Yeah, that was so
2: crazy. Like, I love it where he goes out and he's like to his mom and dad the next day. I had this bad nightmare about the chess league. You think that they're, you know, we should forget about them? Whatever. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? One dream. Get out of town. You're, next thing you're going <laughs> to tell me you can't leap. But you end up where all this is going on. I, I, I think that this guy he dies. <laughs> i tell you, when you have this, they never do like save him. And their water is up to almost the top level. And Beast Boy just walks away. Raven ends up watching it. I think these
1: people. This look, guy went down with the ship. I, I guarantee that Wally West saved him. If you don't look at the flash and say. I'm not going to be saved by the Flash because he's the motherfucking Flash. Yeah, but he said,
2: we know who you he's are. He's not a good know- kid a goth girl. It's the Flash. He says, it's all right, sir. We're here to help. This is, yeah, I watched the news. We know who you are. We And we know who he is. So he's against them all. Because- That's Amanda Waller's plan, to have them all. So this he's going down with the ship. Huh? He's a captain. He is. Uh, those poor kids. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's like that documentary, Dear Zachary. Don't ever watch that. Eh? They went down with the kids in the I did 20. watch it. Yeah, I told you, you to. I watched it because you told me to. <laughs> <so. laughs> nah, that was, a, that a, was a prank. That was a prank. Uh, but at the end, you do see again where. Uh, see, this is where I'm talking. You have Raven, evil Raven, like looking a little bit upset. Now, you could play that she's upset because trash talking dead, that she had. I don't know. But she. I think that Tom Taylor, how he plays it is Raven. Bad Raven's going to realize that, hey, these guys are pretty cool. She ain't so like, bad. Like, I do like them, yeah. Maybe, maybe she ain't so bad, Like, Raven. I'm telling you, then, and then all of a sudden, we're going to have two Ravens, and, and we'll call it That's So Raven. That's what the Book of them calls it. Honestly, we'll have
1: a I, bunch I, of I just them. imagine you'll have her final form, where she can be all versions of herself without fear. Yeah, that, that's probably... But even in that, you end up where it, Trigon's
2: like, and maybe, if you're good enough, my little girl, you can become that final form. Over here, and it is kind of it. It doesn't look exactly like the goofy. Even future state, it's, it, but it's goofy. It's goofy and as shit. I wanted her to go Galactus with wings, like I, I don't know. Why I want to be
1: that. I'm but telling that's what you, it looks it like looks like, uh, like a a cave painting shadow demon with a jack o' lantern smile, like you will be the destroyer of Worlds. I'm like that goofy fuck. That's who you want me to be, daddy.
2: And is is this supposed to be like the? A loot Like a shadow, like that would... Because it looks like it's just like something frozen in the... I I don't get it. But yeah, it looks pretty goofy. That smile it has on it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm
3: telling you, if if
1: Raven does achieve, or Demon Raven achieves her final (laughs) form, like the the Destroyer of Worlds, the Scourge of the Universe, it better better look better than this. Look at the goofy smile.
2: I I actually went to look back to see what she looked like in uh, Future State. To see if mm-hmm. it did. not it, it, oh, well,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, what was her name? What did they call her? I that? can't was remember. The, um,
2: you say this. I was back reading it and I forget now. I should have paid attention. Yeah, because it had that.
1: that goofy name that was going to be a big deal going forward. That thankfully, let's say we averted that whole scenario, that timeline. I want to say it was like almost like the unfriendly yeah, or was, some it shit like that. It was
2: like the un nice, Unnice. un-nice. <laughs> it was something like that. But uh, her head wasn't like that, but she did. Obviously, she had like the scrawny arms. And the wings and stuff. Do you ever see another thing that I saw the other day? You ever see the picture of when they pull up the feathers on on an owl? You ever see that? Isn't that crazy? Like the real long legs they have? I just looked it up. She's the unkindness. The unkindness. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awful. The unniceties. The unfriendly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I, we better run We're getting attacked Honestly. by the unfriendly and That's all this
1: time and not caring at all I was pretty close Yeah,
2: unkindness Oh, she's unkind. She's infamous. Uh, What would you give this, though? The
1: thing is, it's not a bad issue. It's just like, you know, for all the setup that we have, it's just a little, like, smidge of things here and there, but you don't get an overall big feel of the world that I wanted to have. Yeah, you got that whole news conference at the beginning, but... And you got Melinda- the family, but that's it. That was very... Yeah, but, like, the, even Melinda Grayson being, the, like, the uh, the cheerleader for the Titans felt weird against, the, like, you know, Sarge Steele from the Bureau of Sovereignty and stuff like that. I guess it makes sense being the mayor of Bloodhaven. Titans are coming out of Bloodhaven, but it just didn't feel big enough for the ideas that you're trying to put forth, where it's just one family in a hurricane said, we know what you is, these yeah. boys. <laughs>
2: but, but I, if I was Melinda, I would not have gone on this TV. You're never going to come out good on this, because now maybe what you should have had is, I mean, you probably should could they should have been kind of arrested. Like, they should have, or at least had to go to Washington, D.C., and, you know, go before a committee, and you could have saw, I don't know how fun that is. Even, actually, you could have that in the middle of it. They get a call about something and leave, and then that pisses more people off. Look, they don't even care. That You maybe play that route, because it does feel weird that they're not arrested for what they did, especially Cyborg. I mean, Beast Boy should be and cyborg should be as well. At least
1: those two. Everybody but, uh, should be because now you're eating a Yeah, bread, well, no they were. I
2: mean, they should. Like I said, at the least you could do, you might have a committee and yeah, hey, this is bullshit. We don't want to do this. Maybe cyborg has to register as nonsense mother boxes and things. But Sarge steals right on the money. When he's talking Agreed. about cyborg, he is like right on of exactly what he's, they're not lying. And that's yeah. what I think the cool play. And I said this to some people who thought, oh, this Amanda Waller's too forced. It doesn't seem. You see, when Sarge Steele is saying this stuff, they don't even have to make up stuff. The stuff that is going on is very sus when you look at it at that angle and they're playing that. So I did like that, but we'll see how it all progresses towards that big event. Absolute power, I guess it was called that they yeah. said. I, if people haven't seen the news, it's the terrible trio. Uh, and it's what? Is it Brainiac? And, uh, it's Sarge Steele and uh the Sovereignty with Amanda Waller, I mean, sorry. But, and uh, also, uh, Failsafe, which doesn't seem like. Yeah, very weird. Sorry, I mean, my dog starts barking, and I got a little bit distracted. But what would you give this? What score?
1: Ultimately, I would give this a 6.8 out of 10. I think the art's great throughout. It's just, when you get the goofiness of like the reintroduction of the T-Jets for it to actually mean nothing, it's just, hey, here it is. I'm like, cool. And then it's, it's ridiculous. But then even the goofiness of the scourge of the world's kind of thing at the end with the jack-o'-lantern smile. It's a fine issue. You see the Titans getting back and what their like place in the world is, and you can have a lot of fun with it. But I just don't think it is exactly what I needed coming out of Beast World. to so it's like, hey, the Titans are like, you know, hunted, or their Titans are beloved.
2: Yeah, I do want to point out that before we went to Beast World, we were debating a little if. Uh if, in fact, Wally was saved. Remember, you were like, I don't think we saved him, because it was weird. Yeah, he saved. It doesn't make any sense to the idea away. that the
1: series started out with Wally West trying to solve the murder of himself in the future. <laughs> like, it was, it was a cool story. It was. He was shot in the back by somebody, like, the idea was, that, like, somebody he knew must have shot in the back to be able to get that close to him, and all we had was him on the freaking, like, on Mars with Linda and a mouth monster. Yeah, didn't make sense. Maybe it was that, it was more of a uh,
2: metaphor, stabbing in the back. No, was shot in the back. It didn't or maybe sense. they just
1: changed the timeline enough where that wasn't able to happen. I don't know. It's just... I need, I needed more out of that story. Maybe Tom
2: Taylor's just... Because maybe he didn't think he had a good story there. I thought it was interesting. Well, the how, how great would it be, deal? though?
1: They actually think they solved the case by destroying the Necrostar spore, the shot out of Linda's mouth and stuff like that. And like, okay, we saved Wally. Only for that not to be the thing that they did. But they really put a timetable on it. Like, oh, this is only like, what, 48 hours out or like two weeks? Or something in that like time frame. But somewhere in there. And we beat it. And he wanted to do... You
2: could have set it up with that timetable. It is the classic noir, oh, my God, I'm poison. I have to figure out my murder before I die. But in exactly. the way of time traveling, flash things that I thought it was made was such it a cool hook. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh, but this issue, I'm a little bit lower than you. I'm a 6'5", so it kind of flip flop on the deal. But it's still okay, and you're giving back to things. This seems like it will continue on to be a book that will, build towards the event as well because of what beast boy and how the world thinks of all of them and we'll see again well and you have demon ravens and the thing you have tom taylor with these crazy stories he likes to throw a lot of stories but even some of them like we barely realized that the tamaranian crazy that that all was beast world and brother eternity so we're done we're done with most of this stuff to go forward fresh so i don't mind And he's just going to take over the Church I, of Blood now. I'm telling you, I do think that Raven is going to start protecting Beast Boy more and more, and she's just going to freak out because everybody wants to oh, take
3: shit, down well, Beast that's Boy. That's the and, thing. Yeah.
1: I really think that Dark Raven should really be taking over, like, become the new Sister Blood or something like that. Take That'd over the Church of Eternity cool. for all the followers for her father Maybe. and stuff well, like that. that. But like, for her. But, like, in the background so nobody can know about it as well? Gain that army she wants. If that would be the deal. Get that blood pool going, you know. it would make
2: more sense for her to do it. than brother Eternity, a Tamaranian who wants to rise the Necrostar. Like that really didn't make much sense. It's a so. new branding. Yeah, brother Eternity. He was heading to the stars, Eric. He had stars in his eyes. That guy. Uh, but that is it for this section of books. Uh, we had a good time with these. The Tom sure, Taylor there. section actually was more positive than what it's been. Usually we just get through it really quick and not bored, but end up, hey, we did more and had some different things. So I'm kind of excited for these things going forward. And hopefully everything does pick up like these did. But we'll go off to what is the last section of book? there might be a good one in this section, but but we'll get to some, some nonsense there.
3: (laughs) We'll get to some nonsense in just a minute.
4: She's somebody else Raven, you better watch out Raven, she her best Yo, what happened at the end of beach world? Don't hesitate We found out Dark Raven was Dr. H.A.T. Don't need no Ph.D. Cause Raven, BAD Like Michael Jackson, she's a thriller The Dark Raven, oh no, she a killer up to her chakra gem. If Beast Boy finds out what it's up to, she probably banishes so to hell. So he won't be able to tell. But the whole world is afraid of God. Amanda Wilder took you way too far. Right? She her best self. Right? She somebody else. Right? You better. Far gone. Oh, no, here comes
2: we'll consider that an outro song, Eric. I told you okay. that I, I didn't have a yeah. song for this set, but we just got done. Titans. I maybe even mentioned that song, so I, I'm gonna have to think ahead for these sections to kind of yeah. do this just just to let everybody know the r- real reason. Well, one of the reasons, not just that I get my jollies doing it, but the other is that when we end up doing this, I want to put the podcast up on YouTube and any sort of, you know, parody song or whatever, it gets flagged and it, it takes it down. So these are my attempt to do something a little different. And there you go. And also, you it's end fun. Up, it is. It's so fun. I'm telling you, people don't realize. <laughs> they, they just don't realize. And I ended up like, you were there and like, you did. Re- and I'm like, okay, what, what do you want? I'm like oh, because that song we spent an and, hour and a half just going through genres. An hour and a half, and that's the thing is that song was what did it because you said oh man, Dark Raven that should have been some sort the, of doom
3: the, metal, the doom, doom metal core. version is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that oh, uh, you know what I should have played that. <laughs> 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 next time we have tights, I we're gonna
2: play that one. But oh, it's so fun! It's so fun! And then I ended up where I was like almost like back to the lab for me, like. What are the different genres? I'm like, I'm looking at such weird genres of you're like, Oh, back in the thirties, they had the side genre of big band stuff that ended up being then. I'm like, All right, let's, let's uh, explore that. Cause I did tell some people that my goal is to have at least one comic book song, every genre ever invented. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> so it's tough, but here we are. Of course, we just talked about Raven, but we have two books to end the show. One book that we're going to start with. Is a book that you had kind of guided me? You yes. held my hand, and actually, mm-hmm. you opened up a, a whole new world there—a whole new world. When I ended up where oh my that god, I didn't, think, I didn't think—I didn't think I—I I don't really know. I'm <laughs> sitting. <laughs> when I started world. doing it, I—I I, I almost started doing it, but then somehow I was almost reverting to under the sea. It didn't make sense.
3: A whole new world.
2: Is that better? Yes, it's a lot better. <laughs> See kind of. what I'm doing? Is I wanna. Expand the, there you go Next thing I know Copyright. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be yeah, Now we're done I was going <laughs> to say I'm going to do a nine lives thing to, to hold the world But yeah, when we go ahead, you, you actually made me appreciate this book a lot And actually also a lot of other people People had told me that they were down on the book And they ended up liking it more Because you explained it to us all but also, some people had dropped it and got it again. That's kind of that's the game we like to play. That's the tune I like to dance to, right?
1: When I was doing that, I'm like, I'm getting myself all hyped. But ever since I got to that point, I'm like, I can't wait to see what happens next. Every issue I've had next is making me lesser and lesser like, enthused about it, which is killing me. And now I just realized here we are. It's, I, I'll, give, I'll give the credits first, but Green Lantern War Journal number six, written by Philip Kennedy Johnson with Arpai Montos, Adriana Lucas, and Dave Sharp. And I realized with this issue, we're just getting back to Philip Kenny Johnson's stuff from Warworld with the fire of Ogram, and I have no idea. Like, this is the continuation of that concept because the radiant dead that have come to this world, the Revenant Queen, to kill Jon Stewart because she couldn't beat him in her universe, she's the dead daughter that Ogram killed when he was mad that the other god said, all right, we're going to split you into seven parts, and the one part, the fire of Ogram is what Superman used in Warworld." so we're just, like, continuing on because, like everything else... It just seems like he never has enough time to tell a story. So, like, you know, we're just moving sh- – we're shifting things over here, whether it makes sense or not.
2: And, and sh- yeah, you could say, like, the ship – but in my mind, and I'm a little more cynical, I guess, but I just sat there like, no, well, this book isn't selling, and it isn't, and nobody's talking about it. It's the greatest hits here because that's his greatest hit. Though, again, people go gaga. The other greatest hit where we're, we're going to get, we're going to get the multiversal House of L. They're going to be showing up at sometime soon because that's his other thing. And I, I just look at him like, come on, dude, you're, you're, you're telling a story that I want to be interested in the here and now. I don't need you grabbing back because you didn't have enough time. Or even then, he, he went past that to then be but now we're going to dig deep
1: into the because well. Do and, we, do we actually need to use Green Liner War Journal to maybe discover the other elements of Olgrim, the other six parts that weren't but the who fire? Wanted,
3: do you want that?
1: Like, do we I, introduce, I you know, do we introduce the super twins? Because the one boy, he was the, was also, or oh, I always forget what they are now because we actually haven't dealt with them in a little bit, but also, yeah, but he's the heir to Ulgrim because of the power they, they use to resurrect him. So like, do we bring him back at some point in this book or do we actually have to wait for the next title that Philip Kenny Johnson gets on to c- continue the story further?
2: My, my thing that I worry, because again, I, I like War War. Yeah, I didn't right. like it as much as a lot of people. It, it actually it, it reminds me of something because sometimes people will jump on, you know, a book or a writer where they just they won't admit anything went wrong. So when I actually say to people like, "Oh, I actually are giving Philip Kenny Johnson props at points, saying, "Oh man, the story was good. It's a shame that they ended up cutting it off at the, the knees both times." And what are you talking about? They didn't do that. It was uh, I'm like, "No, no, no. When they wanted Superman to come back to Earth, Things just went boom, boom, boom. And we went and it's hard. People do that. It's good. I, just to piss other people off, we have said this. It's the Hawkman book by Venditti, where everybody says it's the greatest book. Every single there issue. has been in the origin of Hawkman. Fell apart after the first 12 issues. And they want, and so I just don't get it. And so when you get this, if you aren't reading this book, you know, are you gonna jump on it because oh my god, they said Ogram in it. Let's let's run. I, I don't think I would. If you're not That's already it's t- like a big fan and already reading it, then that might be a cool thing. But I think this I don't seemed, need thing, you to, this do
1: seemed to be the thing that Philip Kennedy Johnson wanted to write the most about, especially in War World Because we even spent what felt like issues dealing with the mythology of this whole thing and the necropolis where Ogram was like, you know, being stored in the fire and stuff, and who could use it, you know, even that the, the being the thing that allowed us to have Genesis and everything else. It's just that went on too long to the point when we he had to get off the book. We had to finish up fast. It felt like to get you know Superman back to Earth. And now that we he is a war guy, but now going back to it because now you have to talk about the idea because this is a god, right? Now the gods exist outside the multiverse. You might have avatars and stuff like that, but you have like pretty much this is one version for the entire multiverse who will have avatars of himself throughout. So this is the Orgrim. Orgrim though from this other universe. And the stories that we have are based on the daughter that he killed there. And that's the Revenant queen that's pissed off about to the point. We're we even talking about the Revenant queen of her universe knows so much about John Stewart because of when she killed and inhabited Kat Matui of that world. And I'm like, I'm They start throwing things I out there. I thought it there. was
2: like, in general. I thought they were playing that immediately. I thought like, because she was mad, but then he throws it in. Oh, I jump between things, which then, yeah. Throw shade towards I'm the, a body you know, hopper. His, his
3: sister then, there. The, the thing the is, own.
1: the one thing that is like really stands out still that you want to know more of in this issue is the connection to the dark stars. Is it actually some kind of deep connection that feels like it's going to be like big, or is it just going to end up being something? Oh, yeah, I did some shit with the controllers and dark stars in my universe and it has no relevance here. Yeah,
2: that's what's the weird play. Now, here's so funny because when I, I sat down to read this. I'm like, all right. Like I said, I actually, it's kind of getting dumbed down a bit is why mm-hmm. you're getting a little upset. And, I, but I'm a dummy. And even putting John back in the rig in my mind was a mistake. And I think that we talked about it. I guess it was the reg. Yeah, it was. It was the, uh, the Jeremy Adams, the Green Lantern book where the last issue, I, like maybe it was last week when I said to you, like, maybe, you know, you, you know, too much, you know, the, nobody's ever said that to you. I think I made that joke then, <laughs> but. Maybe your baggage and everything you know from the grit was making you not being able to enjoy it because it is going a little more basic and it's trying to have fun and there's some. But in this, I like that when we start out, I, I open it up and I'm like, oh, shit, they're reading. So this is like that War World shit when when everything was a fairy tale. They're reading stories. Yeah. I'm like, and then we get to it. And I'm like, oh, I see. That's why. I'm like, I don't need that here. I I know that people love it, but this isn't that book. And this book is is. Trying, not, I guess it's trying hard to get people involved. Now you're throwing something else in there where maybe a lot of Green Lantern fans didn't read the War World stuff. You know, they're here for the Green Lantern, and now he's going to try to grab the people. Hey, everybody, the people who are mad that my Action Comics thing got come on over here i don't think it works that way and it just feels and I was and just if it was in
1: case to a degree i wish he would have said something ahead of time for action comic fans and philip kennedy johnson fans to know hey look i want to continue the idea of the world and stuff that i started here and i'm going to be doing that in the future in this book green lantern wardrobe i'm doing like, but i, I think I he just,
3: might have actually like i wasn't
1: sitting there and reading every tweet that philip kennedy johnson put out even though i follow him but it, for some reason, this issue, it feels so out of nowhere for just to get the at the, the the light of Orgrim and stuff like that. What we're getting like, you know, the daughter that he killed when he went mad, the reason that he was split in all these parts, that's the uh, like the revenant queen. And she's the, like the queen of the radiant dead. And I'm like, all right, that, that could be cool. I just don't know how we do that in another universe aspect, even though it should be like, you know, multiversal as far as we're talking about it. But you put John back in a ring in the previous issue, I think it was. And in this issue, we see that other lantern from the other universe, Sh- Lantern Shepherd, He gets killed, like, you know, but taken over by the Radiant Dead here. And we have this whole big idea that Jon Stewart comes to his mind, though, after he takes on, like, Lantern Varus of the Radiant Dead and stuff like that. That goes on a little bit too long in my mind for even what Varus is doing with, like, oh, we're Derelands and we can shape shift and I know that about felt you. Oh, like, because more of lore. Stuff. That's why I was like, he he becomes his, like John Stewart's father. It doesn't do anything. It's just, but it just continues on the big battle that we have. And it should look great. And it doesn't feel as big as it was because I feel like we've diminished John from the power that he had to put him back in this weird ring that he has that I don't still fully don't understand. But when we have the idea that, you know, oh my God, we've got to save Lantern Shepherd before he's infected by the Radiant Dead and has taken over like everybody else here. And John comes to the conclusion, like, I can use my power of light. If I become full light, the light of will, I can do anything. I'm like, Al Jordan did that shit years ago, and you're the, you're the mortal guardian, this freaking new, new god, and you're just coming to this conclusion now, and I have no idea why this is something that is becoming like, it it feels lesser for some reason, like, uh, I don't even know how to put, put, putting him in the ring. Putting him in the ring feels like it lessened him only to have this like this thing that he's doing that feels like it's outside of the ring's power at this point. This feels like more of his power that he would have had before he had to put the ring on to channel it so he didn't become infected himself. I don't even know if I'm making any sense right now, but when this happens, it feels like a repeat.
2: To me, it felt like and that's the problem. It felt and we talk about maybe to the detriment of some of the books where Philip Kennedy he is good when he takes over a book or he does something to you know give some props to what came before it. he's I mean in this book who would have known that he would have sat there and really dug deep in the you know Jeffrey Thorne stuff but it's in the continuity and he goes with it He does respect he respect it. the stuff Bendis did uh, you know and, and continue to people would roll their eyes but it doesn't seem like it, it felt like somebody didn't tell him that how did this and did it in a better way.
1: Well, it, not even a better way because the one thing well, that I want in this happened. is for John just to use his new power, right? His new, new God power that he has from the God Storm previously, even though it's being channeled through a ring and feels different now than it was. But I need him to say because of who he is and the power that he wants that he is able to do this better because the problem with how Jordan would like, you know, he would become pure will. He would lose himself in his construct body that he would become. He wasn't Hal Jordan anymore. and He had to make sure that he tampered that or he would be completely gone. John using the power seems like he says Hey if I'm made of all light The light of will I am invincible and can do Anything that's something but it also makes It like you you can't have anything That can go up against John Stewart at this point either
2: Yeah it's weird now What do you what do you think of Shepherd Now like going,
1: like, it's weird because he. Well, it's even funny because he he cures Lantern Shepherd of the Radiant Dead infecting his body. And all I could think of then as well was the special sauce freaking power that Simon Bass had of the Emerald Healing. Oh,
2: yeah, the Emerald Healing. It, yeah, so it's also like, what's going on with this ring? Like, what, what is he now? Is he like a new entity type deal? Because that ring went off. That ring. And in a weird way, went off in a different unit. Like, it's, it felt weird. He his. I don't know what's well, going that,
1: on. That, that was a different lantern, wasn't oh, it? Oh,
2: yeah, that was the, that was the different okay. lantern. You're right. That, it, for some reason, I'm he like, oh, did. He did I was going <laughs> to ask you, then why I want what to, what do you think happens to that ring? Because that that's, ring that's is a great going question. off now. And yeah. that's where I thought that maybe, like, wouldn't it be cool if that did go to, like, I'm, not that Hal's ring is wonky, but if he wanted to get off of, off-planet that ring would be able to do it or I thought maybe the sister would get it in a weird, wacky way, but she kind of well, has her own is, the ring. it's funny, I thought it was Shepherd at one point, and then the, no, I no, was because, really intrigued because I thought maybe, because of the different universe, I thought it was going to be oh,
1: neat well that's the thing, with this, I believe isn't this the guy who, um who is a part of the United Federation Green Lantern Corps, who does this. So when the idea that he gets impaled by the Radiant Dead, he's trying his best to try to get this thing off, finding kind new of host. Badass. He, cut, he cuts his hand off to try to stop the infection, almost like a zombie bite where you cut the limb off before it can infect your whole body. And the ring goes off to, it to find a new replacement sentient you to life form. And I'm like, were well, you quick enough? Or is there a bit of the Radiant Dead in there that will infect the whole are you of your quick Green enough? Lantern ring?
2: Are you going to end up like Morgan? That's what I'm <laughs> saying.
1: <laughs> He done but again, it, but that's the thing, is I say that anyway, because it doesn't really matter whether or not this happens because even we saw Averos when he was taken over, his ring was corrupted, and it just like That's kind of what I got to do too. It.
2: What I really thought was cool with this guy. Again, now I want to give him a cat to knack, I guess, yeah. as they yell. He he well, the ring is gonna go and it does go looking for a replacement, but he does end up he cuts it off because I think he knows that it would affect the ring, and that's a badass move. But also says, "Tell the United Planets," but it's not going there. It's, it's weird. It's weird. But I really wish it was Shepherd. Yeah, yeah. You have this going in there. That ring's going out there. So we'll see what that does mean. And I—that's the thing It's like doing the idea. That
1: if it goes on to a new person, I don't know if you could say that's going to affect that person. It's going to we're going to leave behind on this world to screw up with the Olgrim and the, the Olgram might with the Radiant Dead or not. But it just feels like. The way that the Green Lantern ring should be connected through the AI, that even like this should have happened when Barros was taken over initially.
2: Yeah, I, I just like the idea, though, that it the, like, I don't know how they're playing it because then somebody you're gets right. it. The ring goes on, like, hey, you're wassy. I think he's you, fine. You I think we're just
1: showing the sacrifice of like what well, you got to do. It. It's going But it go does. Off and find I mean, you person. have that side
2: bit where you really point out, like, it could have zipped off and it's like looking for replacements, any, you know, initiated. So it's going off. I think that the person who gets it's going to be like, oh shit, we're in trouble. Like it's going to, oh God, these. great. Maybe it'll, it'll play out, but we'll see. We'll see how it works. But like you said, though, the healing of the Simon Baz, but also definitely the, it's, it's really funny when you're reading it and you are familiar with the stuff that happened with the pure will of Hal Jordan, where John's saying it as if like he's wowing us and you're mm-hmm. just looking at it like, you, I've seen this before, Jeff. Like I, I get it. No, no. You're like I'm pure will. Like you, you don't. No, no, no. I, I've seen it. Like exactly what you're doing here, and it just felt weird. It did lessen it a, a bit. Uh, at one point, you have a little bit. like You have <laughs> Shepard makes it like, a, like these guys. Oh man, you're a high fantasy fella, You are. I'm like,
1: come on, man. Some badass let's constructs. Go. It was cool. Yeah, the constructs look great. Even when John Stewart goes and ha- creates that gigantic like you know Gatling gun thing, it actually just looks like McFarlane's you know like uh John Stewart figure that comes with a Construct Gatling gun that looks exactly like that. Like that's badass. If you're using that as a model, good for you. And so, and when you do, also just to tie
2: it in, because at that moment the mom is you know the Construct sisters there, the book, hey, this is great, whatever. And then John, because this book is centered a lot through the mom, John remembers, oh, when she told me to look into things and stuff, I actually thought, like, are you going to dissect people here? I thought he was actually going to start ripping people and it was the ring. He's but then that just goes boom, 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 pure will, the light, boom. And
3: I could kill him. And that's the yeah, thing. As he
1: becomes pure light at this point, is able to take the radiant dead out of uh, Lantern Shepherd at that point and cure him completely. It's just such a weird idea, though, because we have the Revenant Queen, now that John is pure light and stuff like that, and become as powerful as the builder version of himself in the other universe. She is now plans on taking John Stewart to her universe and making him the the host for Olgram's light and stuff because all these are just windows for Olgram to pass through. But she plans on using John as the host of Olgrim, which is a weird concept because Olgram was split into seven pieces. One of those pieces was the fire of Olgrim that was used on one of the super twins. So I don't know if that's enough. Do we? Do you have? Did you collect them all besides for the fire? Do you have the majority of Olgram's pieces that you plan on using? Because I don't know how this works now,
2: and I don't know that people it's, it's weird because this book the biggest problem at the beginning was you were referencing a lot of other things now they're they they were not necessarily philip Kimmy johnson things but you end up where you have to know you know the worlds without a, a justice league you have to know this and it, it was hard to get into it seems like they were getting out much to your chagrin they're getting away hey let's dumb it down to then just push it to oh we're gonna go and now go to other things that maybe people need to explain in the, cause you're going to have to explain things more oh, yes. by throwing it into a book that isn't War World and your action comics. And I don't understand. I get it that this is, it's a desperation move to me. This is like Philip Kenny Johnson's version of Batman being on. And because he over- I think he just wants to tell his story to the no, conclusion. No, he wants to, to have his fans go out because this isn't Superman or action comics. He's already, when you said you don't look at his Twitter, the reason why I said the House of L stuff, he, he already said they're going to, he didn't yeah, say the specific before, yeah. book, but he did say they're cut, but now this is the only book unless he's going to put him in the Hulk over at Marvel. And once you see the Ogram, I'm like, that's what we're going to get. We're going to get these greatest hits of first, but I hate to say it. He's a people like he, the reason why his books don't, the reason why he got taken off of action comics wasn't because the stories were bad. It wasn't selling. Still, people who like them love them, but there's just not a lot of people out there. He still doesn't have that big marquee name. So throwing this in, I don't think it does anything but, you know, maybe get people confused that might trump it. I just, I don't get it. I, I actually thought this book was going into a way where I thought, okay, this is cool. I, I really don't want to go back to that shit.
1: Well, it's and, such a it's weird idea too because. We take John to another universe, whether it's the Reverend Queen or she. She's just a window herself from her father Olgrim, and again, she's just a construct. But John is teleported away, and for whatever reason, in the sky, far away from where he teleported, we have a dark star symbol burning in the sky at night. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. No.
2: And then you have like, oh, what are you doing there, little girlie? You going off to look for your brothers? And she goes and has the word bubble. Of what we saw of the, you know, radiant dead, and saying, "I think John's gonna be a while yet." While she's staring at, it like yeah. nobody else notices this, the thing in the deal. Even at one point, I love where John, like, "Tell us what this dark star bullshit that you keep throwing out here. What does it mean?" Zap, they're out. And I'm like, oh god, I, like, I, I thought that might be interesting, but
1: I, I don't know. I, I'm worried I'm that the you, there, book is going to cool lose things. me again. I, I again, I, I agree. It's, I think it's losing me just because we have a lot of stuff that we're doing that I don't fully understand or know how. Phil Kennedy Johnson's going to try to tie it all together. I still enjoy some of this book though. Like the the fights are badass. The contracts are really cool. The stuff you're doing with John's powers cool. I just have a trouble on like you know, like um wrapping my head around it for how we're putting him in a ring to bypass using his power because he needs a tool so the radiant dead doesn't take him it becomes a lot is what i'm saying so i have all of this i still want to know where it goes especially with the dark star connection because i am a fan of that and the art i think looks great it's just a lot all at once that's going to drive i think a lot of people away who might have come back but i'm giving it a 6.5 out of 10 yeah i'm a six
2: and I said, I, I actually was really starting to get into it and like it, yet I still need you to explain some things. Like I think Shepard got, but the thing is, I, I just, I want to like it, but now you're going off into this other direction again. And, and you're going to, what's going to happen is he's going to end up where they're going to decide this is only a maxi series and he'll still won't be able to tell his damn story and, and not tell the story. It's just.
1: But it is funny to me, too, because maybe we do need a John Stewart with the the new, new god power that he possesses from the god storm now. Because from what we just saw before, even other things, but like the idea that Gog, a god of the third world, wasn't shit compared to Darkseid, a god of the fourth world, right? And now, uh, Olgrim, he is a god of the first world, which makes me think that he's a pussy little bitch. And so maybe he does need a power up. <laughs> He might. <laughs> he he just might. So that, I'm th- saying th- you bring and back, I think everybody, everybody's going to be able to kick his ass. Yeah, just I, I don't know. I,
2: I just, it's weird. Here's the thing: if you're going to go, if this was the story all along, we wasted a lot of time in between getting this. This should have been the focus to get and explain more. Do the guy, but he kind of left it, it. You even were mad. It, it looked like he left things behind. But now we're going to twist it in the... I don't get it. I get it. I think they're <laughs> just trying to make it sell, but I don't think this is the deal. It ends up like one of those actors that's known for that one movie, and they just, like, 10 years later, they're well, gonna the have thing. a part they, they two that wa- nobody... They don't
1: want to be known for that movie after that until they're desperate 10 to 15 years later. Yeah,
2: and then they come out with part two, and nobody watches it, right? Yeah. Part two. Or... Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah part by two, that man,
2: damn. <laughs> actually, by that, it's, like, part four, because... They've already – they moved on and had like one of those direct video like Dumb and Dumber oh, yeah.
3: or two or oh, something. No, now you have to go is, back.
1: No, the thing is you say that. This is like the movie Universal Soldier. Nobody knows that they had a two and three that came out on HBO that was – made like. but then all of a sudden Jean-Claude Van Damme wanted back in. So like, oh, none of those movies ever happened. Here's Universal Soldier, The Return. Yeah, and I just
2: I, – I do worry that Philip Kennedy Johnson is going to be stuck in the steelware, and it might not be him. I mean, this might be editors saying, listen, smack-ass. I don't know why they call them that. <laughs> they s- editors. Listen, smack-ass. Maybe they have to be meaner to some of these people. But Listen, smack-ass. Get this war I see all the Twitters. that The people only like your war worlds. And then he says back, listen, I th- I told you that. That's why I didn't want you to kick me off the butt. Shut your mouth, smack-ass, they say. And <laughs> wow. then they make him put it in this, and he's like, yeah, whatever, I don't know why you deal with this, Phil Kenny Johnson. This is a hostile work environment. Sign my check, and then yeah, but he's a nice guy, he isn't seems like a really nice guy. Oh, seems I like agree. A,
1: and you say, I don't watch, I don't, I don't follow his Twitter. No, I follow his Twitter, I just don't see everything he tweets.
2: I'll tell you, like when we talk, we try not to get too personal right with each other, but also the uh-huh. things like when we get mad at something. But I, you know, we'll scream about some people, but we don't say that the nice people often enough, like a Jeremy Adams or a Phil oh, yeah. Kenny Johnson, they are really, really nice. and. I've I never talked to Philip Penny Johnson. I just see some of the things that he has things
3: with the people he's nice to, right? I don't know why yeah. the, guys, the editors they just need him though. Maybe somebody, somebody need, maybe needs, needs to help. Of. Why would he take that? They'd call him smacked ass. This is weird. It's a weird thing. I well, think Jimmy
2: right. Palmiotti should go and start, like, you know, busting heads in. I'll mention Jimmy Palmiotti. That's why I said that here in this next book, Eric, because here we go. We have one last book. It is Catwoman. It's Nine Lives, part four. It is Catwoman oh. number 62. Yeah, part four. It is, uh, by Teeny Howard. Story by Teeny Howard. She's just not a writer. She is a storyteller. Carmine DG DeMonico, Veronica Gandini, Lucas Catoni on art. And it is a. Kind of a suicide squad back in the day long, suicide ago, squad. No, no, the it, long ago, but the idea of long ago.
1: Suicide squad now that doesn't make any sense.
2: No. Well, it's just long ago at the first, at the beginning. No, no, in the beginning, though, this is this
1: is a thing where she no, I'm is saying like you
2: start in long ago. Uh, okay, But what I'm what I want to point out is the long ago doesn't seem that long ago the way they're describing it. And then you get to this team. That makes no sense. That's kind well, of... Well, again, cool
1: from, from seeing the the way that Catwoman is dressed in this, this is like, you know, around the 90s era, which I would personally want to put maybe at the most seven years ago is in my mind from when this happened. When she has her first encounter with Amanda Waller, when she's trying to steal from her, and then in order to get out of being arrested and whatever terrible thing is going to happen... For some reason, Amanda Waller's like, hey, look, I want you to be a part of the Suicide Squad. I got you dead to rights, but you know what? Give me an I.O.U. and we'll call it even Steven. When was this ever happening?
2: I I mean, right now, Amanda Waller's really throwing her weight around. and um, That's
3: not fair. And and, 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 for some reason...
1: All these years later, Catwoman feels obligated now that she has these nine lives to honor this debt that she has with the Mandalore, to do what a wants, to go and be a part of the Suicide Squad, to go to Kondok and steal from Black Adam.
3: This is how stupid
2: Teeny Howard is. First off, in the long ago that starts again, why is everything in the vents? We're always in the vents in this. <laughs> that's where Catberg always go. But that's it. But here's the play. And we said, lesser heart. Teeny Howard knows nothing about prison And I'm glad of that I, I say that to my wife sometimes when she's like Oh, I saw this policeman here and that guy there And I'm like, you know what, I like I like that I don't know them by name Because that means I don't really, you know, interact with them I don't get But you have here where she doesn't understand Like the mob slash Amanda Waller thing of the IOU should be what Amanda Waller decides, Agreed. you you know, I'm pulling you in now. There's never in anybody like this who says, okay, you're going to owe me a favor, but you get to decide when that happens. Because really what you could do is never decided. <laughs> she just decides because she has nine lives. Like, oh, I want to get this out of it. That's not how it works. It's such, this is, T.D. Howard does this all the time where everything immediately and even the slightest way, because it, it's okay. It's flawed. It always is flawed. Her stupid stories. Even then, you you go and mention, oh, I was in prison there with the the deal for months. I'm like, you were in prison with for scandal,
1: three scandal days. Savage. For it scandal's so weird too, because it almost feels like somebody told her, that, like, scandal being here in your story doesn't make sense to the point where Catwoman says, "I don't know scandal well, but that's not like her. What she did, she doesn't work with her dad, and she stays in bed with her two redheaded wives if she can help And I'm like, I get that, and even to the point where she, like, Catwoman, saying to herself. To the point where we have to have a former friend of Scala say, hey, see, hi to her two redheaded wives from me. I'm like, all right, you just learned something new and really got to throw it down now. And
2: the weird thing is the funny because she's been writing these characters too long for this to come up right now for her to be because it is it is something like where you have like the word of the day and you start r- walking around saying facetious about everything. During the day, like Ooh, he learned a new word Like all of a sudden she learned something new about Characters, she already wrote, throws it in But in that too, I need To see this play where I thought we actually were going to get it here of Show me that clever idea That you had of how this all worked Because it didn't make sense and it was thrown in there of Catwoman was just in like a County prison, then everybody's getting Arrested
1: going, but we never saw that clever Such a weird idea for her to be in county prison Too and not Blackgate yeah, it was so – because she doesn't understand things. So the big
2: idea of Vandal Savage and the Gotham – Just imagine. Was,
1: you have Gotham County Prison, which our story took place with Catwoman Prison, flush with metahumans, dangerous ass metahumans. County Prison. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's –
2: I blame Nightwing. He ended up – that big prison in Bloodhaven, he tore it down, and where the fuck are they going to put the people They go in there? Black so gate. even that – Here, here's the greatest thing. She's trying in a weird way to make us think that she had a story from before because it's it does. Oh, you mean that scandal set this up with, the you know, when she knew that Catwoman who really didn't murder somebody, but was going to take the rat, but could have gotten out, went there like it doesn't make sense. You wouldn't. It doesn't make make sense against her character. And then, yeah. And then you throw it in here and then throw in that new oh the
3: two redhead. Really? Like so stupid.
2: So you go, and the, the backup is, you know, or to get to where we are in the current deal of, oh, I, <laughs> the favor, though, of her going still bothers me. I'm like, I'm here to pay off. It's usually somebody there to collect, but she's there. I'm here to pay. I got the nine lives.
1: And well, oh, how I'm did she know where I was? In- because Ravage is a part of your team, and she is important to somebody that is important to me. Red Hood. So I tracked her down, knowing that you would be here as well, so I could finally pay up that debt now that I'm flush with lives. Shouldn't say the flush with lives part, because that's going to be a big uh, turning point later on, where because of her nine lives, Catwoman is able to have no effect to a brain bomb.
2: Yeah, but then also you have to throw in more shit. But even then, when she says, I, this is w- where I talked earlier, too, about the setter's notes. Because you're there, and she says, hey, I, I've been paying attention to Ravager." And this will be like, kill two birds with one stone. i keep an eye because there's somebody that I care about who cares about her, whatever. You don't need an editor's note. I think that that's a cool play for people who know. Oh, that means Jason Todd. You love that. You love that. Yeah, finish. I love Bradford and Jason together. But to have it like TD, it, it, this is again, it's, it's what she, she always explains her jokes or these little references. That's just a little wink wink. You do not need an editor's note. They're talking. It's almost like you have like, they're talking to you on the side of like, that's not an editor, that's a weird thing Also, when you get the Ravager's powers, chemical enhancement And training similar to that of her father Juicy fact, roses last seen Gotham I'm like, you kind of are missing a bit of her power set
3: Here What's And just That's
2: her big power And they don't mention it, because I think that it ruins She must have thought, well she knows she this needs and that. Precoctive. Yeah, why isn't it there? And then there's, here's the, the weird thing That is kind of, it is a wink wink A little and I, I actually recognized that this was the Jimmy Palmiotti thing, and I thought, okay, she's playing around. I don't know if she's trying to get, but it says, uh, you know, Sportsmaster and Clock King. And it says Sportsmaster is the father of Artemis Kroc and the former partner of Clock King. You
1: know, they're going well, around. That's the thing is, was this the Clock King that we had in that? Because it even says the juicy fact a Clock King once saved Sportsmaster's life after Sportsmaster used a tactical nuke on a shopping mall. i like, I think this might be a story that's not the Palmiotti one that they're referencing, though. Because I remember that on a boat.
2: No, I went back and looked, though, and okay. still, it's the same one. It's not the newer one. It is him. And, and it, what Jimmy Palmiali and Amanda Conner did was, wink, wink, they're gay lovers. They ended up saying it and said that because when they would have, they would they kept throwing out sexual innuendos at each other. I'm telling you, it was kind of funny. And then people started questioning Jimmy Palmiati. I looked it up because I'm like, I remember this. a I looked it up and there's like a bunch of articles that never was said full out. But when people would ask Jimmy Palmiotti on Twitter, hey, are they a couple, couple? And he just kept saying, well, they live together. That's all he kept saying to everybody. <laughs> and the people, though, were then saying, oh, thank you so much. I always wanted this. And then Jimmy Palmiotti would turn, they're just living together. Like, he, he yeah. would never say either or. But it, it, when you say the partner, then, for some reason, because of that, I was thinking that, but it's also partners.
1: And they're okay partners a crime. Oh, no. The, the idea... Look, you know, Amanda Waller has put a team of Suicide Squad members together to grab, I'm going to try not to butcher this, the beard of put, which is one of those dangly beard things that a pharaoh used to wear, but it was for a female one. And she needs this thing for Black Adam over there in conduct, but she puts together a Suicide Squad where Catwoman is the leader, because, you know, owing her that favor at all, with Ravager Sportsmaster Jeanette from the, uh, set from, um, the Secret Six, Black Alice, and the Clock King. And I'm like, look, this is... It's a weird team, but I'm here for it. Clock King is, like, pretty much useless in this damn story, and the only reason he's here is because I think Sports Masters is here, and you're trying to have that little fun with it. But I think this is an interesting team. I like when you have teams that aren't always featuring, you know, Harley and Deadshot and Killer Croc and King Shark and Captain Boomerang. I like this. This is a very specific team for what they need to do, whether this is the right team that you need them to do. It's cool to see them together in this light.
2: Sometimes you're going to have a problem with, the like, and just as an aside, the one thing where I, the reason why I remembered sport, Sportsmaster especially was he was in that Harley right when Power Girl came and I liked that yeah. arc. Not the many. And he it was, he was in the mall and he was just like hitting tennis okay. balls and shit at people. And and I, I must
1: be thinking about the one where they came back on a boat.
2: Yeah. Yeah. At one point he was there and they were doing so. But even when you're, you're doing this, you have a pro, you're putting together a team because you want to have, okay, I need this power set, this. But you are going for something specific, and a lot of times, teams like this, there's one person that you really need, and then you just throw Black shit Alice. in there. And that's what this is. You need Black Alice. And then, hey, let's go. And in in some points, I'd say that maybe Teeny Howard wasn't allowed to use other people. Also, it's kind of a weird thing to have this when we're going to have that Suicide Squad book coming out. Uh, in the near future, but maybe I I want to give her credit, and she's like, "Hey, I want to have a fun team, but I, I don't. I have a feeling the other is just like, yeah, just throw this guy, this guy, this guy, and that girl, and that saw girl." I the
1: team that we're coming together. I really thought that Roy Harper was going to be a part of that. It seems like he's doing something separate outside of the Suicide Squad for Amanda Waller, which is very disappointing.
2: Yeah, and uh I don't know. Maybe even it would be cool with Catwoman with these nine lives. Like instead of saying, "Hey, is on the team," and I want to keep. Maybe she could have been looking into other things like but I guess that's not her story, but
1: well this, this is just playing, one this is just one of those things on her bucket list that one she of those always wanted things. to accomplish, but she was always afraid that she would die if she tried. But now she's flush with life, she can do whatever the fuck she wants.
2: Her big thing is I, I was afraid to be on the suicide squad, but now I will be, not knowing what the is. it's just weird. It's it's a weird setup. Plus the other thing that got me, you're you're going and you're really going heavy with the two wives. You know, yeah. with, with Skittle Savage. Then Skittle, you have yeah. partners in there, and then you have a thing where they're going to get a beard. And I swear, I thought, I'll give her, a, I thought we were going to get a lot of beard jokes and stuff like that. We didn't get that Which is sweat. funny because
1: I don't remember the other wife of Skittle. I'm sure she has it. It's just, I always think of Knockout, and that's it for some reason. Yeah. So I, it's
2: thrown in there for no reason. It's very weird, but they're going to go, in this whole thing. I think thing it's is... because
3: people
1: ask, hey, what's up with this? And mm. then she had no answer. it
2: yeah. And actually she looked it up. And like you said, she just found out of it. She's like, okay, here we go. Uh, yeah. And I also like that what she said, what she does here is you have Ketlin where she's had the outfit anyway, but in my mind, she's like, well, I got to get back in the old custom because that's when I made the IOU, but she's been going around in the anyway. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but she has the nine lives and off they go. This is Dealing hardly Black a. This is hardly
1: an Ocean's Eleven. Uh, no, and it's, it's pretty much a smash and grab at this point in time. We do a yoink. Black Alice steals some of Black, uh, Black Adam's power, which is cool, but it's such a weird idea for how the power works because it's always like I'm, I'm trying to think of how Black Alice's power works in a way where if the person calls upon that power again, it's taken away from Black Alice so she doesn't have it before. But when we see that Black Adam needs to call upon it again, he says Shazam. But he's already a powered up version. So it's such a weird idea how we're doing this whole thing. Later on, she'll she she'll steal some teleportation from him, and that's fine. It's just such a weird idea for how we're doing it. Black Black Alice is a cool character. We just saw her in Lazarus Planet collecting all the power for the Devil Nezhaw. So it's cool to see her again here taking power from Black Adam. I just made this actually made me think though, for the stuff that they're actually referencing, that I actually do have to go back and read that priest Black Adam series because they're referencing shit in this book with it. Yeah.
2: Teeny Howard is Nobody's reading this book You think this is going to be important Because Teeny Howard says in one offline Oh, there's new gods that he goes with Nobody gives a rat's ass about the Nobody's reading this If this was Batman Or if this was Superman Then I'd say, oh shit But have we seen this in Shazam? We don't see in the Shazam A book that you would really throw it out there Nobody cares Teeny Howard does this Because she has no other ideas of what's going on And then, oh, what is that? Okay, I'll write that
1: down And so in that look. I, I just feel that maybe I need to read that Because other people might reference it down the line I don't know, it's a possibility But the book takes a complete weird turn And I say weird turn because it's not exactly a weird turn Because, you know, when, when uh, Black Alice Teleports her and Catwoman away to a safe room A, a trophy room of uh, Black Adams They see a statue of Bastet and, Like, Catwoman touches and she's transported To the realm of Bastet Like, outside of the sphere of the gods We have seen the freaking kitty cat Freaking god in the mirror doing weird shit Throughout this guy and story but now but now we have this Bastet cat god of Egypt with the, their cats and, like, you know, Sobag, Hut, and Ankh, and all this other stuff. And they're like, you know what? My kitty cats, they want to grant, like, a little favor upon you. If, you. if you should ever need it, you just have to say their names and stuff like that. And the thing is, if you say their names, like, the, the way it works out, like, the, the gods that give Black his black power, the gods and champions that give, you know, uh, Captain Marvel's power, or the goddesses that give Mary Marvel her power, The kitty cat's name spell out Shazam when you say it, like, in the acronymic form like that. So at one point, Catwoman, to escape this whole thing, get away from Mandalore by the end of this issue, will actually say Shazam, get the power of kitty cat gods, and fly out of there, and or teleport. Who knows? We turn Catwoman into a magical being with nine lives, and in this issue, she says Shazam. And I was going to
2: say, nobody likes their nine lives, and now she's Shazam. And you get it with these cats. Why does it have
1: to be Shazam? Why do you have to have the magic word spell Shazam that is such... It's one of those things, like the idea that I complained about all well, the time. I when did you read something.
2: Finished. Didn't you read about that? They did have what? a thing on Twitter. She wanted it to spell out pussy, though if they would let her. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh uh, God. Yeah. Pussy. But no, it's, uh, it, goes, it goes back to my argument whenever we talk about the fifth dimensional imps, where you start out strong with Mr. Missile Spitlick, right? And then it's like, all right, let's give Batman one of them. done. His name's Batmite. He's a fed. He's not a hater. Okay. These two are fine. But ever since you then, you add new, like, imps and stuff like that, they're always so-and-so might, and they're just jokey fucking Stan fanboys of whatever character it is, and that's all you ever get. And this feels along the same way of the Shazam thing, like, oh, you're going to get a magical power, but you got to save a magic word. Shazam. I'm like, it didn't have to be that. You can have a goddess a freaking bestow power they onto somebody said it without on saying Twitter. Shazam. Did
2: you see? They, they... The pussy. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but... It's a weird thing, too, like the way she puts it there. I know that you could work it out, but she mentions the two cats first, but then mentions all of them. Well, She says a 10 and Mal right there. They like you, too. Cats are special. And then goes through and yeah, they're there. But you kind of don't throw those in the same panel as then what you're going to spell out. Shazam, because they're at the end then. And in this, it's just like, oh, look, the cats cats like you. They're going to give you a special
1: power. What is going on in this book? I mean, the the play of Catwoman. I like you, Catwoman, because me being best at the goddess of Egypt, the the Egyptian goddess of kitty cats and all that good stuff. I also had a lover who was all about the justice. So you and I have a lot in common, Miss Catwoman. And and, if you ever need the power to get away from something, just say my kitty cat's names. Pussy!
2: (laughs) The the worst thing then, you you have the 2 F you end up with this, like, I don't. I guess some people might like it. I'm trying to say this in a nice way, but Tina Howard is doing this and she did some of this in, in her Marvel stuff as well, but she and Harley in the multiverse. She doesn't realize what people actually like the character for. Earlier you said, Oh, well, the cat burglars, they're always in the vents." These so vents, she has yeah. that. But that's all she sneakers She sneaking. doesn't realize this is the idea of member. And this was a thing that me and uh, Brett ended up, he, I lost my mind. He lost his mind in the one email, and I fucking screamed and yelled at him because we argued because at that one point, Amanda Waller in the Suicide Squad book, whatever it was, said that Batman was a meta, said that there was a thing, and oh my God, they're going to turn back, but that goes against the core. That's You don't want Batman to have superpowers. It goes against everything that you like about him, and I feel the same way for Catwoman. I feel that y- you give her powers, and it takes away for everything that she is there for and what she's good at she's the best at because she's not superpowered and i said me and you tom king not a big fan but the jokes and riddles tom king at least got it that when batman went to her and said hey are you getting involved with these assholes and she's like i'm not like them and that yeah. was to me getting it. That's the best part, yeah. Uh, saying like, I'm I'm a cat burglar, and I like to steal pretty things, and I like my and fancy kinda goes stuff. but the I got a hard. Oh,
1: like you and I grew up with the idea, like the foursome, like I was trying to come like a gruesome. Yeah, yeah, they were, whatever yeah. the foursome was. we in got Batman back to 66, the designer. That was that was like taking her away from that whole idea where they're not working together like that because she's not like those ones.
2: James Tynan even like because you had the foursome, but he played he actually played out well of a uh, Catwoman. Like, oh shit our sins of our past. I got to deal with these assholes again. Like she was kind of standoffish, but still going and then stole shit from Penn. like, but that's what she does. Yeah. In this, it's like teeny Howard. You are, you're the person writing the Catwoman book. You're getting a paycheck for writing a Catwoman book. You jumped and you changed it. You, you have made her this weird thing. And then that's not enough because I guess in her mind, she's like, well, I have nine lives, but I only have this many left. And I have this thing and whatever. give her shazam powers because then she could do that instead of brain just why you are you said the last book john stewart all of a sudden is you know gets to a point of what are the stakes now you can almost have them do any like you got and you have this at least the nine lives are now but what are you doing with this
1: again i'm saying this is one time use for the shazam power it just feels very weird and but like even the idea where It's always been ambiguous how far that Black Alice could reach out for her powers, right? And this one's like, oh, man, I can't be stealing powers like this. We need to get out of here in a quick – hey, can you reach out a little further, Argon? Can you write Dr. Fate an apology note later and get us out of here? So pretty much she can reach out across the entire world to steal the power of Dr. Fate, to teleport them away. But before – the last time we saw her, the Devil Nezhal had to have her in a room with magical objects to take the magic away from them and put it into the Helm of Fate – that's, yeah. She had to be I touching would, the face. I would you know, trust Mark now. Wade
2: knowing more than than saying, Howard. Though, at,
1: at this point, though, like Black Alice can steal anybody's powers, wherever she is, it seems like, at any given moment. But this is what a hack writer does.
2: The, the Nine Lives, the Shazam power, the reaching out, because you can't figure out a way to make a story where it has stakes, where you have to have a... She makes everybody all powerful, so they could just do whatever they want to do for that instant leap. I actually want to ask you, of, if all of a sudden she had to cook... I don't know. Spaghetti? Would, would <coughs> that be a power that she could grab for, because at one point she's reading and I don't think that's a power. It, it ends up where, oh, I can read that because I can take the powers. That's kind of a learned ability. it just threw me off when she says, I can, I, re- I can read higher.
1: I can Well, that's where I actually the thought was I was going to bring maybe? it up. I always fuck up with, uh, black Adams or like Egyptian. or the
2: New Deal or whatever because of those new things. But even so, you could say it's a wisdom, but I think it's more a learned ability, but that's, that's not here nor there. But yeah, so. She just she ends up having the unique ability of thinking that she is really like I'm gonna make this character kick ass. I'm gonna make this the greatest thing, but it goes against it, so it makes it less. She's making her less with these things, and even then, the idea where we have nine le- like if you were doing this, I think I said this before, but have a thing in mind of why and what. Like it, this has to be wow moments. Oh my god, I remember that. That writer back in the 80s didn't finish that story, and you could twist it in that she always wanted to do it. These are just random fucking things she's doing, just saying, oh, I had an IOU and going. It doesn't feel like there's any sort of oomph behind it that's making things better or fixing. It's just just there. And this is just, let's have wacky Suicide Squad fun. Let's have Sportsmaster and Clock King getting a little sexy talking to each other. Let's get Shazam powers. And then the episode, oh, I'm kind of on the side. I'm on the West Wing. Uh, of the Rock of Eternity, I kind of hang out down there, and I'm, I'm like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. It, it's
1: it, it's a weird thing. Zemo said the the book ends with uh, Catwoman being able to get away from Amanda Waller, who was even though we teleported away, the idea was to teleport a, a far enough away to where the rest of the Suicide Squad can have those brain bombs dug out of their necks. But it doesn't matter because Amanda Waller has collected everybody anyway. They're back in their cells, and it's like, and also I'm gonna like you know take you out as well because I like I don't give people second chances. She says she's Sam flies away in a lightning bolt, and we just end the issue with Catwoman still in the realm of Bastet, it looks yeah, like. she's in the realm reason. of Bastet, and the one cat has that beard. Yep, the beard that she stole, it doesn't matter, because honestly, this they didn't need the beard. Amanda Waller didn't need this at all. It was just kind of a test run.
2: And, and the weird thing is, I also thought, you know, she was trying to figure out stuff with uh, Black Adam. At one point, they even say, like, Oh, Black Anima is this new stuff that you said they were referencing like, Oh yeah. we're not here to have a civics lesson Well maybe Amanda Waller should And then at the end it just kind of like ends Like there's no real Gotcha moment except for Shazam And then everything's you know the idea of eh, I was just tested and whatever The There's only one thing That I thought was clever in this issue And I, I did think it I'm not joking <laughs> I'm not going to say bad words Is when originally When Amanda Waller's like hey I want to get you in with my tactical squad. And I thought, does she do? And I actually thought, is that something that we missed that you're not allowed to now say suicide squad because of, you know, things that are going on or whatever. But it was that Amanda Waller hadn't had the name and also didn't want to tell her at that point because then Catwoman says to her, Oh, I get it. It's a suicide squad. You do. I thought that was kind of clever that Amanda Waller is being coy with that. Yeah. That was funny. It's,
1: let me ask you this, though, with the nine lives concept that, uh, Catwoman has when, when, when Amanda Waller says, oh, look, I, I'm not the second chance squad and blows up the or hits the button for the brain bomb in her neck that would blow up her head or blow up a part of her face, whatever you want to call, whatever you think the explosion does personally for whatever thing. What do you think the nine lives magic power does? Does it negate the bomb or when Amanda Waller's back was turned, did she grow a head again? <laughs>
2: the weird thing is you, you don't, at the end, I don't know that people are Wondering if it's a that, that or the Shazam or the Shazam is to get out of there, but you could, it's so weird. Also, just to, you know, go with the idea of nine lives is stupid. It's just stupider. <laughs> is that at any point, if I sat there and even, I guess some big fence, but you ask me at any, t- how many lives does Catwoman have left? Side, but I, don't I don't know. I have no nope. idea. Cause at points, you even get away like, oh, I thought I lost. Three lives there but I only lost two But wait I, I got that Uh-oh. one then I thought Max. I lived there but then I fell in there and now I have Here and now I have this she's saying power and it, You can tell that it's not really That great a thing when I'm sitting there and I'm like not even just that I don't Know because I don't I don't care Because I know that she's just Going to finagle it to the one fun, It'll be when it will matter is when She has I don't even know if that last One will matter that much because She can come back from that it's it only Matter when they're all gone but She'll probably have, like, three things to do. She wants to go feed a live great white shark. I, I, just the idea that I'm thinking of bullshit. Like, she wanted to see what it was like to jump into a volcano. Hey, let's try it. I get the nine lives. Well, hey, let's I, do
1: it. I, I'm just hoping, like I said, this is a one-off with the Shazam thing. Or it seems to be. cats Don't just love Selena Cow so much that whenever she's in a tight jam after her nine lives or not, she can just say Shazam and be teleported to the west wing of the fucking Rock of Eternity or some shit that they're saying here.
2: Again, it should have been spelled out. But when she says it, I did get the best. But saying it, it's like, listen, you can do this. They want to give you a gift. You know, it's not like a lifetime subscription. You're just getting a gift, and you can use it in your desperate need. Not, hey, you could use this all the time, and really, there's no stakes anymore. <laughs>
1: well, that's the thing is, but when, when she teleports back to Bastet's realm at the end, it looks like, like, hey, the kitty cats still like you. So they said, hey, you can say their names again because
2: they're, right. they're gonna have to get her out of that realm. Like she's like, okay. Maybe I'll say it backwards.
1: Mizzards. Um, uh, Mizzards. Yeah,
3: just...
1: What do you... What you As I was going through... Shazam! Huh? I saw that coming from the... I I looked at all the freaking first letters to those cats and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Don't you dare say that word in front of me, Selena Kyle. Wait, do we see what she
2: looks like when she says it? Do you, do you, no, she, it's a, just lightning. So hopefully she's in it. All I need is just a random scene. Where she's downtown, maybe Philadelphia, Eric. Right? She's in Philadelphia. Yeah. She needs the power because something goes fucked up. She hits it right as you know the Shazamly is walking out of like a deli and see what the fuck she's got the power and blame Billy,
1: think that Billy's sharing the power, <laughs> sharing the powers of everybody but family.
3: You asshole! Like we don't
2: get the power. Like oh, that'd be so good. That'd be so hilarious. Pedro starts beating the living shit out of Billy, and then Billy's just- like. She- Billy starts yelling Shazam, and he can't rev it, because uh, unfortunately, the the Catwoman is taken.
1: It's so funny to me, though, the idea of watering down the powers to the point where, like I said earlier, Mary Marvel has the powers of goddesses. Pretty good. uh, Black Adam has the powers of gods. Billy has the powers of gods and champions. Catwoman has the power of gods, kitty cats.
2: (laughs) And I I was actually going to make the joke then, because I haven't made enough. The idea where There's somebody out there that's like, holy shit! I could have the powers of Zam too because I have a bunch of dogs, but I don't have an M. Like, I gotta get an M. I I can't spell out Shazam. I gotta go.
3: So ridiculous! The idea that, like you said, the the idea that it's cats now. What's next? What's next?
1: Hopefully, a good Wonder Woman. I mean, a good Catwoman story. Yeah.
2: Keep you could keep that first part.
1: (laughs) 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 Just but that it's it's weird cuz it's it's
2: just bad but it's just cuz it's it's poorly written it's it's poorly written she doesn't get the character the stories are ridiculous but i still somehow have fun talking to you about it and i
1: don't really get as angry as i think i should get angry because well, it's so it's,
2: ridiculous it's like you
1: with the a it's like outside of the nine lives and Shazam just catwoman being a part of a suicide squad that has to steal from black adam and Conduct, like right there that's a cool story, and the characters involved, you don't get to see a lot of them do much. They hold off Black Adam a little bit towards the end, but it's cool to I don't see trust them. her, though, with those cats. And the art's it's pretty just, good, too. You have
2: Ravager to be the—that even was weird. I'm sure, keeping yeah, an eye on her, and then when you get to the story, she does nothing. I, I don't know why Jason Todd would allow her to be taken by Amanda Waller at this point. If she <laughs> is anyway, you would think that she's kind of undercover. We think she's a baddie, so, you know, you got that. But also, you don't even mention pre cog things, because I think, I don't know, maybe she thinks that'll make this, like, the idea that she thinks that that would ruin a story in a story that Catwoman gets Shazam powers is laughable. <laughs> the idea, like, ooh, that's too powerful, having a pre cog that she can tell five minutes ahead. But by the way, Shazam powers, like, That's oh, the thing, it's like, about.
1: I don't know, given her long shot powers here, might be a little bit too much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's,
3: it's
1: not even.
2: The best, the best power. Use ever and I will go to My grave because I don't think you can get it better Wasn't that on killables when you end up Where Jason Todd's gonna die and you End up having Ravager say I have to watch you die twice That was so good <laughs> I'm, is, getting, yeah. I'm getting choked up Eric it was so good Because I never thought of Something like that it was good but not hear Nothing Shazam powers but what would You
1: give it I would give this a four Out of ten
2: yeah Four out of ten for me I I I might have given it a, a certain score, but I, Sammy, Sammy went to bed. Eric, he is gone. But four hours it's just 10,
1: ridiculous. Every yeah, issue, I don't want even like, have I don't people know why.
2: think that I like it even a little more. This is the thing too, though. I, while I do like Harley Quinn, I say the character. I'd, I'd have a character, not a character. But also, I've also said on record a lot that she kind of needs to go away for a while so people want her back. But we dropped She's that book. Joker. We dropped the book because it's Harley. She's in the multiverse. We won't drop Catwoman. I like Catwoman well, as a character as well, but it's also, she's important.
3: And, look, and I think this, she's important. So,
1: the idea that, like, we say the story is ridiculous and everything has been going on, it's been, <laughs> it's been ridiculous for a long time. Pretty much as far as I've been concerned, as soon as we went to prison, this went off the goddamn rails. It usually does Quinn, when you though, go to
2: prison like that. It yeah.
1: started off the rails. And, like, no character in that. Harley Quinn and Remember Two-Face prank w- war? Two-Face, I'm saying. None of it made sense, and then you add a multiversal concepts to it. I'm like, no, you are gone too far, too wacky, because you think this is a wacky character who's not like you know important for some reason, or like I don't know. Just make it to a cartoon that doesn't feel right at any means. That's why we dropped it. As far as I well,
2: yeah, oh yeah, and we said it's it was just ridiculous. It didn't matter. I got to hit that, but yeah, like you said, it just it was a it was a cartoony deal. But I kind of I kind of get that here a little. It's it's not like that fully. But it still is like Shazam Powers. and it's just weird. But Catwoman and the overall, you know, DCU, it means a little more, especially the connection with Batman. But I'm not. I I kind of like to see what's going on with this stupid book and have fun talking <laughs> to you about it. It is what it is. Like you're a real bum bum. And I, I said it before, but just that idea. I was going to ask you at the end, like, where would you think she's going next? Because where I said at one point, if you like the character, or you're writing the character, I think that you're like, okay, there's these four things that I've read in the past that didn't really resolve or they didn't make sense. But
1: boy, she could do it now. But there's nothing like that here. It's just well, the, random. I, I haven't shit. read the solicits and I'm sure the solicits will tell you oh, all I'm this sure. stuff. I'm just but saying, it says, but it says next, a deep breath. And I have to assume she has to steal something from Atlantis. Yeah, she'll go to see that's what it, it's cartoony shit. Like it's, it is
2: the Harley shit. But it's done in a serious, because- Well, this is like a scavenger hunt and I hate scavenger hunts, but it should, it, it should mean more. It should mean like where I want to see is not, Hey, I owe Amanda Waller. Cause I-. everything is like tight there. I want to see her where she at one point wanted to save somebody or Hey, but almost like a re- weird play is when we found out when Damien died, RIP, mm-hmm. uh, that Dick Grayson got, a- Tusk's tusk in the mail then, because, oh, Damien, because Damien went. Now, it was a little dark, but Damien knew that Dick Grayson, that was one of the things that he didn't do, that he wished he had done, and this was Damien having his back in that weird Damien way. That's the sort of thing I'm expecting. Like, go through some things and find out, oh, well, she messed up at this point, and this person suffered, but have her do something to rectify that, make it that she needs that. But you're not doing that. You're just random, like you said. It's like Scooby Doo. Each yeah. each time, it's every episode. You just start again. Get in the mystery machine, and off you go. I don't mind. You know, I don't mind Scooby Doo, but here it's weird. But what is your book of
1: the week? My book of the week is Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong number five. Yes. Uh mine is. What, what did I say? What's out uh, of
2: this? <laughs> it's a super, uh, World's Finest. It's uh, Batman World's Finest. Someone said Superman. I'm I'm losing it, eh? I'm very tight But here is what we're going to be talking about next week Remember two of these books Will be in uh, the Or on the Patreon only spotlight Picked by the Badasses of the Get Fresh Crew And when you go, if you were going to go Usually people check out the Patreon You can go seven day free trial Then join in And then maybe you start liking things And you go up and become a badass eventually So that you can end up picking the books But also being and the roll call, that's the big a deal, but I don't know. It's such a big deal, it's but the big two of these deal. will be on there. So yeah, you, you check those out. The Patreon spotlight comes out every Thursday night, sometimes deeper into the night, depending on if I'm working up songs, You're there. songs. Yeah. There, I'll tell you right now that people don't, they don't understand. This isn't me just goofing off. This is me being more obsessed with something than it's been a Manic. long time. At, yeah. It it I you it's perfect there. I don't normally get that way. I got to a point where the one night this week it was like four thirty in the morning, and I actually looked at my computer and looked at all these things I was having going, and I really got sad. Like it really like, <laughs> threw me. I, like I really got that.
1: Maybe one day you'll be able to look over and see your family and they get really yeah, sad. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just I really
2: realized at that point like it was that I got a problem. And so I ended up, I ended up deleting with thing. and then I got back, then I'm doing this, and then I'm getting another. It's just, I can't help it. And, and things just keep pulling me back into it. But I apologize uh, for if anybody's like, well, I really wanted to see this. And <laughs> I'm making songs, I'm <laughs> rhyming and stealing. And I sit there and I'm like, People like this. They'll think it's great. They'll think it's funny. And then I put the things up because I was making reviews and then people didn't like it. Well, Jim, really it's got like impressed. most
1: things in life. It's pretty much just you and I enjoy something that nobody gets. I know you, I'm telling you, you saw it is, it's, it's
2: fun. And then, yeah. and, and so when I'm sitting there, I'm like, I could do a song for the deal or I can edit the podcast, which I'm telling you, the weird thing is I've told people about this because when we're done here, I go and edit the podcast. It takes me hours normally. If I'm not doing a song that I don't mind, I actually like it. It, it almost, I say, so weird. It becomes almost a puzzle where I'm doing, I'm like, okay, I gotta do this, I gotta, and I actually enjoy it. When I'm done, I'm like, oh, shit, it's 3 a.m. But when I'm doing something that I'm more obsessed with, that is, oh, I, I'm having problems. That's what I'm telling. That's why I'm exhausted.
1: Jimmy Boy's lost a lot of time I mean, Jimmy, this Jimmy, week. Jimmy everybody.
2: Boy, this, Jimmy Boy this week really, could have been put in a padded room I mean at one point I felt like I was going crazy but I Couldn't stop it I felt bad I'm not Even I'm joking Eric. I need I need help is what I'm saying and you're never There you never anyone that's the best I need help and I'm like hey I'll show Eric How cool this is but he'll pull me back and you're like oh my god dude. I'm like Oh no he's oh, in no. now <laughs> It's got well it's got Its tentacles on us here's what we're gonna be Talking about next week Amazon's attack number five Nice Remember, it's it's become the Mary Marvel show, which I it's it, fine. No, it
1: got away from that a bit last issue. It's fine.
2: Now I think that what we're gonna do is is now it's gonna be setting up the hey Josie Campbell's gonna be on Shazam, which I I have
1: a feeling I hope not. And again, because just it, because Josie Campbell is in uh, taking over Shazam going forward after Mark Wade leaves, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Mary Marvel book. I don't. Yeah, that's weird.
2: I thought that you know maybe. War Journal didn't have to be a War World book, but no thanks. It's War Journal, Jim.
3: Yeah. You yeah. dummy.
2: Yeah, I was saying, it's War World, War Journal. It's War World Journal. See, uh, Detective Comics 1082. Okay. We're getting there. Yeah. We, we still have a couple yeah. more. <laughs> it's just that book, actually, another thing that everything depresses me. Actually, Batman but, could
1: end up doing something this issue. It'll be great.
2: Yeah. Uh, is, isn't he like. What is, I can't remember it seems like it's been delayed, so I'm trying to think of what happened well oh he wasn't he walking in like the fucking desert of the mind the desert <laughs> of the
1: mind, some shit like that, yeah, yeah he's doing shit
2: he's going to spend the whole issue laying on Gordon's couch, getting sand out of his ass crack. you want to get more depressed Eric flash six ah. Uh. See, that's I'm
1: telling uh, I can try that's to say like, like we oh we well.
2: drop, but we can't. It's Flash. No,
1: right? exactly. It's like it's like I can make jokes. I can Batman. we'll actually, do something this time. Like, what can I say about size varies? The Flash, I guess. Maybe things will start to make sense in some kind of way. A story will be there.
2: Act like Bart. Maybe. 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 maybe he'll do the Bartman. I'd like that. Maybe. Stop it. Maybe Jay won't talk like he's a 48 year old physics professor on a maybe. pretentious afternoon. Like, that dialogue, holy crap. Maybe those... The funniest thing with that book, I can make up shit, and, like, maybe those weird guys will do more of that, and you'll be like, which ones yeah. are you
3: talking about? Because like,
2: there's a lot of... Green Arrow number 9, a book that I I want to really like. I still look forward to it. I still yeah. like it. I I always look forward to it somehow. It always lets me down it a little bit. It hasn't
1: been hitting, but I always look forward to the Green Arrow book to see where it's going to go, because they're still on the hunt for Roy Harper.
3: Still? They just start do we do? Because of the they of started, PO, I, they, they I swear yeah.
1: it was two issues ago that they were like we're supposed to, but now we're still on the hunt for Roy Harper. How did they know how to find? Right, I, I don't there was, get it. There was a, I don't know, a address like on a matchbook that they might have pulled yeah, out they, they should,
2: it's Very odd. <sighs> if anybody's interested, Harley Quinn comes up next week. We're not doing it. Jay Garrick, The Flash. There,
3: there you go. Like that,
2: the finale. I am excited now. That's cool. And the final book that we'll be talking about, everybody loves her. We used to call her Karen. Now we call her Paige. It's Power Girl, Our Power Girl number six. We're going to be look, going to video goodness, game land. Look, it's, I know this.
1: Thompson's. I would say those two issues two issues go with the, uh, the bio-ship-infested Kalex, I'd be looking forward to this, but... Last issue was a streaky, almost silent issue that was bullshit. This time, it's still a Super Girl, Power Girl freaking mashup of a story that does not matter to anything that we left. I'm going to repeat this, and I want people
2: to really think about this. This is the weirdest thing that has ever happened because I've had two conversations on Marvel podcast and this. We're talking about the Doctor Strange book, and me and you are talking about Power Girl. And I, I felt like I was in the Twilight Zone because both of those things had a huge story. That seemed to end up really like, oh, my God, this is going to be crazy. What's going to happen? To then put that aside to have an animal issue to then go to a, a thing about a video game coming to life. They're they're doing the same thing. And I end up where. It's not the same writer, is it? N- no, it's, it's okay, Jen McKay God. who's better. But I end up where at the point at the end of the Power Girl deal, and I said, we're not going to see the Kalex stuff. It says, and you're like, no, we have to. It's so big. How can we not see this? How on the big Mar- it is, Jim? On the Marvel thing, this is where I really wanted to, on the Marvel thing, me and Matt are talking. I'm like, we're not going to see General Strange. They're putting that aside. And he's like, there's no way. It's too big. And and in that, General Strange, though he's trying to, he's kind of walking around the Sanctum Sanctum, and you think, oh my God, he's going to do better. And then in... In the thick, you have K-Lex walking around the thick it, it's too it's too much together. I don't get it, and both of you, I said to both of you, I was right both times, but that does it make
1: shit. any sense though for no. them not to stick with that story that they're telling. No, because
2: we go off to uh Bullshit. here this is what we had actually even a worse thing in the Doctor Strange, where you have this huge story that really felt big, and oh my god i i I don't believe that this is happening, and then you go and have Clea his wife, her sister. We have a baby, adventures of babysitting issue. Then we have a bats, the dog animal issue that then ties into the snakes in the Sanctum Sanctum to then get Dr. Strange's brother, Victor, the the vampire involved.
1: We're saying all this too. And if you would have, if I wouldn't have seen the end of the Wonder Woman number five this week, I would think that there's no way we could be doing a Space Mall issue next issue of Wonder Woman for where we leave things off in Wonder Woman. Again, let me go back to what I said earlier. Are these the
2: idea of like, hey, we can't have you do this? Like at points you're going to have where an arc ends and if things are going to change status quo, we're going to have an event. And I think you'll have tie-ins and things like that, obviously. So is this the idea? Well. You just finished an arc, you only have four That's not a whole thing, so just Do wacky shit It's
1: such a weird idea though, because we'll have six issues Of Tom King's Wonder Woman and have what feels Like two cool down issues in six issues
2: Well I said when we were talking uh, The deal, I don't necessarily Think now that this was his Story, I think he's doing them a solid As he used to say, and setting Up Wonder Woman, but he doesn't really want to Tell that story, which I thought that was more About his skill set, but instead He wants, I, I swear to God they're going to play baseball. At some point here, they're going to end up doing that. Super Friends, he's going to go back to the well as well. I just don't get these fucking idiots. Idiots there. What what did I call Phil County Johnson? You smacked ass. Is
1: what. Well, maybe the deal will be Wonder Woman will need help against the U.S. military, right? And she'll come to her senses after all of this time and realize, hey, if I just go get the gentleman and take his sword with me, there's no way that evil will be able to get out that what he had to protect. So... The gentleman will be back with me, and we'll be able to t- take on the U.S. Yep. government.
2: Well, you could do that. I actually thought you were saying, come to the census and ask Batman and Superman. Because no, you had that idea. No. Like, that was off-bat. That's bullshit. Like, off-panel. Like, oh, they decided like, Wonder Woman should be pissed. Just like, the, she got that, like, all this Wonder, Wonder Girls, they had to beg and play things and games and shit. And there's Batman and Superman. And they're just like, yeah, I'm not getting involved with that. That issue feels like a cool-down issue, too, actually, now superman i'm telling you he's sitting there and he's like listen when ever since i got rid of that american way shit i've been getting a lot of crap i'm not going against the u.s government i'm not oh, gonna get i'm not that is bad optics for me right now fuck you and batman's just like i got better shit to do he's just sitting there <laughs> I'd, I'd love what i picture i love those things where you go and batman is just down in the back cave and he's just, like, lounging out, looking at 80 screens that usually don't have anything on it. They're, like, different yep. colors and stuff. He's just sitting there. He's, like, playing a big thing. What? What is it? Simon it is. He's playing Simon on the Pretend he's Why would you shit.
1: play Simon on there? Any well, I'm game saying, you pick, why uh, Simon?
2: Well, I'm saying a lot of times when you go down there, because the artist ends up. Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes it's just they, they have color a color. Screens? And so there's okay. the color. He's playing Simon. It's the only reason I got that is. Maybe strip poker, right? And you're like, who would he be playing strip poker for? They go, boom, Alfred isn't dead. He's just down there in a gimp mask. You just didn't know that. He'd probably fit in that, too. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, two of those books. I don't yeah. know where this is going, Eric. I'm really tired yeah. suddenly, and i got to edit this podcast. Edit it out. Cool. Well, I mean, you picked me up, but now that we're getting to the end, I'm running out of juice. The juice. I need the lean is what I need. You ever drink the lean? I need the, the juice lean? to be loose. No, I never drank the lean. You never had the lean? I thought, since you were a rapper, you would have, that's a little later, though, right? It's way later. The lean. I figure, like, those crunk rappers, they they do... No, I just a did lot, a lot right? of
1: drugs like any other freaking performer. Oh,
2: you're... Stork right. is laughing. Stork is laughing so much right now that you but said performer. I'm not even performer. talking
1: about that part, because I like, could perform other things, too, with but, the rap group. But, um... Oh, I
2: know, but it doesn't matter. And I'm not talking to... I know what you're saying. I think he's still laughing that you said performer. Probably. Like Artist! I... I, I I was in a band for five years in college, and I'll never say that I was a performer. Never, why not, Eric? Because I, <laughs> I was an entertainer. Because uh, I was an entertainer. No, we were pretty good. We we're pretty popular. There you go. It'd be great. I, like I, I just throw it out there. Like, an- anybody go to West Virginia in the nineties? Like, you ever hear you ever hear that? And then one person will say it, and they'll say you guys suck, and then I'll <laughs> I'll call them a smacked ass because I am the editor, Eric. But yeah, that is it. Everybody, thanks. I am going to go. Edit stuff out and uh, and then go to bed. Department. But thanks. <laughs> That's not what
3: Jess told me.
2: Ooh. You like that?
3: No, I I'm don't saying, like that.
1: What yeah, are you per- doing?
2: Yeah, performance anxiety. This, things happen, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Really yeah, I just don't yeah, want to do it. it. That is true. That is true. I'm a bad right? at it. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm getting so, te- but I think my voice is getting a little sexy. Sounds like oh, we're yeah? in the mid. Hey, we're here on the midnight hour. Next up is Steely Dan. And a rock block of rush. Would that be great? I would say talk
1: to your wife and find out if she finds you sexy now.
2: All right. It's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to. That's a, you know, that's a one and uh, a none and done thing, but that is it. We're done. Thank you everybody for You're listening again. Go and bum. check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science where you can say, boy, that Jim, he really sounds like he should be going to sleep, but he, he stuck it out for us. this <laughs> Right. Right. I'm on the wall. Hey. And my friend yeah. next to me is a goo. But that is it. That is it. Thanks, everybody. Eric, and also all those things are in the show notes. so You can check that out and go to the go to the the, the YouTube's and listen to songs and, and maybe don't quit, right?
1: Don't quit your YouTube maybe. because there's songs. Like the actually idea of think, quitting YouTube, no, they're just unsubscribing.
2: Actually, sit there and think. You know what? I may not like this, but it actually is a weird idea. I don't know that anybody's ever done this. This is exactly. I, I get, it's
1: very original and cool.
2: Yeah, one one person got it. Lane guy actually said, and he was joking, and he might have been throwing shit, but He goes, "What are you trying to be, the the best singing reviewer ever?" And then put like dot 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 because you're the only. So like he was, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. I told I told Tanya, and I'm like, I actually came up with a really cool idea that, like, I think it might be in the next stage. How's it going? I'm like,
3: it ain't going, baby. What's like what
1: I don't even know if that podcast is still going on, but that guy who reviewed comic books, the persona of the Hulk the whole time.
3: I love that guy.
2: He was he the it. best persona of the Hulk
1: reviews out there at the time.
2: Yeah, he was. And the thing, though, the songs that can do the Hulk, you you, you run out of the, the ideas <laughs> like it's just the Hulk. <laughs> I like that guy, though. That was more of like more of a skit type thing. Than a deal I actually have an idea for a skit That I'd like me and you to do But we don't do skits That I'll tell you, you You'll probably think, out Also it's one of these things Where I came up with it As I was really tired well, like like, Have
1: you come up with it In the last three days Because I can tell you right now It's garbage
2: Eric I came up with it Right before we recorded it tonight Definitely no, I, garbage I actually think it's funny And it makes fun of something That could be looked at as hateful But it's kind of poking fun at it
1: Well, now I'm just actually scared. I don't want
2: any parts of it. But it's also very specific to something that you may not know, but I think it's kind of funny. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off the air. I don't want to be canceled, Eric. I don't want to be canceled. So we're going to get out of here. So thanks, everybody, once again. Eric, what do we say at the end of the
1: podcast? Everybody have a great week. We Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven.
0: You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. New Science. It's the revolution. and the show is over now, you can go home. Wasting time, but you're not alone. Hey, you are welcome to the Get Fresh Crew. We want to thank everyone. That means you and you and you. Don't have a great